You are listening to Thursday Nights, Episode 10. Lincoln won't be joining us tonight because his wife is having a baby. Kutoa dove into the water along with the Leviathan. There were only two left as the uh, as the one remaining harpooner called out a command in deep speech to its Leviathan and they dove down, clearly defeated as you had killed uh, many of their uh, many of their clansmates. Not today, Kuotoas. Oh no. And looking <laughs> around tomorrow, you, you see bitches. the aftermath of the battle. Amongst other things, you see several crew members around you that you had seen out of the corner of your eyes uh, get hit with javelins and, well, mostly get hit with javelins. (laughs) A lot of of javelins. And some harpoons, which are terrible. Javelins and harpoons. However, you see now... swarmed. You see now that while out of the corner of your eye, it looked like your guys were dropping like flies. In reality, you're seeing guys pulling, rigging down, setting up stuff. Some of them even still have javelins stuck in them as they may have gotten knocked over, but they got back up and tended to their duties they needed. It's not all good. There are, uh, you see... <laughs> I mean, there's that one guy that fell off the side of the boat with the javelin in him. <laughs> you see, uh, um, getting a quick head count as the, uh, as the first mate kind of goes around and, and, and figures out what the damage is. You see that, uh, you see that four crew members did not make it. And that board should be updated. Damn. Brandis suddenly shouts. All hands! I'm left-handed, though. All hands! Closer. What do you want me to do with my hands? Brandis. You're not a shipman! I know. You can Brandis just cross says, it out. All hands! Starboard! Gangway to larboard! Larboard to starboard! Gather at the main mast! Do you guys... Have you done shipping before? Uh, have your character? <laughs> not like that. No. Okay. He was you guys trying to learn a little bit. Brandis says... Stand over there! Aurora insights check to see if he knows what he's talking about, and she doesn't do very well. I will um, go to where Brandis is screaming to. In 19. He sounds yes. really pumped up and is getting damn and a little Brandis, worked up. Um, does a little intimidate check there. Let's get, let's get okay. Let's so twenty five minus four. Just so just 96. how that's how much yelling he is. A twenty five. Okay, um, so Aurora definitely gets over there. And um, and he like, not- he berates the crew, and uh, he berates. He berates you're gonna, the crew. You're gonna get on the captain's nerves doing that. He says, "Sea dogs! It was like I was fighting with a bunch of sea puppies." Which isn't like that, like sea scary of a thing to say. And everyone kind of stops and is like, "Sea puppies? Is that a thing? Is that?" Um, is this? And they're looking at us like we know what you're talking about. We're like, and he says, "Half you look like you're still fresh from licking your mother's teeth." And uh, and uh, and he calls one a landlubber. Like, a, like with the B, the lubber. I bet he would like that. You should probably roll a dice. <laughs> and, um, so I should probably find my dice. I mean, are you um, rolling an intimidate check with all of this? I rolled one earlier, but specifically with the... Yeah, it was a 25, which is not very good. But, uh... That's actually really good. But, uh... Yeah, it's plenty good. It's not good for Brandis. Considering the average human is 10. It's loud. Hey, these are it's not It's loud. Humans. These are not that's average humans. That intimidate, intimidate check is not stale by any means. And, uh... It's, true. it's and, quite fresh. Um, and Brandis, uh, he's yelling... 
Am I also I'm being in, intimidated? Like, are we? I'm trying to understand. You're like, with the group. You're with, at yes, me? not directly at you. Just with right. all of you gathered. Right. Around. I'm part of the group um, that's getting intimidated. Though. And uh, and uh, and so his method is he tears everyone's down and then he's building them back up by saying that the the only confident down. ones were the men at the you know at the wheel and you with the ropes and he goes through and he essentially compliments like half the guys <laughs> to pump them back up and says one uh, of them steps forward. You stop crying. One of them steps forward, who's clearly got a fresh javelin wound. It's barely, uh, barely kind of wrapped up, and you think maybe that you might have the other half of the javelin behind him. You're not quite sure. <laughs> and he says, he says, "Look here, I know you're new here, but <laughs> he says, but I got a javelin through me, and I kept that thing from hitting your head when you were looking the other direction." <laughs> Brenda says, "Are you complaining about a splinter again?" Intimidate. <laughs> mm, there we go. Twenty-six. <laughs> The uh, the guy kind of gets rattled and he steps back in line and holds his uh, holds and his side. He goes oh. and he just looks like he's hurt and Brandon says, "Where's the medic to heal his men's tiny wounds?" <laughs> and uh, and then Brent, and uh, then builds back the crew and uh, and suck his thumb and stop bothering me and says, "You know, the next time we encounter, oh, Brandon is getting a little hoarse." Um, <laughs> Next time we encounter a, 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 a <laughs> you guys test out the rock star drinks. I will avoid that. Um, so the next time we encounter hey, a swarm of awesome. um, it should be so small a thing that they don't write, they don't even wake the men sleeping in the bunks. And uh, who should never be sleeping? And uh, and says uh, the men who aren't sleeping in their bunks. Chaz, uh, <laughs> my good man, uh, your men are good, but some of them are still wet behind the ears. It is a boat, though. They should be. They should be wet and salty. It's a boat. He's, uh, you know, he's still sitting up there, kind of steering the ship. As you guys have picked up, the wind has the wind has picked up, and uh, and you you're now sailing sailing actively. And uh, and he says, "Ar, listen to the man." <laughs> Just keeps keeps uh, the ship steering. He says, <laughs> and uh, and uh, and then pauses for a second and. Uh, and says, "Back to work, you dogs." Do any of them stand, not defiantly, but mumbling, kind of mumble, mumble, mumble? Like, I think one like of them who's does. this guy? I think one of them stands and mumbles and tries to scare and saying, "I don't like this guy." Blah blah. Does that happen? Brandis um, comes over and um, bitch slaps him. And no, is just gonna go yeah and do a little. Little chest bump to to push him back like that, and like they initiate in... a quick scuffle of wrestling. Oh God, seriously? Yeah. Oh my God, that poor man. I hope he loses. Oh my God. Oh, I hope he doesn't lose it. <laughs> okay. Too. Okay. Is a one an automatic failure in this situation? Not in opposed checks. Okay, because I still have a really good check. Does he have a good check? He's got a twenty-four. I think Damn it. He rolled twice for athletics. Ah, oh, Wait. <laughs> okay. I'm beat what? only by a few points, but Does he trick is you? it one out of one? What? We <laughs> <laughs> oh, the rules. Oh, now you <laughs> go ahead and describe how Brandis gets um, uh, pinned down by the. Uh, Brandis, um, no, it's just uh, straight athletics like that. He rolled poorly. He pushes him. The guy comes back and just pushes him back with the same maneuver, and it uh, makes Brandis stumble. It's it's over like some ropes or something. He doesn't just like fall over, but it <laughs> falls back down what? and is gonna um, stand back up. And um, 
Damn it. And even though he's not a senior officer, Brother still for less. And Brother comes back and says, um, you, and he's going to grab him and pick him up and say, You dare assault a senior officer? Better than that, athletics? 22. Why do I keep rolling so bad? Well, you only got 15 this time. There we go. It's. And I intimidate him. 37. There we go. Roll a 20. Alright, we describe you managed to keep rolling dice until it works. <laughs> you managed to completely uh, put him in his place. Yes. Even uh, though. I don't like how many times out. I had to roll for that. <laughs> Brennan's. Sea uh, dogs! Starboard! Aurora pretends, pretends not to see any of that happening. Goes back down below to sleep in his hammock. You, so you told everyone else to get back to work and yes. then you don't take a nap. It's in the middle of his, his off time. How does one resist an intimidate check? Uh, it's against your will defense. Your will Plus defense. ten. Ah. Intimidate check ten. Oh, no. if you're hostile. If they're right. hostile, That's they're right. enemy. Get all, against guys that are unfriendly, they have a plus five bonus. And against regular people, it's just your will defense. Which means his check against a friendly target. Although, most of the time, with rare exception, an intimidate check will turn a target hostile after it resolves. Hmm. Yeah, does that have anything to do with the intent of the intimidate check? Like, what you're trying to do with it? Well, for sure. That's what I said most of the time. Yeah, yeah. It completely depends on what you're doing. I mean, it's open-ended, so... Right. Are we all, like, subconsciously uh, swaying? All right, the other thing that you're noticing... <laughs> sure. The other thing you notice swaying. is the bodies of the Kuotoa that are floating alongside the ship, as the ship has not sailed too far yet. Um, and then you see... Ah, yes, they do that. You see the bloated, uh, the bloated, um... Bodies? Kotoa bodies. Some of them caught on the sides, uh, the sides of the ship, just kind of sailing along with them. Oh, the chum. As they're, uh, as you're checking all the equipment and such. Versus we should check. Well, I gotta respond to what Brannis just did before yes. we move on to Kotoa bodies. Okay. And right. Brannis is on his way back down to his hammock. Well, as, I mean... Or no, before you that. assault him in his hammock. Damn it, I just really Dude. in the line of fire of a Brannis tirade such as this before. And at first he was kind of like, what, is this gonna? Co- is this really gonna come down on me? Like, you know, we've adventured together. I just, I, I didn't think I'd be subject to this, but then it didn't end up coming down on him. So then it almost became like, I didn't, like, I, I, like let's watch this thing happen. Like it's almost like a living Brandis story. All of a sudden he like, now I'm on TV. Like <laughs> I'm Brandis story. This is one of those stories. And so he starts getting excited. And he's like seeing the guy be like. Like, you guys are worthless. And the guy's like, but it's a javelin. David's like, yeah, I mean, it is a javelin. And you're like, that's a splinter. And I'm like, that's a point. I, I, I can hear him telling me later, like, so the guy had a splinter in him. And he was like, this is like, this is like what he would say later. And then the guy just like gets in his face and like, it's back and forth. It was just, it was just incredibly dynamic. And so, uh, I mean, just uh, definitely emotionally arousing experience. And damn man is immediately upon Brandis' exit. Looks upon the crew and their activities with renewed vigor and you know determination, determination to uh, make this ship the best damn ship that it can be. The best damn ship. The best damn ship. Oh. Or I'm really excited for a moment. The best damn ship. I have. Oh no! I thought you said the best dance ship. I thought that too. No, I said. That's what I thought. Could be the best dance ship. (laughs) You said the best damn ship. (laughs) That's what I said. Everybody, river dance on the deck. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Because we're on a boat. We're on a boat. River boat dance. And then? No, and then. And then there's uh, bloated Kuwato bodies. Are so, we, uh, like, scoop them up with one of like those. Them no, those. scoop them up. Yeah. And check out and see if there's any, oh. any delightful treasure to be had. She gets one of those Damn really man. long um, skimmer things for pools. Yeah. 
Damon will clean the sides of the boat of Kuta of littered dead enemies. You don't want to attract dire sharks. There is. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. And, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So uh, I mean, it's really to the rest of the party members is becoming commonplace. But when it comes to edges and high places, Damon just steps off of them as if he's stepping off a stage. So just floats down, grabs on to the side of the of uh, the. The, the boat nimbly lowering himself, kind of half falling, half kind of climbing down, down to the level where he kind of begins unhooking them and uh, calls for a rope to be put down, which he ties onto a belt or a foot or a tongue and has them hoist, hoisted back up to uh, to be either inspected or uh, or, or dealt with as uh, as however pirates or whoever we are deals with these kind of situations. Situations dire, perhaps? It seems like we kind of generally just leave the bodies as they are. We haven't really gotten into any sort of habit of, like, burning the corpses or burying bodies. God, where would we put them on the sea? We're pretty... Re- no, I'm just saying, we, we're pretty uh, in the habit of, like, letting... Leaving them where they... Letting where they sleeping are. dogs lie where they are. Yeah. Well, what's... So most times we're either burying corpses just or burning sleeping. them or disposing them. Not in the temples really or... No. We definitely have The ones we did, the, the ambush... Them. I remember the ambush. Like when, it, when we need to hide them, we do. But like in terms of actually giving oh. people rights, yeah, that whole discussion of really how long would it take to, to dig the. We're a couple years in, and was like, uh, that was just about hiding them. Nah, that wasn't like. Yeah, when Malik was around, he was all about burning him. Yeah, I mean, that was just because he burned stuff. He just burned stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so onward, onward, onward to victory. What happens after the back right now? Yes. I just turned it. I forgot I had to set it Yeah. So yeah. So I guess we continue sailing. Is the ship okay? Well, you guys are checking the Kotoa, right? Yeah, that's yeah. I'm setting them up. I'm yeah. setting them up. I'm so, uh, Damon sends them up. Looks like three of the Kotoa caught onto the ship. Yeah. Uh, you know, you killed them, and the ship was kind of moving around in the unstable water. Yeah. And, uh... There they are! They're probably javelin. One of them is the uh, One of them is one of the harpooners. Uh, you know, one of the ones that was pulling guys off the edge of the ship. Another one of them is one of the guys that was just throwing javelins. He even only had one javelin left in his you in his pack. A couple of Hugh arrows. Of his, yeah. yeah, this one exactly. Hugh can take back a couple of his arrows if he likes. Uh, you know, they've been soaking in the water for a, a little bit, but they're still good. Still good. Maybe. Tends not to read. Second string shaft. You have. Uh, yeah, I mean, you have high, high shaft standards. I know. And pull the heads off. The last one is was yeah. the Kuotoa shaman that had been casting these phantom bites at you. And the shaman, you notice, is he's the one that's dressed a little bit more elaborately than the others. I mean, it's yeah, in so much that Kuotoa are dressed, but he's got he had a pouch around him, this uh, kind of watertight watertight pouch that was uh, obviously designed to carry things uh, through the water and not uh, get damaged. And opening it up, you see. A cache of coins in uh Damon will save the pouch. Good that sounds like a useful little thing. I think it was invented it by is definitely kind of cool. ziplock. Yeah. I want a D D Ziploc. Ziploc. Yeah. Uh so inside it is the coins you see are mostly just coppers and kind of useless metal. It looks like it fell down to the bottom uh of the ocean. However, there is a statuette uh in his pouch worth Approximately 2,000 gold. Uh, we're short of Lincoln. We're short of Lincoln, so book. somebody else um, write down... Uh, well, you can write down this loot. Loot. Yeah, the loot in your... In the yeah, if you want to put it on, on, on the journal, that's probably good enough. Um, yeah, unless you want to keep it actualized. What's the statuette of? Where is Lincoln? The statuette is of a... Uh, what looks like 
perhaps some sort of prince, you know, finely, finely dressed, wearing, uh, wearing armor. Definitely looks like royalty. There we go. Some sort of, uh, looks like a human. Cool. Human. Very well. Uh, is it big enough to like hold down some papers, or is oh, it perception check? Definitely. Uh, so what was that? Excellent. We got a statuette worth two thousand gold. What dynasty is it from? Can I? Uh, tell? Go ahead check. and roll a history check on it. Oh, you better have something. Uh, that is a 24. Not only do you know what dynasty it's from, you recognize the specific king that this is a statuette of. In fact, you realize it is depicting a prince who later became a king. Because princes are often. And I will tell you who it actually is. It is. Wasn't any other money things? Just the statue. An awesome statue. Someone's always of a fishing. Prince to king. Mm-hmm. You recognize it as, in fact, the specific king of Olgarth that <gasps> Frida has mentioned being the king that had this quest to look into the Planar Observatory. That's kind of weird. A strange coincidence indeed. Strange coincidence indeed, Aurora. Strokes her beardless face. <laughs> but she still strokes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Having spent been. some time in Olgarth, she picked up kind of some of the history, and especially being kind of attached a bit to the uh, to the the goings on there has you know. I've she, done my I've done my research. She's done her research and recognizes this king. She goes, "Hey, this is that king. Hey, this is this is guy." Hey. She looks on the bottom to see if there's like any like. This is how you get to the planar observatory. Yeah. Is it like Damn! A it no does not map. appear to have any map you rolled on. UPC symbol or It does look like it has uh, been submerged in water for quite some time. It probably oh, fallen off a trade ship or something nuts. like that. Perhaps someone was killed in the water and Rokuato probably picked it up and uh, it's shiny just, and they like that kind of exactly. stuff. Exactly. They just held on to it. They are oh, often fond of fountains <laughs> with pennies in them. Yeah. Kuotoa everywhere. The underwater fountains. Very yeah, Completely barren of pennies. <laughs> no All the pennies, pennies anywhere. Put a penny in, they take two out. <laughs> so Aurora kind of goes, "Oh, that's really cool," and she she decides to look after it until they sell it. So she sort of precious. Well, you know, I mean, it's just kind of nice to have something from her neck of the woods hanging around. Make him do a pendant. A giant. Well, like it would not be outside of uh, ah! a possibility for Aurora. Aurora's not about to be tying any anchors to her neck at this time. Cool. He is yeah. also in his pouch. Has uh, actually not in his pouch, but attached to his belt that the pouch was attached to are two uh, very well sealed vials of some mm. sort of potion. Don't drink it. Well, I would like to use do a uh, perception check to see if there are any magical properties of, of uh, the the goods that we we're inspecting. You can detect arcana with perception. Okay, go ahead. crazy windiness. Yeah. Go ahead. You just uh, stare at it, and then you see magic sparkles. Two seventeens. I choose this one. <laughs> the potions are obviously magical. Yeah, they are magic potions. Uh, other than that. They appear to not be carrying any sort of magical weapons or any such thing, at least of the ones that you managed to salvage. Uh, the potions themselves, however, does not take uh, Ren much time at all. 
clues here on deck. Identifies one of the potions as uh, one that he kind of holds on to and doesn't really want to give you guys, and it is Elixir of Invisibility. Ah. Damn it. Can you do Rick that can already turn invisible. drinking it, you become invisible until the end of the encounter or for five minutes, whichever comes first. Ooh. Uh, uh, the effect, that's the official name, Elixir of Invisibility? Yes. The okay. effect ends if you make an attack. Uh, that is so. far more powerful than Gnome Invisibility, which is only for one round. Okay. You want to cool. sit this one out? And that. consuming the elixir um, uh, uses a actually counts as the use of a magic item daily power. Yeah. All the elixirs, as opposed to potions, are that way. Gotcha. It's a daily daily power. The other potion on him potion of not drowning is an elixir. Of dragon breath. Oh, so sweet. We talked about everyone was being Orum. Now someone can really be Orum. The elixir of dragon I don't know breath. I should do it, or if I shouldn't do it. Ren recognizes as an extraordinarily potent magic item, a very powerful item indeed. You have one use of it, as it is a consumable. However, when you drink it, uh, it uses up a uh, magic item daily power because it is an elixir. You can use this power after you drink the elixir until the end of the encounter. You gain an at-will attack power that requires a standard action to use. There's a close blast 3 at plus 20 versus reflex, and on a hit deals 3d6 plus constitution damage of a type determined when the elixir is created, and it is cold. Ooh. That's interesting. Can has? Can has sandwich? So it doesn't give you an encounter power, it gives you an at-will Plus power. 20 versus reflex. Ooh. I like that guy. That's only plus 20, you don't add anything to that, right? Correct, just That's a really flat good plus though. 20. I would like to hang on to that. Because plus reflex. I've got some awesome versus AC, I know you've got some... Um, Mine's only AC. You're only AC, I, only AC. I have one fortitude. To have a consistent, to have a reliable... For one fight, plus twenty versus reflex. That means if we get a big guy, yeah, he has a weak reflex. It have to be pretty weak though. But no, plus twenty is not bad. Well, no, it's only twenty. That's like no, no, no. no. You, you, you don't add anything to that, do you? No, no, you do. It's it's a plus twenty attack. Yeah, if you so roll you, a d twenty, you get hit a forty basically. If you roll a twenty, it's plus twenty to your dice. Oh, yeah. Is that how it works? You roll you roll a twenty and then you add. The plus twenty. Yeah, it's to a, it's, it? a, it's an attack. It's an plus attack. twenty versus just like one of your regular attacks might so be a plus very, sixteen. That is nice. so that's and the fact that it's a reflex. And at your level, cool. plus twenty versus reflex, I believe is uh, is pretty damn high. Because you'll be higher than any of your regular miss, attacks. Well, yeah, that's no, not unmissable. But like, I, I hit with a ten, up. or I can get a probably a five, maybe hmm. depends. Reflex. That's the thing is, um, my careful attack is a plus twenty. We have ah. we have a bunch of uh, good attacks. I think it seems to be easier to pump up your AC and easier to pump up attacks versus AC. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes, AC is always a higher defense. Right. So a plus one versus reflex. Is like all monsters, awesome there's the standard fare is whatever their attack bonuses versus AC based on their level and their type, versus all the other defenses is two less. Yeah, that's fa- that's a fairly potent item that could really turn the tide of a fight. Oh. So, anyway, very cool. At will burst three. Um, for a whole encounter. For an entire encounter. And how much damage do you do? Like three? 3d6 plus, plus constitution. So, 
Not that we're going to use it right away, but someone should hang on to it. Brandis doesn't need to hang on to it, because Brandis, in his words, already breathes fire. But do you breathe cold? This is true! Someone else wants it. Um, I think it's it's really really cool for, as, as awful as it sounds, Anyone but Ren. I'm just gonna throw it out there. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's close. Even, it's even a close Hugh, attack. Even Hugh gets up close and personal and could hang around for a bit. I feel like Ren would be would be having to avoid guys. I'm not not a dish on Ren here, but I'm just saying like we can dish on him all we want. Well, it makes the most here. sense for a melee person. Damon wants it, three. and here's why. Here's why. She Mobility. Need... Yeah. You can get where you need to be. Yeah, and, and up close. Actually, never mind. I guess I I I was thinking for some reason. That it wouldn't pre- continue her divine challenge, but I think it would. So she definitely use, she would. use it too. Right. Well, then you guys want to uh, wrestle for it? You want to. Co- uh, Aurora's constitution Kaylin? is yes. two. His is plus three. Mine's plus What's three. What's yours? Then you can plus have three. it. Plus three. You do well, want it though? That's just one damage per attack. I just I mean, want to have be fun, but if you feel like you could make better use of it, then that would be the uh, problem. Well, you guys noodle it over the next while. You can decide. Roll it. We can decide. We can always talk to the appropriate person in the heat of battle if needed. Well. A d20? A d20. A single d20. Whoa! I did not Nine well. and? Nine. Eleven. Whoa! Oh, the phone's ringing. No one answering. So, that's what you found on the Kotoa. Everything else they had is fairly useless or mundane. Plenty of javelins already on board. Uh, these javelins builds of the Kotua is also they're not terribly great, you know, they're strapped together, yeah, made out of driftwood and such. They're just pretty damn good at throwing them. (laughs) Yeah. Their harpoons, however, they were pretty well made. I mean, they had a big tether on them, they were able to, you know, throw and pull back. Really? That that requires a a fair amount of craftsmanship to make something like that that just doesn't get tangled up easily or Screwed up. It's like so the harpoons are salvageable then? Is that what you're saying? I mean, you could use them. It would re- uh, you, you would. They well, would be they... considered an exotic weapon that you do not have training with, so you'd take a penalty if you wanted to use Are they any more useful that. than the artillery guns that we have? Oh. No, the artillery guns are, they're, you know, they have mechanical useful. extra propulsion on them, and so those are better. I mean, feel free to hang on to them. It's a heavy throw on them, not my strong suit. Yeah. That's what it is. It's a, it's a harpoon right. that you throw. Ooh. Yeah, so it'd be like a spear or something. Yeah. Brandis could so, maybe make use of it as opposed to one of his things, but I'm not sure. I forgot javelins. Yeah. Oh. And they bounce. <laughs> Amazing. I still can't describe that. It's flubber. <laughs> it's ridiculous sounding. Oh, you missed this guy. So it bounces and hits someone else. It's well, don't forget. It's magic. Ricochet. Well, so think of it as... Ricochet. Well, think of it doing... as, you know, a guy, a guy deflects it, and the javelin literally does... Turn and just shoot towards another thing. I've been describing it as Brandis is just so nuts. He he's able to hit a guy with a sword and then throw two javelins because the first one misses. I, that, that works, works perfectly too. fine. It just you could also describe much. it as the physical uh, javelin like, hits the guy blocks it and it's just a burst of energy that shoots off towards you know. Towards or I'm just saying is this or just is, this misses reappears in his hand and, and throws the guy much. and all of a sudden the guy over there just goes ah and gets a big stab yeah. wound and he's like or what or what Sam said or what Sam said you throw it. And if it misses, it's just back in your hand. You know, it just teleports back into your hand and he throws it again. That that's like the throwing twice, but it keeps a bit of the magic element in the It's like the, the first item. one was a fault, you get another sh- another serve in tennis. You can't double fault. Anyway, so you guys set sail. The crew comes up shortly after to report damage to the first mate. 
And they uh, explain that the hole down below has a bit of damage, and they're going to have to repair it. It's Ren's fault. There's also a strange iron plate welded on. Well, that actually hap- that actually happens uh, uh, shortly. So okay. it's actually I not that quite there before. yet. I'm not sure. Well, no, because he was telling a story. Uh, I thought what happens that. I don't know. Yes. You never know. There is a hole patched up, oddly. But that was actually a fairly good job and uh, and, and kept it in place. But the, the dinner damage, here, extremely durable. The damage from the Leviathan caused 150 damage to the ship. Ow! Ooh, market shit. For every 100 damage that the ship has is going to extend your trip another day due to having to sail slower while repairing the damage. Cool. But we don't get more what, hit points. How rapidly do we repair damage? Uh, that's the, the extra day so, to repair 100 well, hit points, basically. Okay. Sweet. But, just to be clear, we don't get those hit points back at the end of a repair. Yeah, you do. I mean, they repair it. So, after oh, a day, so basically, we okay. basically don't make... We attack another day on, and then we'll put another 100 hit points on at the end of the next day? Yes. What if the ship takes, like, massive damage? It's just it unsaleable? Uh, the ship will eventually sink, should it take too many hit points worth of damage. Uh, also, if it were to get bloodied down to 500, that could have consequences. <laughs> As in, too many people bleed on it. I mean, yeah. that means Laughing the ship is still bloody. sailing, but I mean, it's halfway to being cracked in two. Like, it's still not a good way for it's a ship to be. It's floating. Perhaps not sailing anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a, cra- a mast cracked in two could be at 500 hit points. Mm-hmm. Damn. Alright. So Zero means sink and Impossible to repair it. It is just. It is. Oh, I thought the ship fell unconscious. <laughs> like chances. <laughs> Has to get to negative bloody <laughs> death throws. <laughs> death throws. So. No. Nope. They continue make, sailing. Make a heel check to stabilize the boat. <laughs> sail, sail, sail. Sail, sail. Piping. As a reminder, where you guys are on the map here. Oh. The court's not that long. We started over here, didn't we? Am I on the right place? Yeah. I can't see. We're yeah, starting the skyclave. And we're, we're sailing all the way up here. How far along have we gotten? How many days have we been sailing? How long have you been sailing, Timekeeper? Uh, let's see. Voyage began. Yeah, three we got days on out. The boat on the 19th. It's now the 23rd. Four days out. So that's four days out. So you're about... The whole journey was going to take, like, what, 20 days? 20 days. And uh, Longer now. halfway through the journey, you'll get to Airspur. It's so about four days here. You just qu- haven't quite crossed uh, this wall. Gold's Bay. Shark's Bay wall. No, I'm actually pretending like that's not there because I don't know what it is. I didn't research it. I don't really care. Shark's Bane. Um, Maybe there's a gate. Yeah. Sharks of Spain. Uh, it's some sort of underwater device that's uh, to keep certain monsters from um, oh, okay. from coming to nearby ports here that they they built. That is what it is now because it's okay. Shark Spain. Cool. Um, you guys pass over it. Captain gives a little history about the Shark Spain wall. I'm totally changing it from not knowing what it is to now. That's what that it is, is what it is. And he uh, talks about how uh, you know under the water here as you're passing underneath. There's. Uh, there's a big sort of magically uh, projected wall that prevents certain uh, monstrous creatures from deep down below from invading the uh, ports here because it's too dangerous for them. They have not figured out how to destroy it. Yeah. You guys sail over the course of the next powerful magic. So that indicates that there are giant monsters that <laughs> are now on this side of the wall. He says, "Hard. Right, that is true." <laughs> Ever he says, pessimist. the Sea of Fallen Stars is not the safest place in the world. Awesome. Why would we want to go there? To the safest place in the Yarr. world. That would be boring, Aurora <laughs> says, with massive sarcasm. 
over the course of time. Critical sarcasm. Actually, it was a 19, so. Not a bad sarcasm. Pretty damn sarcasm. Over the course of uh, the days, Dan has become (laughs) somewhat less (laughs) terrible at at, uh, C-speak. Really can't say he competently uses his yars and his bars and his his now I'll drink rum at really inappropriate moments. So, but he's he's working out the culture. He really is enjoying. He he is the the person who takes the first morning watch. So from dark to light, that's Damon's watch, and you'll find him up in the crow's nest and uh, playing a lot of his of his uh, flute and piping his pipe. So he can become a bard. No, he's definitely not going to become a bard. Not even fucking close. That's not even funny. Laying bard accusations at my door. That was inappropriate. Says Brandon. Except your written apology <laughs> or resignation. No. Uh, you just yeah. want to make him a bard so you can make out with him. <laughs> That's true. Is this oh. your fantasy or his? Maybe we're both there. Maybe. Get ready. Oh my god. <laughs> One night when the captain is. Uh, I heard his face more, go more in the beast field. One night when the captain is speaking to Damon, they've got a bit of liquor in them. Analyze. Captain's speaking to Damon, he says... I'm gonna be a dwarf, but I'm not that hairy. He says, R, I'll let you in on a little secret. Oh, God. That is R? The like proper use of R is whenever you feel like it. Damon goes, R! Like, he says, wait. now you got it. Damon uh, thanks the captain far too eloquently and properly, and then the captain kind of maybe gives him a shake of the head and says, R, you'll work it out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, other than getting the occasional language instruction, tying, uh, tying knots and use of rope is something that an ex-bounty hunter is not, is, uh, naturally adept with, so that's not a problem. But, again, rather than learning a lot about the operations of the ship, he mostly is kind of, uh, is, is on watch, learning the sights, the smells. And this is a place, I've talked a little bit about Damon's perception, it's not... He's, again, he's not someone who, who sees a lot visually. I mean, he really senses the air and the wind movements around him, um, you know, kind of in the medium of air. So the, uh, the air and the wind on the ocean is a completely different thing. So he's really just pulling all of that in. It's a, it's, it's a very new and fresh experience for him. The man's in a good mood, usually. And the fight with the Kuatoa, he was really uh, pretty put out that, that some of the, the, the crew died, um, you know. He felt he feels he feels a little responsible for kind of taking care of some of these these uh, people that are that are helping them get where they want to go, but it's not going to be held down much for it, and uh, is is, uh, is is really glad to be in this new setting. Brandis uses sea speak a plenty while we were on board, and kind of like when you're speaking another language and you don't really know how to translate, you just say it louder. When he talks to Damon, and Damon doesn't understand it, Brandis will say like, "Foremast, foremast." Damon's like, "Which what? one? Why are there four what? of them? Four, four aft, foremast. Uh, before what? And um, and just kind of that Don't way. So the, the Damon kind of like, at Brandis, you're not making any sense again." And uh, Brandis will mumble something about uh, Janassi being terrible sailors or something like that. Just, oh God. And Damon's like, well, I knew what race I was, I know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so conflicted! Um, and, uh, and, yeah, you know, not in any way, but just, um, 
It turns into another trash. another competition between them, I'm sure. Yes, when Brandis is, is out at sea, you know, he's back into sailor mode, and he's not, uh... Not shy about it. He's, yeah, exactly. He doesn't, he doesn't catch you guys any slack! Did you start carrying a whip? <laughs> um... Uh... No, yeah, he definitely acts like he's, uh, he has some authority on board, though he does not. You already pulled rank on a guy. But, yeah, it, uh, I think it's one of those things where it just, you know, he says it with such confidence. That it just, oh, I think he's supposed to, st- I think we're supposed to listen to him. Um, and, uh, Kana barks command the people, and, um, there's a young guy, uh, who ties a knot, and Brandis comes over to it, and yanks it, and it comes right off, and he says, you call that a knot? And then later in the movie, the guy ties the knot again after a montage, and Brandis tries to rip it off again, and it doesn't come off. I and saw that movie. That's a good movie. the kid is smug looking, and Brandis storms off to later be shipwrecked. <laughs> Alright. Uh, so, Brandis Hugh, is a walking since, since day, real he? quick, since he basically in just brought it up, in a that, did you see Wizard's article today? Uh, they published some new powers for April 1st. Oh, uh, yeah. They were, I did see this. They were movie quote powers. Oh, God. <laughs> like, so, I, don't I don't have time, time to so bleed. I don't have time to bleed. It was a reaction when oh. you take damage and gives you temporary hit points equal to the damage. Oh, my God. It was a bunch of stuff like that. They were, they were quite Dread diverse. pirate power, level one. Oh, jeez. Yes. No, that, no, that was Predator, oh. then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. No, that's what I'm saying. There was another one. There was another one. Get off my plane. That would have been a good one. Anyway. Uh, how does put them P-L-A-N-E. How does the trip go for Hugh for the next few days? Hugh, uh, well, he was sick and staring out into the ocean uh, in between bouts of vomiting. Uh, he thought so back stubborn, to... stubborn, didn't want that potion. He was thinking that uh, being stuck on a boat in the middle of the ocean is not much better than being stuck uh, underground in a horrible mine. You can flip to safety. Really can't get away if things happen to go for it. So he's uh, put his mind to trying to learn how to sail the ship as best he can, and now seeing some of the crewmen die and get wounded, and the ship taking some serious damage, he's going to try and perhaps use whatever healing skills he has. He's trained in healing to try and patch people up so that wounds don't get infected or and scurvy and scurvy and whatever else. And that stuff spreads. Help with the carpenters to try and. Assist patching things up because uh, if this if the crew should die or the ship should sink, Hugh is probably going to die as well, and he doesn't want Most that to happen. Most likely, <laughs> he's like that would suck. That's usually that would suck. A course of things. So he's going to. I mean, he doesn't learn particularly quickly. He's not a genius or anything like that. Uh, but he so he just tries to pick up what he can and assist where he can and. Asks questions once he thinks he understands something enough to ask a question about it. Uh, but yeah, that's about how it goes. He's so he's just helping and trying to keep the ship afloat because he doesn't want it to sink. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. He's got his priorities. Life before death. I think I can get behind that kind of priority system. Yes. Okay. Anything to say? Who, me? Uh, one, only one. Yeah, yeah. Aurora, yeah. and finally, how does it go for Aurora? Well, uh, Aurora has, some, has a hard time adjusting to ship life. 
firstly, she's on a boat, of all places. It's something that she's not really fond of. And even more so after getting attacked. Um, it just it leaves her a little spooked. So every time the ship just rocks a little bit too hard, she's just like all of a sudden like... You know, looking around. And she's not ever below deck as much as she can manage. She tries to stay on, on the top. Because if you're going to sink, uh, you don't want to have ship above you to get out of. So so her, her mindset, she's just... This ship could sink at any minute. She's very skittery about it. And the crew picks up on that and they make fun of her all the time for it. And so yeah, this whole that time... Like sailors. This whole time she's just been like trying not to kill them. Like, like she has, she's she's mastered her temper by this point, but there's still the temptation to like just rock their world and just knock them into like a mast or something when they're not looking. And she does slip up just a teeny bit. Oh goodness! Um, just one day. And and you find a, a man dangling from from a mast, and all the crew is laughing at him, and Arose just not looking like she didn't do it, but just like. It's just sauntering away as, as if nothing interesting has happened behind her. Yeah. Come up, it's. Does she get drunk with the crew? Uh, no, oddly enough, she remains very sober because, again, sinking while drunk. Even What's worse, worse? Even worse. Just because. The sobriety or the ship? Well, she's saving it for when the sh- ship starts sinking, then she's going to be drinking. She doesn't want to yeah, wait. A whole ocean. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, so her. <laughs> Her time on the ship is is nerve-wracking. She wants she wants solid ground more than anything now. And she just tries pre- with every waking moment just to either calm herself down enough where she can sleep, which is difficult, or calm herself down so she doesn't attack the crew. It's a pretty hostile environment. In it's very difficult for her and and she's very jittery about it and and Yeah. It helps a little bit that she at least there are other people that she knows there. If she were like all by herself, she would have been on a rowboat and like back home after the first attack. She would have been like, fuck this, and just rowed ashore in the night. I guess we could walk home. It's not <laughs> terrible. Well, you know, I mean, but she knows that this is the fastest way. Yeah. So she's going to, she's going to tough it out. She's. She's just not, um... She's taking it... She's not going to enjoy stolidly. the experience. Yeah, okay. She's, she's just, you know, she's taking it, because uh, she knows she has to, and is actively not trying to make it miserable for other people by complaining loudly about it. She's just... She's just... I she's just that. Well, she's not sick, and that's the only thing keeping her mouth shut right now, literally, is that she's she bought all those... Um, anti-sickness potions. Oh, nice. So at, at the very least, she's not clutching to the railing the puking. whole time puking over the deck. Because she would be. She definitely would be. Even though dwarves are pretty hardy, they, the motion they... of the ocean is a totally different thing Yeah. from general nausea. And... <laughs> so, it's not poison. It's not motion poison. Sickness. It's worse. It's motion poison. Yeah. <laughs> and that's something you just can't can't get out of your system until you're back on land. And even then, it probably sticks around. So, um, she's, she's eager to pull in the port. ASAP. Yeah, I'm gonna stop him. Ren, each day, c- continues to, as promised, actually three times per day, cast the water-breathing ritual oh. on Aurora. Her requirement She'll for going on this journey. She'll wake up in the middle journey. of the night when it's time. 
Ren! She'll wake up, put her face in a bucket, and be like, It's done! Done to the ritual! We will roll, uh, I'll roll, um, retroactively for how many times he actually has to cast it, because if he gets it high enough, it actually, um, lasts for 24 hours, so. Some of the times, he's, you know, you feel that it's an even stronger effect, and, you know, tells you to be be able to last for a full day. He's like, please leave me alone. But for the most part, you guys, uh, you guys don't see Ren. He spends a lot of time below deck. At one time, in the middle of the night, you swear you heard some sort of, uh, some sort of splashing and bang, but, uh, (laughs) but not hearing any commotion after that, figure it's all fine. The only thing you notice different is Ren just looks a little guilty the next day as he uh, is kind of and a he soggy. eats with you and doesn't really say anything. And you notice, yeah, his clothing looks a little wet, like he went for a swim. <laughs> and he has to ask for an extra plate. <laughs> <laughs> After seven days, your hit points are back in full. Oh. Okay. So and and these are extended rests for you guys. So. Yeah. After seven days, so what date is it? Well, it's the 23rd, starting. So, 30th now? Yeah. Are there 30 days this month? There are 30 days every month. Every Welcome month? to film. All the time. Every month is made up of three 10 every days. Time. A week oh, is yes. 10 days. There are only three weeks per month. I will try to call them 10 days so that when I say a week, you don't think of seven days. Right. Uh, but sometimes I might accidentally say a week. I think that's so what should I note? I don't have my other calendar, so I'll just write little notes on the next. What's the next month after Flame Roll? Uh, you got a calendar right there? Oh, we do. do Apple it. rule. Don't forget, there's a day in between Water flame rolls. Uh, flame rolls. I, I, I know. I'd say beetles. No. You can take it down. Regardless. E L E. Thirty. Just, just, just pull it. Figure it out later. But. Give it to Aurora so she wants Elias. Elias. Yeah. There's also a day in there. Don't forget. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, what's, what was our holiday? Or was there a holiday? There was! It's the Midsummer, which is an annual Before holiday. Well, and there's holiday. actually, I, I couldn't find out more information about it, but there is a specifically Agma holiday mm-hmm. on that specific Midsummer oh. day. It's so day of, uh, maybe we do something, maybe we don't, maybe we pointedly don't. Maybe is it not day now? About it. Um, no, that's the next day. Okay, so it's the day before Midsummer. When you arrive... In mid morning, as the captain tells you, he says, "He says, land ho!" I say, "Land ho!" I'm upon the the watch. You say it, then he repeats it. Good. He says it better than I do. <laughs> Daleman has been waiting for this day. He already knew days ago exactly how long it would take to get here. I've only been gone for like a month or so, right? Yeah. Yeah. Even less than that. I'm in a sense coming home, and as. You look, you see in the distance some land, and as it approaches closer and closer, you see that it is the great city of Erspur. Er, er, yeah, in the in the kingdom of Akadol, in, in the country of Akadol. That's right. And Erspur is a shining and wondrous city. Brandis, I think, has been there, but maybe not ever enough to know all that the city has to offer. And, uh, oh, I think he learned what it had to offer. He learned quite a lot. <laughs> he learned what, that it can offer almost anything, including some things you might not really think it could offer. Um, this is its a completely uh, unique geography, and I think few people have been to uh, a city kind of so vertically constructed before. its uh, uh, It has a massive kind of harbor that opens up to the Sea of Fallen Stars, 
and then follows alongside a channel um, fairly fairly far back into uh, into the continent. On both sides, uh, large, uh, ornately uh, adorned and decorated buildings rise up from sea level to towering hundreds of feet above uh, above the uh, the uh, the channel. Um, the architecture is um, is extremely varied and artistic and decorative from kind of like domes and flying buttresses um, to kind of smaller more simple uh, structures uh, but things in kind of in many different shapes there is there are themes that tie that tie kind of like the the, the structure together this is this is a place this is the capital city of a Genasi nation um, so kind of you'll, you'll see a lot of kind of ele- elemental filigree and decoration a lot of kind of swirling things but you you come to realize that the the, the, the variation is uh, is a reflection of the the different elements that the Genasi embody, but that there is definitely kind of like an, an elemental uh, tie between between them all, kind of some sort of kind of uh, kind of earthy and very kind of real kind of a uh, uh, factor or, or kind of a concept in all of the, in all of what you see around you. Um, immediately, uh, Damon. Offers to uh, to give people a little bit of a tour and uh, and. Aura's off that boat in a second. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, he's like, does anyone? She was like, I'm getting ready to untie it as it got close, and as soon as she saw the dock, <laughs> and uh, he he walks them around Skipping down the down the plank. <laughs> he walks uh, them around, showing them uh, the uh, the palace where the queen rules. As well as taking them to uh, different centers where the where multiple stewards uh, preside over the government of Akanul and Airspur. the uh, the government is is a bit of a uh, uh, involves some checks and balances and kind of maybe talks a little bit about that. But he's not really that interested in the structure as he has much more to show uh, people in terms of the the geography. There are earth moats that are constantly floating. Uh, uh, suspended in air above, kind of in the middle above the channel, uh, along the both, uh, you know, kind of between the two sides where construction happen, uh, is is kind of put into the the walls of the cliffs, and everywhere there are, there are crystalline lights that are just kind of floating around. Uh, it's it's just, just such a mystical place. But everyone, and even even the citizens, you know, the uh, the the flame skull genasis with their fiery hair and and uh, other genasis with kind of crystalline hair and kind of like golden and, and different elementally shards filigree. The the clothing is, is, is exotic, very revealing for on, on for both sexes. And just you know, physical beauty, outward appearance, it's 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 a very strong value here, but it's not at all looked at as vain, but just more kind of like embracing of, you know, themselves and their, their culture. It's a it's a magical place. It's a mystical place. Um Damon loves it. Damon loves it, he's all about it. it. He this is where he delivered mail for a while. Yeah, exactly. He knows everyone yeah. here. I mean, he... Uh, Mr. Johnson. Well, how he, long were you even gone for? A month. Like, I was there for, for for five months, and then I was been gone for a month. So, like, I'm sure he bumps into some people, like, when he goes to, like, the Air Steppers Guild. And they're like, and where's they're like, my mail? Where have you been? <laughs> oh, yeah, well, maybe even where's my mail, but you didn't, no. You didn't even tell him when you were leaving. You should have been piling up. I totally did. <laughs> I totally checked out. I totally let people know, but people are surprised that I'm back, and they're like... Well, I thought yeah, you were gone. So it was vacation? Like, welcome back. You know, your shift starts tomorrow at 9 a.m. Now, uh, I'm some of that, but he, he meets some old friends of his, uh, two Wind Genasi named Telev and uh, Hanalit, 
and uh, a does, fire sold dynasty. Does Damon like to keep his city friends separate from his adventure as adventuring friends, or is he like, guys, this is so and so, or is he kind of like, hey, I'll, I'll talk to you, I'll, I'll introduce you guys later, and be like, oh yeah, what have you guys been up to, and then come back to us. Not at all. He uh, he's very inviting of people to come and, and do what they want. So I mean, I'm sure some people will just kind of want to wander and do their own thing, but. After kind of like doing this and that and pointing here and there, he's like, well, I'm going here. Who's coming with? And if people want to come along, introductions are made and, uh, and you know, hands are shook. You know, he, he could even go as far to take you to the old, uh, his old apartment <laughs> where uh, someone else is living. <laughs> Fucking real estate yeah. in the city. It's worse than New York. Uh... And so that's what he spends his time. He surely goes back to the Temple of Akadi, where, which was a very significant place for him to talk to uh, Selim Ja, a high priest there, who he dealt with. So, again, this is a very significant place for him, um, and it's a place of great beauty. If you guys are interested in anything in this city, to go find anything and do anything, any of the whereabouts or things you might be interested in checking out, Damon's ask him. He's the man. He's, he's done some pretty high up shit while here. Well, before, he once delivered a, 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 a package to the steward of water himself, the man who's in charge of all the finances and runs all the ports in Airspray. I'm sure Damon has told us this story. The guy <laughs> for sure doesn't remember his name or his face. Absolutely. So, yeah. Hey, remember me? I delivered something to you like uh, six months ago. Yeah, you, that guy. Oh, yeah. why, why aren't you talking to my secretary? Um, I have literally hundreds of thousands of gold worth of business to do. Um, so, well, before Damon runs off, uh, before Damon runs off, Brandis, you know, wants to set up. You know, he wants to hang out here for a bit, but uh, how long are we going to be here? Because we, this is on our way. The captain tells you, he says... That's a better question. Arr, I'd like to be setting off by this evening, if possible. You he says, uh, He says, of course, you hired us, so... He says, as long as you want, but the weather is good, and it is best not to squander these opportunities. Happy birthday! <laughs> he just had a birthday! Today? No, um, when we first heard the story. She has Captain a method Dunlin. for calculating when your birthday is. Yeah, he just had his birthday. You can randomize it or you can set it. Nice. Yeah, I'm randomizing you. if you want to. Happy birthday to Happy you. Birthday. you. How old is you? If you want well, did, he, did he tell anybody or did is he, he kind of the person that yeah. you How does he treat birthdays? How would he treat a birthday? That's interesting. He, he would probably say it's my birthday and then probably alive. there would be some drinking. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds about right. And you're, sounds on, like and you're the on the best water, birthday. so there aren't any whores about. Yeah. That's so sad. You'll have to. When you well, probably uh, wouldn't announce it beforehand. He'd just like wake up in the morning and say, It's my birthday. And, and then, then the green goes. <laughs> yeah, and then drinking happens. I imagine the sailors would like play hella music and you just get fucking rowdy. There you go. Sorry to interrupt. I just. I was yeah. very excited. I found out it was this month. For sure, interrupt worthy. Birthday if if anyone else wants to roll, Wait, what, it's what really day easy. was that? Immediate interrupt. It's your birthday. So. <laughs> Oh wait, when did we start our ship? Right there, so you were on on the ocean. And it was the 21st? Yep. That was the last day of Hughes being sick as a dog. Yay! 
<laughs> and then you were hella hungover the next morning. It was the alcohol that cured so us. So if anyone else wants to roll, I like to you roll a, a, a d20 and the a captain 10 says, together. I was telling you that all along. <laughs> 1d20 and what? A d20 and a 10 we, for the day. Did we already calculate mine? Was mine already in there? Um, no. No. I don't know. Do you I, thought, know I thought you said Brandon's birthday is coming so, no, Should we finish this up or do we that? This is kind of a cool thing, too. Yeah, yeah, okay. Let's just put the birthdays in if you guys are Might as well put yeah. the birthdays in. Go ahead and uh, give it a roll. Yeah. See, who is now 28. So, what'd you get? I got. So, this is 13, a 3 and a 0. Yep. So, a 13, and then just the deep 20. For the month? Mm-hmm. 10. Ah, you go on the same. Uh, let's see, same as Aurora, I think. 1, 2, nice. 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Yep, you're born in the autumn. In uh, Mar- Marpinoff. Yeah, Marpinoff is coming up. Uh, my birthday is after yours. I'm the 22nd, you're the 13th. Does that mean I'm older? Oh, yes. Uh, I, it doesn't do a year, but oh, if you want to be older. Yeah, you, well, you have to be I know, I am older. Um, Dayoman. Do you need health? Brandis, if you want to be yours or not. Maybe Brandis you don't know your birthday. Does not remember his birthday. Aurora decides to pick a day <laughs> to celebrate your birthday. Every couple of years, Brandis acts like it's his birthday. <laughs> He, he, yes. It's more of an emotional thing. He wakes up and he goes, Today feels like my birthday. <laughs> it's my birthday. And we'll let, I guess we'll let, um, occasionally there's more time. than one birthday in a single year. So, um, when the fall it's comes, birthday. it's birthday month. Very cool. Alright, anyway, sorry, go on. So, we're going to be setting up by the evening. So, so no great, great, yeah, huge, long adventure. Going down, trip down memory lane, but does anyone, do we buying, selling? Well, since you asked, how do I act around these other people that yes, I know? He's pretty much straightforward. Like they're like, "Oh, you're back," and he's like, "No, I'm not." And they're like, "What?" And he's like, "I've been gone for a month. Like, I'm on my way back through." He says, "He says like these. He says these are my friends who I who I'm on a journey with." And they're like, "They're like, you know, why would you, why would you come back if you're just leaving?" And he's like, "You idiots! It's expert. You got to come through here." And they're like, "Yeah, we knew that. We just wanted you to stay again." And he's like. Fine, this place is great. I'm so sad to leave the emotions. He's like, I'm leaving. So it'd be great, great buddy buddy time. And he's he's pretty clear that like, you know, he's he's going through, and there's other things to be taken care of. Okay, uh, so but he still has his mind on the task at hand. Yeah, he does have his mind on the task at hand, but he feels very good being here. He's always just got like a little recharge so well time. with the Genasi. and there you notice that like, I mean. When Damon's walking around, he always will get, like, a little bit of, like, head turn or, like, what's going on. I mean, it's not like Genasi or nowhere, but, like, Damon's a weird-looking thing. Huh. He's, he's a little bit of a, he's a little bit of anomaly. Or so used to it, she, she's like, why are they staring at Damon? Yeah, Damon? but one of the things that he appreciated so much was when he came here the first time, people re- were, were somewhat curious but, like, really didn't take much mind notice to it. I mean, here's where people would be... Most aware, most well, most aware of the differences because they're actually genasi. They're like, well, he's yeah, not so they, they can, they so they can, can tell be, the difference. Yeah, very much distinguishing. But like, it, it never it never mattered to them. It's not something that would come up the first time you have a conversation. Mm-hmm. It was it was less important. So than, what's up with all that? Than people's <laughs> behavior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly. And so, uh, so that's uh, something he always. The, the city itself is kind of uh, is is not uh, is not kind of. Really, their, their their value again is in things kind of being, being beautiful, being kind of like self-representative, not necessarily fitting a certain kind of like specific anticipation or, or idea of what of what is supposed to be. So, that's that's kind of that's how the, the the city is. I mean, and you guys visiting, I mean, 
people are going to pay you a lot of mind, but at the same time, you will have access to whatever you choose to seek, and nothing will be withheld. You won't be looked at heavily as as like any sort of outsider. There's a lot of other of other races here in the city. Um, they're definitely of not of the most wealthy of classes. Like Janassi definitely inhabit the majority of the middle class and almost all of the upper class. Hmm. But um, Hugh, one of the yeah. things he's definitely going to be seeking after ten or so days on a ship, eating hardtack and salt pork oh, and yes. old stuff, is something some place really good to eat. He wants some good freaking food. Yeah, and so he's probably going to seek your advice on that. You having been a resident for here, like where's an excellent place to eat, eat here, Dale? We can get some good. We can get some good food, and the. Uh, I think at this point, Damon might have an idea of what Hugh's preferences are, or Hugh's preferences so diverse that he has to say, "What are you in the mood for?" Knowing that there, it could be one of the. I would say, things. "What is this town known for?" Okay. What is this place excellent for? I would say that this town is mostly known for its seafood, it being located directly on the sea, uh, but a combination of. <laughs> unique spices. It's in kind of a, a bit of an arid climate in the southern part, so there's some really kind of like some stronger seasonings that will come from the southern part that have a little bit of a, you know, kick to it. Let's let you delicious. know that it's there. So, uh, you know, not I mean, maybe not, not having the, the, the best produce, but like, again, a lot of things are imported, so, you know, decent, decent veggies and, and fruits from other places, but again, a lot of really like strong seasonings. I would, I would recommend, I would kind of like compare it probably to maybe, whatever, like, Southeast Asian food. Mm. You know, the kimchi, the, or maybe, like, uh, some of the kind of, like, Indian spices. I don't know. I'm just going to throw that out there. I'm not a chef myself. Barbecue. I'm just, Neither am I. I'm just, <laughs> but it sounds delicious. Yeah. He was thoroughly satisfied. Um, so, yeah. Uh, oh, real quick. Let me butt in with... Gets interrupted. <laughs> let me butt in with Frida. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, that Frida girl. Yeah. Call. Frida actually, you notice, looks a little more, um, a little more at ease here than you, uh, than you saw her walking around town in. Yes. Hi, Master. Uh, yeah, Skyclave. Yeah, Skyclave. She, uh, you can tell that it's, this place is a very exotic place, and she kind of feels like she doesn't really have a reputation that she's trying to hide here, and she can kind of just just walk around. I mean, sure, she looks like a kid, but everyone here kind of looks weird. Like, a human kid is not, there are not a lot of them running around the streets, so... She's the bearded woman when she finally hangs out with the circus freaks. (laughs) And so, but what she does ask Damon is uh, a good place, a good secure place that they could um, rent uh, indefinitely. Uh, yeah. That she could put down her portal, because uh, uh. she says she'd. She says I'd like to get some sleep in my uh, in my home. Well, like Damon says, and some of the things Damon takes you. Some of the things that you guys go to find food, his buddies, lodging. He takes you guys there. Some of the things he's like, you know, it'd be faster if I just went and came back, and like he'll fly up something, climb up two stories, and then run on, so and he'll just be gone for a little bit. Uh, he he goes like I said he check he goes and checks his old, his old uh, place that he used to rent and live. It's it's been taken. Has a good conversation with the people there. Eh, has a little chip on his shoulder, but whatever. He gets over it and then um, goes back to uh, goes back to Freedy and says, I mean, there's lodging at the Air Steppers Guild. It's a safe place. I mean, again, this this is a courier. This courier institution is extremely well known and well recognized and is almost kind of like government mandated because of. How important a place it takes. So there's lodging there, and with his connection there, he get us he get us space there for the time being. Um, if she's looking for their own place, 
I mean, we 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 really have to go see what's available. And she says it's got to be a place that we can be sure will not get broken into during the next several weeks when we're at our. This is true. Um, in that case, says the, says the portal will be, be vulnerable. Um, not that it's totally related, but we're not on the ocean for now. We can't have this music. Oh uh, yeah, I can put it to. Uh, yeah, just, just saying. I keep. So is she planning on putting down the portal? Ropes. But we're not only gonna. We're not even gonna be here for a full day. Yeah. There's Why is she putting it down? Yeah, Let's going to be there for a couple weeks. Uh, dur- during there, she wants to spend some time in her, uh, in in her in her planner place. She's been oh, she's she not just so wants to. She she's, wants to set down the thing and then chill there for the day or something. And chill there or? for the day and leave. But the problem is, she puts it down. It's there until she puts it down somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, because I say we could just. Uh, oh, if she, I yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. If she didn't want to go in it, we could just. Leave. So Damon she really is about to spend an extravagant amount of money renting a place so that she can go there once. Damon ends up. Whatever. On that, knowing that the guild, even though it's a safe place, there is a lot of traffic there. You never know who's gonna fuck with your shit when you're not there. You don't leave your shit around there. You don't leave your shit there. So he takes her to the Temple of Akadi, where Damon has a pretty, a a fairly established relationship with the high priest there, and they mm-hmm. find a room where you know, uh, basically they go back to the ritual room where Damon had his original vision, and. They're able Bang. to, they're able to place oh, that sure. that circle there and under right. the close guide of the uh, of the Windwalkers of Akadi. She thanks you very much as she enters the place after some negotiation with you know yeah. renting it out. This she is gets a, proper payment. I mean, I gotta say again, this temple of Akadi is an amazing place. It's like four huge spires with a massive swirling bright globe of, of wind in the middle. You walk in the place and like the first chamber is like huge tiered like rows and like it's, it's just a massive open chamber. It's almost like a huge stadium inside with just drawings and kind of like frescoes and whatever and finishing all over this thing. And people just kind of conduct their business and kind of like worships on these different levels throughout the thing. There's people kind of like floating through the air at all times. It is it's a crazy spot. And then there's of course different chambers where people People can go and uh, do their things, but I mean, this is this is a. It's almost like Ga- Gaudi from Spain, the, the Spanish like Gothic architect. Oh, Gaudi meets like fucking I don't know, some sort of <laughs> CG, magic. CG artist guy who throws all sorts of wind effects on it. Um, Brandis uh, is used to being on at sea. For weeks, and even months, and years. Um, so he's not, like, dying to get back on land. He's like, oh, you know, I guess we're here. But takes advantage of this another bit of, you know, last bit of civilization we're going to be at for a while. And spends 100 gold on uh, some of the nets and bolts kind of things. The expensive parts of things besides lumber that would go into building a small cottage in our planar sanctuary. He just delivers it to inside? Yeah, and he's going to get some labor, and he's just going to start hammering together pieces oh, and like that. Oh, just pissing off the poor girl who just went in there to, to relax. Um, it's, it's a really big place. Like big. She, I love the idea that's close. Bark, bark, and he, bark, no, bark. he just is doing it right next to her, yeah. even though there's all this space. It's like hold hold that other side of that plank, please. <laughs> when you enter the planar portal, yes. you see Frida there, and she is just in one of the very kind of grassy areas. 
She is a little bit loud. Um, in one of the grassy areas, she's just laying on the grass, just looking up at the uh, at the day sky, and you see. She's got her wand, and as she waves it around, you see up in the sky, way up, just swirls of color swirl around, uh, you know, cross down on the horizon and back up. Brandis mumbles something about escapism is unhealthy like this. And, and she doesn't even notice you uh, coming in, coming into this place. Even when you plop down the lumber, she's just kind of doing this, like clearly just kind of in her own place, just relaxing. She doesn't like being a little kid in the real world, so she comes in here and says... Oh my! Um, Brandis is going to roll an athletics check every day that he works on the cottage. Today I didn't roll very well, but total is 20. I've not set the target number, but I've put 20 points of hard work into the cottage so far. How Someday. Much, how much bang, work? Bang. 20 points. 20 points, alright. We'll, uh, we'll figure out what we'll the total is. We'll figure out later. But, yeah, he hammers stuff together, he starts, like, clearing some, some grass, whatever, gonna... Pour the magic cement. Um, but yeah. Cement your house? Foundation. Foundation. Foundation? Stone man! <laughs> Sto- if Aurora sees you using cement, she is going to give you an earful. Yeah, I could see that happening. This will only last like <laughs> three centuries! What are you going to do after that? <laughs> and he carves it so it looks like it's a bunch of. Oh, like, that will stone. not fool <laughs> a dwarf. Maybe he'll fool those humany types. But he's clearly trying to fool her. And that's a bigger insult than anything else. Masquerading as stone. Ugh. Let's see this fine stone finish I put on here. Cheaper. Cheaper. Fine granite foundation I have laid. (laughs) In a perfect square. We'll we'll deal with that when the time comes. For now, Aurora does not see this atrocity. Yes. As Aurora talked about spending her day? No, no. Something happened with Frida, and then we all got yes. off track. <gasps> so, what was Aurora up to? It's alright. It it's not um, that big, but she asked um, Damon to point her... Hopefully, there is a Temple of Bahamut around. Oh, yeah. And she's like, alright, good. Uh, she has to go. He's one of the biggest deities in Faerun. It's that way. He's a high roller. And <laughs> she's like, oh, there's the big spire with the dragon on top. Yeah. Got it. And you know the building made entirely of platinum? It's yeah, that that's one. that's the one. Ah, oh, she loves it. So, she goes over there and basically spends the day um, recounting the uh, her experiences and what she's done in the service of Bahamut. Kind of as a, like, here's my list of things I did. And because when you're... Holly like, credits. Well, when, when you're a, just, a justiciar, you're beholden unto whatever god you, you are beholden unto. And... Naturally, but you know you do, you have to make note of, of these things so that it's it's in the official Bahamut records that this was done, oh. and so she has to recount the whole story of so she Lerd. puts twenty Bahamut points in the bank. Well, kind of, and you know she can't really ever cash those in because she's doing her job. This is this is what she does. Yeah, and her repayment is the power she's able to wield. And the justiciers of Bahamut do not choose to become justiciers. Yeah, it's, not. it's pretty called. it's pretty serious stuff. So basically. Part of that experience is going and telling the world of your deeds and, and letting the the priests and clerics there know what the justiciers have been up to and have they been doing good work and things like that. And so she basically goes and tells them uh, what she what she's been doing in the in the service of Bahamut and tells them about Lerd and 
they're all very like mm, very stoic and mm-hmm, that was good what you did. And she goes, well, you did a good thing. And she's like, you. yes, it was. And it's, not, <laughs> it's probably a good method to like prevent crazy overzealous people if you have to go and tell everything you did. It's, like, yes, and they slaughtered the whole village and all the women and children too. Because they, because were, they were evil. evil. You're like, exactly. Well, it, there's partially a little tri- an attempt to catch because there evil. are there you are people who do that. And eventually they kind of break off and they stop showing up and that's when you know maybe Fallen you have to go Paladin. well you have to go check in on them and see what, they, what they're up to but so part of and this and they send are you going to be military paladin. police eventually? What's that? Are you going to be military police eventually? Yeah. You're going to have to You're a paladin who specializes in, in going in after corrupt paladins. paladins? The JP? Not sure. Not sure. We'll see. Justice Year police? I think you have to put in quite a bit of time as a, as a regular Justice Year um, or just prove considered. how good you are by slaughtering another paladin and telling them they were evil. <laughs> ah. Yeah, the, the, they yeah, couldn't check their facts. They couldn't check their facts. The only witness. Anyhow, the only witness. that's uh, Bahamut's all. Bahamut's all. Have to kill Bahamut now. <laughs> <laughs> Good gadget. Chain hammer. Ah, oh, fuck. Now it's not working. Oh, yeah. Damn it. So, um, so that's what she does. And that doesn't take all day, but... It takes a considerable amount of the day because you We've been busy. you have to wait. That you can't just walk in there it's and go. Just learn. I want to see, you know, the high cleric and explain everything. You have to wait your turn and you have to, you know, kind of hang out with all the other paladins who are also there. Doing how does uh, how does uh, it, uh, the news of you becoming part of the cult of Agma? Fall on there. Isn't there no uh, conflict of interest there? calling it a cult. It's an order. Oh, yeah. Like I said, so the cult of Ogma. Right. Does that go down well? Well, the, the nice thing about it is that Ogma and um, Bahamut are kind of kindred oh, good. in a way. They, they have a lot in common as far as so like both getting cults. each other. What, uh, what alignment is Ogma? Ogma is neutral, yes. And that happens, that kind of stuff happens all the time. You do what you have to do in order to accomplish the will of Bahamut. Let so as long as you aren't children. serving two gods, they're not going to have a problem with that. As okay. long as you can As long as you what? can maintain... She's like, Why, who let Brandis in? God. Don't they have standards here? Brandis wants to join. <laughs> yeah, I like... Uh, I'm in. I like Bahamut. I like Bahamut. I like scales. Yeah. It's about scales, right? Where do I get one of those? The glowing yeah. hammers. I like that. That, 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 that looks really fashionable. I need to crack some nets. So, um, yeah, there, if it were one of those really more um, zealous groups, they would certainly be like, oh, no, 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 purist, purist. Yeah. But in a, in a huge place like this, you get you gets all kinds. Yeah, you so, get the reformed Bahamut followers, you get the orthodox, you get the middle road. It depends on who you Bahamut. talk to, but the overall feeling is that Bahamut knows where your heart is. So, so by the time you get out of the Temple of Bahamut, Hugh, or Hugh and uh, Damon are stuffed full of the most delicious seafood buffet. <laughs> and they will have some time in the bathroom tonight. Ah. Not together. Ah. As you guys Whoa. are walking Shared around as, ah. as you guys are walking around town, you see the captain of the ship walking in a hurry back towards the docks, just stomping his feet and kind of huffing as he goes, and he says, or let's get back to the ship. We gotta leave this town and just kind of stomps Aww. by and uh, and Uh-oh. moves to the moves to the boat. And he's like, "Arr, why the foul mood?" Yeah. He says, "He says those damn priests. 
and just keeps on oh going. Goodness. Damon is his new strategy he's is just, just to agree quickly. with whatever they say, whether or not he agrees with it. And he's like, "Damn the priest!" Ah, and goes and falls the captain. So what needs to go back to the portal? Or uh, goes and picks up the portal. She has. Uh, she's. She's she come to. It's it's, it's, <laughs> it's afternoon. It's kind of mid afternoon no, now, and she's get, heading back to the uh, back to the ship. Yeah. She lets she or, lets or um, the portal is the stays where it is. Yeah, she yeah. says. I'm saying, but someone has to go in there. Go okay. into the portal to tell Frida and me that we have to. Go. No, I'm saying Frida when it became Frida about mid afternoon. Right, right, right when you go in, there's a yes. huge cowbell. You yes. just poke your head through. We're in the cowbell. We're leaving. Then Frida turns around to see Brandon's working with his shirt off. Yes, yeah, so she gets she up. She says, "Oh, impressed." She says, says "Brandis." Uh, I, I roll a two. It wasn't that impressive. <laughs> we should uh, we we should get back to the ship. And I'm you should probably soon. put your yes. On. Is it that way? <laughs> she, and then you probably need a dismuzzle. She just <laughs> she just rolls her eyes and goes into the uh, goes through the portal. She actually thinks that it's just gross. Well, she's ten. Yeah, you well, gotta remember that only she, physically. Well, not well, but physically includes brain chemistry. Yeah. And so mm. she has never She's a 45 actually, year old who never went through she's puberty. She's actually never she gone through puberty. And just, she doesn't have And never uh, will. She doesn't have the, the emotional <laughs> development of an adult. She has the experiences of a 10 year old going through 45 years She'll of life experiences which has forced boys her brain to, to mature in, in a lot of ways. But as far as the kind of emotional responses and especially romantic uh, interests, just she acts like a ten-year-old, especially with an old man. Are some of her more <laughs> arcane texts also doubling as yearbooks? And she tries. <laughs> Everybody not to. sign it. She she tries not to because she knows what adults act like, right. and she Emulates she tries to to kind of emulate that <laughs> behavior to to act like an adult. But she really truly Nature doesn't takes her in the feel way. the feelings that uh, that a normal um, you know that a normal. Sexually healthy person would uh, hmm. would experience, and yep. and she's always found it exceedingly frustrating. But you know, she she's she sees uh, she, she sees Brandis, she and she she kind of sees it, and she's not sure like would a regular person like that or not? Because I just find it gross. Yeah. Who says a regular person would like this? <laughs> okay, how he creepy! Says that to her. Old dude hitting on a someone in the body of a ten year old, not a regular person. <laughs> <laughs> that would be his logo. Brandis, not a regular person. Yes, if Melek was a serious warlock, Brandis is not a regular person. Yeah, that's not a regular person. <laughs> An irregular person. <laughs> Alright, moving on. Irregular person. What is up with that captain? Yes. Yeah, let's get on board. Get Sam, get something for me. Unbunched. So, are you guys, you guys are heading back to the ship? Get him down it. God damn. You guys yes. are heading back to the ship. Uh, yes. Demon was one step behind the captain after he yeah. a yard. He comes in and he he tells the crew. He kind of looks around. He says he says, "Go gather the others. We're sitting off." Demon. And the uh, first mate kind of runs out, who's in charge of kind of knowing where oh, yeah. the crew is. And uh, it's only about forty-five minutes before the rest of the crew is completely on board, and they start just. Uh, untying from uh, untying from the dock and getting ready dock. to go immediately. The She's captain's like, just holding the wheel, just this look of disgust on his face. Jeez. Well, if no one else well, asks Damon, him what's oh up, Damon tells him he can watch down that uh, that sour taste in his mouth with some of the best, some of the best ale that Airspur has to offer. Because Damon used some of his connections to buy a surplus of this stuff while he was there, and he uh, offers two kegs to the crew. 
Uh, as soon as land is out of sight. Oh, we also have that Suzail. He tells me, he says, as soon as land is out of sight, you can tap these kegs, for we'll be back on the water. Yeah. Yar! <laughs> the captain says, are indeed, we will need it. And, uh... Right up to the crow's nest. And then... You guys set off on to the sea once again. Um, and noting noting the captain's hasty departure, and all of a sudden, and uh, and is and is particularly seems cranky. I guess would be the best way to describe it. He's just gruff. Oh well, I just she's she's curious, and she just kind of sidles up to him while he's while he's working. Really annoying, by the way, when people do that. But I guess if you're a captain, you know you just. You ever have someone just sidle up to you, like like? So while she's you're annoyed, or you? She's annoying. Oh. No, I mean, I imagine she would be, because he's steering the ship, and then all of a sudden there's a dwarf right next to you, staring at you, trying to get your attention so that so that you know you can initiate what are you a wearing? conversation. I, I really oh, feel no, like full plate armor all the time. What's your plate armor look like in oh, terms I've, of I've drawn the it. armor and? Okay. Yeah, no, what, what, yeah, picture doesn't what, do you, what do you need to uh, to envision it? So, yeah. real quick. I just want to know if it's boob armor or Whoa. if it's <laughs> actual protective armor. Um, it's both. Yeah. It's, it's very protective, um, and it also is... Um, generous. Generous. Uh, I said You had your armor. No way. So, so yeah, she does. Okay. She's 100% dwarf human. With, we, with dwarf. Yeah. With the dwarf parts all padding. We're sailing out into the open sea. If I could take just a quick break. It's always Aurora, though, that you interrupt. Have you noticed that about... It really needs that first All right, break over. So, you guys set sail. Aurora, you were saying something. I have no idea what I'm saying. You were sidling. Oh, sidling, right. Um, I just wanted to prod the captain a little bit, see if he'll uh, go into any detail about why, why he left in such a hurry. I mean, if, if we have guys coming after us because they're pissed at him, I want to know that. He says, okay. ah, no, no, no. He says, he says, ah, I went to the, to the damn temple to Umberly. He says, always good to make a sacrifice before going into the treacherous waters, you see. And he says, what did you sacrifice? He says, I brought some treasure and a little bit of a Kotoa corpse I, uh, got saved a little bit of. Good call. Nicely done. He says, the corpses of your enemies. That's such. You don't end up spending anything. You don't have to buy one or like lose any of your children. That's just a win-win. Here, I already killed this guy. He says, "Humberly, uh, not the kindest god in the uh, in the pantheon here, but uh, you know she is a bitch queen of the sea." Ah. <laughs> she said. She says. So that went. Well, he says, those damn priests have their own way of doing things. Ah, sacrifice to to Umberly the way I feel I see fit. Ah, they didn't agree with me and they kicked me out. He says, they don't speak for Umberly, I don't think. Her <laughs> just kind of checks her knots again. <laughs> damn, it says, well, not a knot! He says, he says, all right, I think we'll be fine. Any sentence that starts with R... Aurora is immediately suspicious of now. <laughs> I hear seagulls. Jim says, R, maybe we should throw some of the ale overboard? 
as a sacrifice to me to the goddess. And then everyone gets in a real panic about the Callan says, Arr, no, no! Definitely not. What a word! That would anger Umber. Marion's like, maybe we should get drunk and then pee off the board and she'll get some of the leftovers. Arr! All the pirates <laughs> just say, Arr! And they start tapping the kegs immediately. Party time. Awesome. Alright, onward then. Two. As they get drunk and pass deeper and deeper into inebriation, Damon Who's starts again. Damon starts again to see how many of the crew he can successfully sword fight at once. <laughs> wow. Now that's an He gets up to eight without being like someone that's scoring a hit, and then the ninth guy cuts him kind of deep. <laughs> the ninth guy? There's just a ninth guy. And he goes and passes out, bleeding a little bit still, but, you know, shakes it off. <laughs> and then a couple hours later, he wakes up. Gets, him, gets himself more right and decides that actually will be a great game to do when he's sober and promises to do better than 10 within uh, a day or two. Sailing goes well for the first day. Yep. Oh, yes. <clears throat> a couple days pass as you get closer and closer to your destination. The captain talks about how he feels that the most dangerous part of the trip will be when they come around this turn here and start heading down the. And it starts coming down the uh, the channel here through the the Vilhan Wilds. Past Brassoon. Yar. Interesting. The weather is oh, pretty good. That. Where are we at? For the uh, for the first day. However, we'll leave him here. Okay. Oh. After the first day, the weather starts to get a little foul. The winds are picking up. The waves are uh, the waves are more wild, not moving exactly in the direction. Damon knows all this, of course, as he can predict the weather perfectly. He warns the captain, but doesn't see any way around it. You guys manage to go through the most. The storm goes um, for miles, or the yeah. the fouling conditions are widespread. With Damon's guidance, managed to move through the the most calmest part of this small storm, uh, but it still uh, you know slows you down a little bit, but not too bad. No damage to the ship. No damage to the ship. What to the crew? Uh, you know, because of because of uh, Damon's being able to to, uh, to pretend the weather, it is um, it is no problem. Did we replenish our crew in expert? No, he did not replenish the crew. I mean, we lost four people. It was tragic. But uh, he's pretty. The captain irreplaceable. Well, the captain Run says the that tragedy. he's very. He says, "I'm very picky about my crew." He says, "Can't can't hire four replacements in a simple afternoon in a town. Got to hold tryouts, uh, probably a tournament." Damn. Brenda like, says, "I." <laughs> he's like, "That's great. We should have a tournament here and see which of the crew is the real crew." It is on the third day. <laughs> That something odd happens. You guys are past the storm. You guys are past. Are you bow fishing at all, by the way? No. That'd be awesome. Moving pretty damn quick through the water. Yeah. Doing the bird. I mean, you might be able to Sharks. hit a fish, and then it's like. Whoosh. All right, like the only thing rope. that one could easily bow fish Bomb. with would be the dolphins jumping in like the wake of the bow, oh, no. and that just seems That's kind of wrong. wrong to you. Very it maybe crosses his mind, but the sailors 
seeing him like pull out his bow and looking at them like give him some very very dirty looks very quickly like maybe don't kill those dolphins instead of killing them most sailors consider dolphins a good omen so killing don't them do that. that'd be like shooting at an albatross yeah you would you're like don't shoot the albatross we'll tell you a story about that there's a story about the albatross of doom so going back doom on the third day Nailman had portended the weather, knew that for uh, for the next 50 miles, which is as far as he can, uh, he, can he can portend ahead, he knows that it's uh, clear sailing past the uh, past, past the storm, you're okay, there's a whole day behind you now, it was moving in the other direction, moving fa- along fairly quickly, which is why Damon is surprised when he sees heavy fog ahead. He calls down from his perch above and he says... Wall of fog. Wall of fog. Die, dead ahead. It's actually fog. It's foggy. The fog extends as far as you can see, and uh, in both directions, and uh, and very high, and then and starts to dissipate uh, up at a particularly high thing. It Chill. does not look like it's possible Run to move around spine. it. The captain says, "Yar, I see the fog too." He says, uh, he says, did you not see this coming? The almost dies. I saw, I, I felt nothing. It is of unnatural origins. Barnish goes below deck to get his weapon. I'm dead. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Yeah. And it says the Brandish. Keep the men at the ready. There may be trouble. Did he go below decks? Yeah, he came back up with weapons, though. The first mate calls up much of the crew to the deck, has them man battle stations as the crew get on the ballistas, and has uh, all three crow's nests are occupied, unless one of you would like to be in one of them. I mean, any of you can take any position you'd like. Um. And he says, we'll have to be on a close lookout. This is... Is uh, it so dense that if you're in the high crow nest, you couldn't see the deck of the ship? As you guys get closer and closer to the fog, it does indeed look like it is that dense. Wow. Daleman will stay on the ground then, I guess. Prefers to stay on the ground in that case. Is he not, so he's not flying? Uh, no, I mean, his, his hippogriff will be with him. Right. But, I mean, he'll be on, on the deck on the ground. Unmounted. Doesn't want to get lost. Keeping her calm. Uh, the stern and prow of the ship are raised. Yes. Yes. By um, a little bit. The this is the front, which goes up uh, five feet, mm-hmm. and in the back, it's up ten feet. So it's okay. two squares up. Probably you can see on the edge there. He will probably be up near the front then, I guess. All right, right where she is. At the mainmast, where he is. Dylan will roll some arcana checks. And he will be he'll be in the back. Should I get snuck up on? I didn't know you actually posted the uh, archive of the video, it's great. Thank Posted the archive of the video? No, it's Justin TV saves the, the videos for a while and you can view them. They unfortunately display squished. Fix um, status. As you approach the wall of fog, as I said, you see that it is 
uh, the visibility is quite low. And as you get even closer, not quite entering, you realize that the visibility here will be about uh, 25 feet before well, we're in you it, cannot right? see you at all. You're not in it yet. You're but, approaching. But if there's no visibility behind us? You oh, have yeah. not entered it. There is visibility behind you. Oh, okay. It sounded like you said... Can I do a perception check on this fog to see if it is arcane in nature? Yeah, you can try. Or a monster? A fog monster? Oh, a nice little critical fog, fog monster. 20, uh, 35. Taking a moment to examine the fog as you enter the fog. Uh, Damon tastes the air and breathes deeply. Damon definitely senses the arcane weave in this fog. It is being generated by some sort of magical device. I would like to bringing something to light. There is something, a very low-level ritual called Arcane Mark, which is for people to put their, their signatures on. Was it different different magic users to put their signature? Uh, Damon wants to start seeing if he can look for a wrath signature on things, and it was something he was explicitly trying to find along the way. Has he encountered anything that might be so, like like that? In, uh, during the time, Damon. during the long time that he's known a wrath, does he know of an, of an arcane signature that a wrath would specifically have yet? Uh, he well, he feels that Arath is made for him. He's spent enough time with him and kind of gotten the weapons from the uh, from the academy. Clearly, have the academy insignia, and he's starting to get a feel for. It doesn't seem that Arath explicitly signs it, but he's been noticing some small patterns in the uh, in in the weave in the magic woven into Arath's spells and such that he couldn't he couldn't confirm for sure. But he could at least suspect, be suspect um, on certain spells. I mean, he's over the time kind of tested this out. He's definitely encountered magic every once in a while that's not from Arath, um, but uh, has fairly often been able to kind of sense this this sort of irregularity. Okay, is this something that he senses now? And he does not sense that. Uh, he does not sense that presence with his uh, with his perception cool. check. He doesn't vocalize this, but it's something that he's. He's looking for as he as he senses arcane property, and he I see you, and he uh, passes that word along to the captain that there may be arcane afoot, and inquires as to perhaps what magical defenses exist on the boat. You know, kind of looking at the dragon scales that are, you know, kind of covering the sides of the boat. Uh, Hugh, perception check. Uh, he's in the front of the boat, looking to see where they're going. If there's any. Obstacles, anything in the water, anything that looks like they are. He got a 39. All right. Uh, even with the thick fog, you can still see the water from where you are. And with his amazing perception, is able to see through the fog further than anyone else can. And is able to keep a pretty good watch out. And uh, feels like he could fairly well um, yell to the captain to avoid any such, you know, if there's like a big all of a sudden running into rocks, which is, you know, a huge risk here. The captain has, uh... Is he getting pretty narrow? Like, are we at, like, a narrow no, spot No, 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 no. You're not in there yet at okay. all. Okay, okay, gotcha, Rick. And, and the captain has definitely slowed down the sailing speed significantly to travel safely through here. And he says, he says, Arr, we don't know how far this is, but we have to take it slow. Very interesting history check. Um, if it sounds, it sounds too fog? In the ocean? Um, unusual, unnatural things like this. I only got a 14. But is there like a legend around here of... The fog monster. The, How normal is the, fog in the, the ocean? The naked women who wander around in the fog? Brandis has, uh, <laughs> cannot recall of, uh, of any such phenomenon. I mean, especially knowing that it's magical, which Damon has uh. communicated. You know, 
he tries to think, you know, with his with his time on the sea and his time uh, around these areas, does he does he has he heard any tales of this sort of thing? And he has not. He says, or, or he doesn't say, but okay. perhaps if anyone knows what this is, they died after learning about it. Yeah, and he says, yeah, nothing to my memory, but I did roll a pretty crappy history check. Yar. Damn, says, oh, oh, all right, continue. Alright. Kaylin double knots. Double knot. What is Aurora doing in here? Well, she's um just making sure that she's a. I need divine vision of Bahamut. Well, yeah, her Bahamut senses might be tingling. Might not be. Depending on uh I don't know, I guess you could call that a a religion check. Maybe. Thank you. Would you? She's. Uh, what is she specifically trying to? Uh... Uh, just to see if Bahamut's giving her a little like. Watch out! There's um. Okay, so she's kind of Clue. saying a little prayer to Bahamut to. Uh... Say a little prayer for you. Uh, twenty-one. Oh. She. Uh... Adorable. <laughs> Aurora says a little prayer to Bahamut as she's walking, uh, walking around the ship, kind of looking around. Checking to make sure that her tether is at the appropriate distance uh, from the center mast. And uh, what she senses from Bahamut is uh, is nothing specific, but she does uh, she does get filled kind of with the familiar presence of Bahamut, you know, powering her, uh, you know, powering her abilities. She knows, uh, she knows that he is there, uh, to, uh, to lend his power through her channeling. To guide. Should it need that. Okay. But is not getting any specific, you know, (sighs) strong orders from him. Well, that's what you're doing. Hmm. Does Hugh have any, like, flare shots? Shoot like I got or dispelling shots uh, for like the foggy zone in case that I'd have to hit the person who's creating it. I can't shoot the zone. I have to shoot the person creating the zone. Find that bastard. The the crew has started lighting huge torches and putting them on holders on the side of the ship, which helps pierce through the fog, but only slightly. I mean, we're talking like one extra square of visibility. This uh, um, the captain expresses his displeasure and he says. He says, uh, this is definitely unnatural fog. As they, uh, as they set it up, and it's not really, uh, it's not really helping. Are like, there, like, like whistle the commands on, like, board, like, it being a ship and all that, like, oh, you know. signals through whistles? Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's kind of uh, doing some communication. You heard the first it's possible date, that you know. Damon, with his fluting abilities, may have picked up a couple of those commands. Oh, for sure. He's been here several days. Oh, yeah. We're going to change a couple. It's whistle time. Well, it's also Brandis. the idea that they're well, also out. trying to be like really quiet, right? I In case they can see. hear something approaching. Okay. So that that's a good reason to have commands like that that aren't. Oh yeah, totally. That aren't like talk to me. I could definitely see Brandis having these. I don't even know the term for it, the sailing whistle communication name. He he just had one on his person <laughs> before we even decided we were going on a boat. It's like, like wow, he's just a whistle would be. You got one in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, what, what are these? I swallowed one years ago. Just whenever I. <laughs> so you guys 
sail for quite some time deeper and deeper into the fog. I mean, I would say so far in that you can't see back, but it only took about five seconds of sailing into it before you couldn't see back. Uh, you're just right in the middle of it. The captain uh, keeps checking his instruments, his, uh, his compass and such as he tries and to... And they're uh, working... Tries to keep on uh, target. Yeah, Ferrari, you know, checks with him. He says, he says, the instruments are working. He says, he says, we should be able to navigate through this just fine. He says, I am just concerned about what is causing it. You. Kevin. 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 I'm coming up from the stairs. I'm here. Yes, coming up from the stairs. You can go ahead. Lord Keeper Kala comes up the stairs. And he's wrapped up in just all these shawls and hand-knitted sweaters. My man, Kala. Got a big hood on. He goes, ah, this mist. It seems unnatural. uh, You, Brando. Brando, come here, where are you? (laughs) Damn, it says, Brando, he wants you. (laughs) Brando. says, pick one. Oh, for sure. Oh, you... This is Lord Master. What are you doing above deck? What? Speak my good ear, young man. Darn, we'll keep an eye out. <laughs> says, what is this mist that feels unnatural? <laughs> Damon, like, comes up and he goes, I think it is unnatural. He says, it seems that some sort of arcane effect is at play here. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! His hands like quick to be. He's like, that's what I thought. Finally, someone gets me. It was Kala's <laughs> idea to go on the boat. I know. He starts taking off all his shawls. It says, if I turn into my lion form, these are hand knitted. They're very nice. <laughs> Starts folding them very nicely. Damn, says help with the shawls. Gets one of the crew members to come, like help <laughs> with the shawls. I was just watching you all fawn over him, like, oh come on, the guy's turned into a giant lion. I'm fawning. Really I'm You're fawning. Hugely pumped You're up. Fawning. No, no, no. That's not what the impression I'm trying to give. Damn is just like really excited a, by all the quirks of this guy. And he's just like, really carefully. Look how this funny old up. guy is always funny all the time and calls his funny names. <laughs> He's also, the last time you saw him fight, he put up a really good fight against all of you. Yeah, he's totally, he's one of the coolest guys ever. <laughs> you just want to hang around, see what he does next. All right. I want to see Frida in a fight on the subject. I, I don't want to. She'd be intolerable. That's <laughs> Perhaps. You guys are so mean to her. She's she just a kid. She's not around. She's not allowed to take offense. Uh, so, you sail... For many hours into this mist. Oh man. Never once letting down your guard. You guys are paragons. (sighs) Paranoid. You know how to stand at the front of a ship and continue to watch because you know what's at stake. Your lives. And you find that very valuable. (laughs) We prefer keeping those to ourselves. Especially when the only other option is sinking. No one wants to swim for it. And (laughs) so everyone is staying on the deck of the ship. You're not flying around. No. I'm on the deck. I'm on a boat. Griffin, I can't see shit. Oh, I'm like, uh, flying this in is, clouds. This is air traffic control. Idea. Am I cleared for landing? It's our altitude. Yeah. It's our altitude. Oh! Call out. Where am I? Right there. Right there. I see something. You're saying it's, it's opening up. <laughs> Where is it? It's initiating welcome wagons. He's going to. 
The visibility is only five squares, by the way, here. He's in with kind of from the boat. Five like squares. Kind of oh. He's sniffing the mist. Mist sniffer. Kala. Kala is very attuned to nature. I mean, he's uh, his his power source is primal, and he's you know he he can he can tell just oh, by gosh. you know smelling the mist that this is not a natural. Oh, sort of this is not a natural mist. Power. It's very subtly different, and he can tell in a different way than Daemon can tell. Yeah, can I make the, like a, a nature check? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, do I roll the d20? Yeah, yeah d20. Uh, 24. Kala, um, Kala knows that this is no natural mist, but not its origin. And, uh, you know, Daemon, talking with Daemon, he, he, Daemon lets him know what he knows, is that some sort of, um, magical device must, I be, do that. must be creating it. Yes. Doorman. What to do? What to do about the device? It is suddenly, and without a warning, that you hear a huge, loud crack and bang come from the middle of the ship as you are looking there. And who is standing nearby? Aurora is standing nearby. (laughs) In fact, Uh, it is right on top of Brandis. Oh, what? Immediate reaction. I'm kidding. On top of Brandis? Yeah. It's the mast. It's a boy. <laughs> it's a boy. All of a sudden, you see a huge, uh, a huge harpoon coming out huge. of the sky, huge. shoot down and crack through the deck of the ship, ripping through it. And you see behind it is a huge chain links moving up into the fog, further than you can see. The size of this thing is enormous. What? The chains are like this wide around, you know, three three feet, and each uh, each of the chains themselves are uh, the links are a foot in diameter, uh, you know, around, causing total of three foot ovals of uh, of some sort of metal. There's a harpoon big enough to like spear a boat, ship like pick it up out of the water. Wait, so there's a huge I missed that a huge harpoon just landed in the deck with a fucking anchor chain connected. Through the deck, just piercing right through it, and then you see it immediately pulls taut as it has somehow hooked from uh, hooked from, from underneath. And the chain is going up. The chain up. is going up. That's weird. Damn Whistles the attack whistle. Uh, attack the chain. No, no, we're being attacked. Whistle. Oh. The captain. Uh, the captain yells, "Battle stations!" Brenda says. Damn it! Follow me! Can we do stuff? Or are we rolling? That says we can do stuff. Uh, yes, you can do something. Can Athletics we mark deck. where the chain is on, the, on the, ship? Up the chain. Brandis begins climbing up the chain. Wow. 25 athletics. Everybody, roll initiative. There, this is where the chain is. I just put it right there. Brandis uh, goes first and is climbing. Go, Brandis! Go, Brandis! Go, um, go, 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 Brandis! Go, Brandis! Yeah, so she has a climb speed of four. So does that mean in one round I can do double move? Uh, yes. Although if you're mounting up, it'll be. Oh, okay. So this is that. This is the first. I haven't done anything yet. Yes. Then yes, Brandis mounts up. Here is the chain. All right. Is this vertical? It is. This is a side view, basically. Someone give him Corva. And yeah, leave Brandis there just so we know like where the chain. So this is ground floor? Yeah. One, two. Alright. Do I see and anything? It just, it's just 
up into the fog. Oh, wait, above. Then, then as a move action, I'm at part of the, I mean, excuse me. You can run as a move action and it just decreases your defenses. Uh, you gain combat event, you grant combat advantage, and you take a minus five on any attack factor. Yes. Right, then, and it's plus two? Yeah. Uh, yes, plus two movement. He's gonna run. Well, I'm not sure you can run, climb. We'll, we'll let you. She's a yeah, climb, she's a climb speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, we'll I do that. Would, I, we think. Uh, we will count that. All right. Uh, for the purpose of this, so next up is Aurora. Uh, Aurora's gonna look down into the ship and see if she can spot that um mysterious thing that just shot into the the boat. head. Try to find the business end of that yeah. little uh, uh, okay. The hole itself is fairly small here as it went down in one sharp thing, but looking out, she can see that it seems to have spread out in some way and huh. latched from the underneath. Could I possibly, I don't know what kind of check I could do to figure out the nature of it. Like, is it magical? Is there some way we could maybe magic it back out? Or well, if you want to try to see if it's not. magical, you would roll arcane. If you want to kind of tell the perhaps the nature of what this metal is. Oh my god. Be... What about that new ritual that makes a hole in something and oh it just... Man. Oh, it's been ten that. minutes, though. Um, I, mean, I don't know where do... we're going to be in ten minutes. I get... okay. Could I do dungeoneering to do the metal? Or... You could do dungeoneering to, uh, as part of your... Um... Thievery the mechanism or something? Uh, or... Thievery. My thievery is terrible. Yeah, th- you, could use, uh, you could use thievery to try to... Um, to, you know, figure out if it's some sort of trap or has any sort of latches or control panel or something uh, as such. You can use your dungeoneering for your knowledge of metallurgy and, uh, the, you know, the dwarven forges. You know, she knows a lot of metals and can recognize them. Alright, I'll do that. Uh, so that is a total of... God damn. Uh, 34. <laughs> 34. God, that is, fire. uh... That is very good. Yeah, 19. Just flat. And she knows... uh, (laughs) So as long as I do over 10, I'm getting a 30-something. Practically. That's awesome. That's really good. She knows that it is... uh, That the metal is some sort of magically enchanted metal to be uh, even stronger than adamantine. Oh god. We're not cutting through that. Nope. Is that what she's doing on her turn? Does someone have an adamantite let's, uh, let's put the... And she looks up knowing she won't be able to see anything but she's just waiting. Perception check? One might say, nah, your perception shit is crappy. I mean, she could. Perception, but I mean... If I mean, is she, is she readying, basically? Yeah, she's readying for, um... I don't know. Something else to drop down on her. The other yeah. shoe to drop? The what other shoe. Like, maybe there are five of these things, and they're gonna just all over the ship. I mean, so she didn't want to get hit by another one. Alright. We will use this to represent where the chain where the chain hit. That hole. Alright. Uh, so he's standing on the hole then. Yeah, just put, you can put Brandis over here. My summoning power is my summoning power. As long as that's yeah. Until? Yeah. Uh, the end of the encounter. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there are specific rules, uh, and I'll look them out in a bit. Just one step. How does that work when your thing's climbing? Because, like, 
Are you like almost like crouched forward holding on to it while you're wrapping like around? This, like, ah! I like the idea that the chains are actually so thick that the lizard is like wrapping through them going up and Brandis is just like clutch. Ah! <laughs> awesome. Up with one arm and the other arm. It's like arm. Sonic the Hedgehog oh, collecting his golden rings. Okay, so next up is Kala. What does he do? I say, Bardis, be careful up there. Bardis. Bardis. I take off one of my shells and I, I unfurl it. And as I do so, it turns into a great eagle and springs from my hands. That's good. What? Wow. That's just so That's what I told you these were special. Hand <laughs> it! Hand it! Out of eagle down! Out of an eagle. <laughs> Out of an eagle. And when it is exposed to mist. <laughs> All right. So the eagle forms. Get him a uh, get him a miniature like, for that. It's, it's medium size. That's I'm just right. gonna put that big owl there because I like it. How about the the fire bat? Yeah, we, I'll get him a the fire bat or something. Oh, this, this owl could eat your lion. <laughs> Yum. That's a very large owl. It's a uh, it's giant owl. Giant owl. Celestial. Oh, you have a fire bat or like a little demon. That'll work. Let's see, I can summon it ranged five. You go let's fly hover. Oh, and hover, hover. that's a yeah. yeah. attack. Yeah. Following special command on the turn you summon the eagle yeah. that command as part of the power. Hover is different. Read louder so the audience. What about this guy? Speed and attacks at one point. I like that since I can see it. Tight. Uh, evil moves at speed and attacks at one point during the movement. Um, I'm sure I'll use Someone give me PHP 2. Sorry, we've never actually had summoning before. I need to know the uh, details of how they work. Uh, anyways, I'm gonna have it basically, uh, go... Skip next guard, to Brandis. Guard Brandis. So you can summon into being five squares from yeah. you? And then, then it I can move. move. And then it can move. And then it can move. It has fly eight. So, so I can definitely get to move. I'm guessing that, yeah. You're, are you one square up from the ground yeah. already? As so long as he's one, eight squares two, from here. Three, four, five. Is that right? Yeah, and then it flies eight. So one, two, three. We'll fly diagonal. It'll diagonal. Yeah. You can definitely four, make it. Five, six, yeah. And it's going it, to, how about right in front of Brandis? There you go. So it's right above him. Anything that comes down the line. Ah, you can join on the down this little first. raiding party. I think I, I think I got to. You ever see like a party pull up and like by the time one guy has swung on ropes to the other, ten guys have come on the yeah. other side? That's what's gonna happen. They're like, get him! Oh god, they're on our boat. I know. <laughs> We're like, you boys ready? Over the edge, and it's just <laughs> we paddle over the edge. And like, too late. We yeah. stole their boat and leave. And then I, I can move, right? I don't want time to stay there. Yeah, you can okay. move. If you want well, to. No, I'll they're gonna they're there. gonna find out for me how um. One, How two, summoning three. works exactly. I believe you can issue commands to your mm-hmm. summon thing, and I believe they have instincts. Yeah, it has, if I don't issue a command. So I just had it it move. Could it move? And uh, is there reading attacks in 4th edition? Yes. Yeah. But you've already used your standard in your move. Right? A ready is your standard action, and you already used your standard to summon. Is that correct? Mine, but the eagle the eagle gets to go, right? No, the eagle shares your turn. Oh, so you I have see. to spend your actions. You can summon you a bunch it. of your animals because they have instincts, mm. and so they will do their own thing. Oh, that's the, that's the key difference between third and fourth. Some creatures share you your move. Everything you've got. Well, I like that, actually, because I can summon the eagle and just have him stick around on the chain. And drop an honest turn, he'll just attack nearest guys. If anyone even 
shows up. Who knows? I mean, what the situation is. Colossus. Maybe it's a greeting harpoon. Barda, uh, that here you go. Too strong to cut through. You can what read this. Since I don't want to read that, that is summoning. <laughs> it's kind of long, but it's probably mostly intuitive. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Thank you, guys. Okay. All right. That was Kala does, and where does the eagle go? Uh, it up is on the, up chain. the chain, right above him. Gotcha. All right. So you will read those rules, and next up is Hugh. Hugh. What is he? Uh, what is Hugh he? is over here. He is first. Gonna roll a perception check if he sees any other creatures coming down. If he sees anything going on, uh, there are any other threats other than this chain that came from above inexplicably. Uh, Fifteen plus nineteen, so twenty-four, thirty-four. Hugh does see, narrowing his eyes, piercing through the magical fog with his own almost supernatural, uh, supernatural sight can see a figure way up here, uh, maybe 20 squares up. Uh, can't really tell what it is, but there's definitely something there moving towards you. Like a humanoid size, or like a giant object size? Like humanoid size. Humanoid size. Okay. Hugh will... Something's just floating up there? Uh, it's not floating, it's moving towards you. Oh. It's about here, like above this sailor, yes? You said above this sailor? Yeah, uh, roughly in that area. Uh, Hugh, and it's moving down? Yes. Uh, Hugh yells to this sailor, and he says, move! Which way is starboard? Which way is port? <laughs> port is left because it has the same number of letters. Hugh yells him to move port, or starboard, or oh, that way, because he's got more room. And he does immediately. Uh, and then he readies an attack for whenever he can actually get a better v- beat on whatever this thing is. All right, absolutely. Because yes, he would shoot. have total concealment right now. Yeah. Okay. And that's well. And he moves one square this way. And then Dalman. Dalman. Whatever. I'm kind of seeing that they've been uh, they've been locked onto. Really not knowing what's going to happen with this chain. Whispers to the captain. He says, Captain, if they start pulling the ship. He says, "You may you may want to weigh anchor. It could buy us uh, it could buy us some time and help us hold our position." After uttering those words, the captain uh, responds immediately. He's kind of just looking at the chain, and he says, "Ah," he says, "I think they've already anchored us." And he uh, he he looks uh, almost as he's focusing on it, perhaps recalling as he's just kind of looking at it. Looks like he's about to say something, but it's not quite yet. He kind of goes. He says, he says, good luck. He's gonna mount uh, KLR and take off to join the raiding party. And uh, as he does, Aurora yells up to him, give him hell, Damon! Like, that's all they're going to get. <laughs> no. Alright. <laughs> so, uh, I'm gonna fly up. I'll be roughly here. Near the chain? Yeah, but I won't be near the chain. I'll be with inside of it. Oh, so you just went straight up, basically? Well, I basically came over diagonally, but I'm nearby it. So you're ten squares up? I'm, yeah, ten squares up, and... So go ahead and just put it right next to here so we have... Okay, yeah, so but I'm, like, probably, like, three squares away from the chain. Okay. Um, yeah, and 
As a... Uh, this as is actually only... This is a five foot wide, so for all intents and purposes, oh, Dan, this yeah. is uh, a, a five foot, like, corridor. But he, but Corbett can latch onto it. Without squeezing. Fine. Without squeezing, because you're, you're on the outside of it, not I the inside I of it. I just want to make room. Yeah. And I'm gonna... Uh, oh, you can only ready a standard action. Right. Yes. Okay, um, I will... Well, you can ready any action, but it is a standard action to, to ready. ready. And I no longer have that. Um, so... Yeah, as a minor action, I will take. I will begin a stance. So you want us to move the game board camp? I'll move it. Yes, keep going. So that's my turn. I start my stance as I pull out my uh, my swords. Actually, I don't have to pull out my swords yet. I will. Okay. I'm going to start my snarling wolf stance as I become, as I ready myself for any uh, attacker. All right. The next events all happen in an instant. As you see, all of a sudden, out of the sky, huge uh, flaming balls drop down onto the deck of the ship. What, what, are you April Fool on us, Greg? <laughs> I think we're getting April burnt. I think we're, we're getting April attacked. Oh, jeez. Are these all fires specifically where they are, April or are they still like a flowers. areas? It is, uh, all of a sudden, those areas <laughs> on the ship right there, each of those three by three areas, have burst into flame as you see some sort of black pitch has spread onto the deck of the ship oh, and is oh, burning wildly uh, up. And Question, was that the thing I saw falling towards me? The black pitch or no? No. Okay. What you saw was much worse. What you saw was No, it was actually monster. a fairly small ball that kind of like when it landed, it the amount of pitch it spread out was very odd. It did not seem like there was enough in it. It could be magical or some sort of powerful alchemical item. Uh, I need a lot of humanoids. Uh-oh. I mean humans, like Actually, no, uh, get these small humanoids box. Undead? Awesome. No, undead? Yeah, I got small Next, humanoids. Hugh sees clearly the figure that he saw a moment ago. <laughs> Just bring, push him towards me so I can see them all. They're mostly monst- monstrous. Not on the chain! Goblins are not, but you get it. Alright. Put the ones you don't want to back in. Right back in. Yes. Oh, jeez. That's a lot of... So glad we have so many of these. They are... This is not... This is not a stig swarm. Oh, God. They went with the stig swarm. Ugh. It's so useful to have no scruples. 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 There's scruples. There's scruples. Futurama something that talking some like pawn shop owners like that. Like, oh, you should have got these uh, miniatures prepared already. It's, it's a good use of scruples. Unscrupulous. I believe in proving that. I think, I think we've established that I don't have scruples. Scruples. Something that you don't have, which means you'll do anything. Scruples should be like a currency. Yeah. Uh, I think you're just thinking of ruples, which are a currency. Yes. Or rubles. Could have Ruble? Yeah, ruble would it be a. Next to scallywag? That's not ruble. 
think it's Ruble. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of Rupees. There is Rupees. Hugh sees a small human-like creature descending down on a rope. Shoot it! Very, very quickly, and he gets within range of you being able to shoot him. He shoots him. <laughs> he just bombarded our boat with pitch and a huge iron spike. I'm just going to assume they're hostile. Well, they did just uh, try so he does to reason Twin with strike. Them. First arrow. Uh, what is that? 20. 33. Yes? On him? 33 on him. Yes, that will. And then the second hits. arrow. Last. 21. Roll the damage. So just one arrow? Yeah. The other arrow hits. Probably not. It was no, only the other, one, the other one did not. Okay. Give me so 12, and I didn't quarry him, so it's just 12. <laughs> I did not like that. Take that. Uh, four plus seven. He takes 11 damage. Cow. Uh, 11 damage mm-hmm. as Hugh looses the arrow. It goes up and pierces right through the guy, causing him to let go of his rope, and he falls down to the deck dead. Oh, my God. That was a mid-air shot. Wasn't it? It just happened. It's just about leading them right. Just... And when it lands, you see that he was a halfling, oh. carrying uh, in his teeth was carrying a, a, a corsair, uh, not a, a cutlass. cutlass, a cutlass. Okay. Wow, it's a boat. <laughs> carrying a quarterling in his mouth. You yells out halflings. What? With maybe a bit of a question mark in there. Halflings. Halflings. As yeah. Brannis rises up, he yells back, Put out that damn like, fire! Halflings! Someone better put out that fire. And Brannis with several ropes uh, uh, coming all around this side of the boat, you see tons of halflings oh descend onto the boat as the flame uh, from the fire heaven. here licks up. She's ready to so they are yeah. all they are all halflings uh, wielding all sorts of different sorts of weapons. They are right there. And then the first ones go. Oh, no, they go before us. They do indeed. (laughs) These guys do. So they dropped down, and then mm, who's that? I think that's the first mate. mate. Oh, that is the first mate. That is correct. That's the first mate, Hogan. Yeah. Mr. Hogan to you. And then, did we have two oh. brawlers? And if H one of the Hogan. brawlers bite it. Hogan. Isn't this fellow a brawler? Yes, he's drunken. It's yeah. Hogan. It's Mr. Hogan to you. He was already <laughs> in the middle of a huge southpaw left hook. When they and this is just death. one of the... This is... Who is this? Fighters. Uh, who's that? one of ours. Feels good. Feels that's time for a punch. I think okay. that's an unnamed sailor. Like, that's how you're ready in action. You go like this. This, this guy moves here and swings at Aurora. Oh, boy! My favorite thing! With his long sword. Getting only a 20 versus AC. Ah, that shall not even come closer to hitting me. Then the... She blocks it easily with her mighty... The other one steps shield. forward next to her and swings his long sword. More likely to hit. Getting a 28 versus AC. Ah, she barely hits her. Ah. Does he get an opportunity attack from this Ooh, yes. drunken brawler or no? He does not. Okay. So Ara says, if they boys, critical boys, attack, they, they shift three. One at a time. And Not gets critical. her hammer ready. Combat advantage. Oh. Yeah, combat advantage. Uh, it does 13 damage. 13. Go ahead and mark it. Then Brandis is up. Wait, and she's marked? Brandis mentally says, in the is ready no. to make um, 
I'm not saying we should uh, blow our load this early, but I'm just throwing oh, it out there. Nice. Dragon Breath Elixir. Just, just keep it in mind. That one's got it. Just keep it in mind. I'm just, you know. And if, should the mood strike you? Second. I'm about to smoke the ice. Oh, you just got some flame burst arrows that are about to come into play here. Oh, that's true. That's true. Well, Damon's coming up this way, so. God, I'm really close to that fire. Brass continues walking. That's true. Oh, so. The captain, I'm sorry, right as they drop, the captain yells out at the top of his lungs, almost, uh, his voice almost supernaturally propelling all the way uh, up the chain so that you can hear, and he yells, Yargo! Yargo? And Brandis recognizes this name as one of the five companies. <coughs> oh no. Yargo? Was, was that the question, the pointed I, question not, okay. for why you asked, was he on the company with the halfling captain? I think I did ask that. And he yells it up, and he says, uh, he yells up and says, Brandis, you have to get to the control room and detach that chain! Damn says, Brandis is just scowling. You heard him. I'll just be kicking ass in the meantime. And the ship has taken 100 damage. Oh! Our damage! Damn it. Um, Alright, so, uh, so, so we can, I can double move on here? I mean, I can, yeah. Uh, but can I run? And then one last thing. Can you run up a chain? You guys now have the opportunity to yell out commands to your crew. Yeah. There are enough to basically represent two groups of crew members here, and you can assign each group to different tasks. Put up kind of fires. The tasks yeah, will, yeah. uh, <laughs> the pitch looks like it is spreading and the fire could get larger on this ship. And if not tended to, it will spread more on the deck. Can we put the fires out with the halflings? Uh, you're going to try to put the fires out. Most likely the progress they're going to make is to stop it from spreading. Okay. You can also assign them to fight offensively with you to, to help gain uh, advantage against your enemies. You can also assign them to fight defensively to help get hit less. Gotcha. Uh, or other things that you can think of. The crew would be able to slow down the spread of the pitch. Is that saying that it will probably require one of us to put it out? Or does it look like it's not something you can just put uh, it is. It is, um, you know, pitch. real nasty pitch, which is very difficult to put out. We'd yeah, have to go get, get the flour water out or something. and sand. Yeah. And we'd have to find, like, powder to... to and make sure the flour didn't I mean, they can start dead. scrambling under deck to try to get, like, sand up, but it will require multiple of them to, to carry this stuff, and it's, you know, it'll take them a while. Well, Brandis yells out, Someone put out that damn fire! Aurora is yelling it at the exact same time. You'll have to beat my intimidate check. No, no, Aurora yells it in the exact same words at the exact same time, so it's like in stereo. So Brent looks down! What's it at the same time? Yeah, and 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 you're just like, ah! And so a bunch of the crew members start scurrying with sandbags. I double move, and as a minor action, hit my daily, which is my stance, that hits everything around me. No, I don't use that damage to hurt Korva. What are you assigning the second group of uh, guys offense. to do? I say offense. Offense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Come on, you lily-livered cowards! Show us how you can squash some of these halflings. The crew fighting offensively along oh, your yeah. sides will provide uh, all enemies it. provide combat advantage as long as you Ooh. have some crew fighting offensively with you. I accept. All right. And crew will. Uh, will potentially die uh, during this because they are engaging directly with the enemies. Gotcha. Okay, so, Brandis, double moves. Double moves and that's how far I get? Yeah. I did not run. So I'm not... Oh. Oh, wait, is there more chain? Yes. Uh... Jeez. You couldn't see, I mean... 
Yeah. You're just oh, oh no. The um, can I run on the chain, or or we saying no? You can. Okay, then I will. Extra four squares. Then I will run and you're four squares. All right. And I still use my minor action daily power. All right, to activate your stance. Oh, my stance, uh, which is yeah, rain of steel. Damon, not Damon. Uh, it is Brandis that sees coming through the fog some sort of flying creature come through the fog, and then he sees several, or not several, he sees a few huge ballista bolts shoot towards him while on oh the gosh. chain. Oh boy! <laughs> Brandis just holds on. Holds on, is it? Here they are, three of them. One. Yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. Not enough. Oh, wait. oh, but you you Come ran, so it's twenty uh, eight versus AC. That does not hit. Does not hit. Could the chain be considered a wall? Yes. Is the chain a wall? Do I have my back to no, a chain wall? No, you definitely don't have your back to a, a chain wall. wall. The second ballista bolt comes Six. in that, with uh, a thirty-two uh, versus AC. That'll hit. Ow. That'll be eleven damage. Oh my god. Oh no, prone of all three hit. Well, at least oh. we saved there. First one missed. The last one is oh a 35 god. versus AC. Ooh. That'll hit. What was which will deal seven damage. Yeah, oh, no, it's, only, it's only two. Ballistable. So seven damage? Two of them hit. And then, coming through the air, at the last moment, coming out of the fog, he sees what it was that shot at him, shot at him as it flies past into the fog in the other direction. Ah! Oh no! Is that? I've got a flying machine! Is that an F 16? <laughs> I'd say it was, Company if it wasn't for the wooden siding. Jeez. Built primarily out of wood, he can only catch a glimpse of it as it flies by and appears to have wings with, uh, you see this ethereal magical energy swirling around that appears, you know, appears to be powering the device. All you guys hear is, ow, ow, and then Brandis say, what in the nine hills? This is not anything Brandis has ever seen before. Which is unusual. And in the cockpit, uh, you can see this female head of uh, what appears to be a halfling uh, as she is kind of protected from, from all sides and flies by back into the thing. Do I see any of this? Uh, no, it is out of your vision. Damn it. Pass it is it upside down in the camera? Nope. I got it. Awesome. I'm showing the drawing. That's as long as I'm going to hold it. Okay. You can pass it around if you guys would like. Okay. That is all. Then it's Aurora's turn. No, it's my turn now. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said that was Aurora's no, turn. No, I say now it is Aurora's Ooh, turn. Okay, I was going to be like, no! Aurora, no, no. turn. Kaylin, your turn. Okay, so Aurora is just like, oh my Super god, cool. so many halflings, so much fire. So the dwarf hopes, version of whack-a-mole. She hopes it doesn't scratch a Y or a G right on the tail? What's that? Yargo. Y. Probably a Y. Okay. Uh, Alright, keep, keep going. Your turn. Um, and Let's so get the she, timers going. She's deciding she's going to put a stop to these guys as fast as possible, but first she wants to do a nature check on the guy in the middle nature. right there to see the one in if, the red? He, if he's special in any way. Alright. Because, oops. Uh... So she rolls like, ooh. Nice. Um, nature, nature, nature. I think I have an eight. Um, so I have ten, so twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Aurora knows, uh, she's heard tales of the I Yargo company 
This is a Yargo Company bruiser. Ooh. He wields a huge battle axe. He is a uh, he is a brute Ironic. and excels at hitting slow targets for excessive damage. Ah. Which kind of do I'm kind of a slow target. Being a brute, his defenses are lower and his attack bonuses are lower, but he deals higher damage than normal. His defenses are lower? Yeah. Yes, brutes have lower defenses, lower attack bonuses, but hit for high okay. damage. Okay, so who, now, who knowing that? that, she... The guy in the red cape. That, and that's a minor. Uh, she uses her other minor to activate her hammer, and whoosh, the chain is back glowy as ever. And she glowy. turns... <laughs> targets him... And says, "This is not your lucky day." And she, I believe it, strikes her. at him with a glowing hammer. Yes. With what? Um, with her valorous smite. Bahamut-ridden faith. And that's fourteen plus 20. seventeen, so twenty-one. Or thirty-one. Thirty-one. Thirty-one will hit the bruiser. Yes. And this is the cool thing now, because every enemy within three squares of me is subject to my divine sanction until the end of my next turn. <laughs> she got all of them! I got all of them out there! I'm gonna be my bitches! But this particular fellow has that to That is suffer. every single one of them. Yeah. <laughs> That's why what is I, divine sanction? Um, her mark. Basically, they're all a, marked. Uh, and if they don't just, attack her, sure. Yeah. Fuck. So 2d10 damage to the bruiser. They take a shitload of damage if they attack anyone besides uh, her. 5, 6, 7, 8, plus 10, so 18 damage to him. 18 damage to the bruiser. It was they're so They're all choice. marked. So choice. All right. And then she, of course, is going to blow her action point, which is insane. Oh, oh, and she's going to do the attack on all of them? <laughs> Oh Are you action God. pointing? Yeah. yeah, she's action pointing. To All each right. enemy marked in the burst. So you have to describe just... the attack. Oh, this is a huge explosion Think of energy coming Radiant out. Of the... Nova. I mean, when she hit this guy, the the hammer had been charging because she was like, she's she's doing the nature check on him. Like, how hard am I gonna hit you to make your head pop? And <laughs> when she hits him, she doesn't do that much damage, but the, there's suddenly this like. Wah, 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 boom, that, that hits all the guys there, oh, um, going straight for their like soul, you know, just like you know, seizing them up with with agonizing light. Give me that bomb based sapphire. <laughs> I know, I know. This is what I had to do. I need to every take and a drink. And this versus will too, which is my favorite kind of attack. So each enemy, I guess, is a is a separate attack. Fifteen versus. Ooh, all right. Yeah. So someone point and call out what. It is. Where do you want to start? Over here. Yes. So what? I do every time she hits or misses. Okay, the first guy. Uh, 26 versus Will. This is all versus Will. That hits. Next. Uh, 8 plus 15 is, uh, 30, 20... 23. 3. Hits. Next. 16. Hits. I assume. Uh, yeah, hits. This one. Is he a different kind? Go through all the ones that look the same. Okay, this one. Okay, so then that one then. And they are minions, so let's just take them off as soon as they die. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Okay, that one. What'd you roll? 16. That'll hit. He's dead. Next one. Six. So, uh, plus five. Plus five? Or 15, sorry. That'll hit. He's dead. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. Six, 15, six plus 15 is 21. Oh, 21? That does not hit. Okay, so that one... No, you have combat advantage. I do! 23. Because all you guys are on offense. So that hits? Yeah, so it hits. An 11... Plus 15? 26. Oh, okay. 27. 8. That's the same type of guy? Yeah. Oh my god. Alright, next uh, type. This one. 20 natural. A crit? crit. Yeah. Crit. Alright, we're gonna have to roll the damage from him later. He's crit. Next. That's that one. This one. 2. 2 plus 15, 17. 17. No, 19. 19. Oh, 19. Not enough to hit. The other one that I can. 
18, yeah, 19, hit. 20, plus 15, That'll plus hit. 15. And then the bruiser. 9. Plus 15. No, plus 9 plus 17. So this is going to be... 17. Uh, That'll hit. Yeah. Woohoo! Roll the damage. Roll the regular non-crit damage first. 2d8. So, for these two, then. Did you roll for this guy? That's a crit. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. So, 2d8. <laughs> that sucks. That's how Aurora rolls. Mm, delicious. Oh, damn, I thought I was going to try and take them all out. Good job. Five, six, seven, eight. Cheers plus to you, Aurora. Plus ten, eighteen. Ass. So, the bruiser and the guy with the spear, the, the one that attacked Aurora before, they take, what'd you say, eighteen? Eighteen for one of them, and they have to roll the other one, right? Well, that was these two. Oh, those and then this one gets the crit. Same. Crit. So, it's maximized. And that would be uh, 2d8, so that's, so that's 16, 16. 26 damage. Plus your bonus for the for your weapon? Oh, yeah. yeah. What is your um, weapon? Is a, crap. Plus. What is that? So what was the damage for the non-crit? It was 18. 18. 18 damage. So and that was on the bruiser and on the fellow with the spear. Third plus, right? Is a Corsair. Corsair. And against... 1d10 plus 6 damage. I guess that's the extra bonus. Yeah. The crit. Oh, because... Is that what that is? No. Is no, that? that's your regular damage. Huh. It says critical C below. Divine characters with this weapon, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't... Um, it doesn't say. Rodman Tamer? I'll have to look it up in the compendium. Okay, well don't worry we about can... it for now. We'll just register Well, how, What's the it. maximum damage? The maximum 26? damage for just Radiance is... Um, 16 plus 16 10? 16 plus 10, so that's so 26. Plus whatever crit. Okay, the critical is plus 1d6 damage per plus, so 3d6, uh-huh. and you can spend a healing surge. Oh, you don't need to. You don't need to, you're holding points. That's cool. 4, 4, 3. So plus uh, so 11. No, 11 yeah. Plus 11. So 28 plus 11 would be 29. 39. 39 damage. damage to him. And anyone who wasn't just obliterated into dust by that attack. Uh, well, yeah, that was a lot of Radiant energy. Any of them that, that I hit, I think there was one guy I didn't hit. Yeah. Um, They cannot make an attack that does not include me. Until when? Until the end of my next turn. End of Aurora's next turn. Yeah, and she, right. and she just stares at him like as the dust settles, and like, they're all, suddenly are they the all dust the that's settling? Are, yes, they are the they are the dust, and she's just like, no. and she just looks right. up at the chain and she goes, ah. yeah, <laughs> you're Orum now. Oh yeah. All right, Kalas is mm, next to act as you saw this man. huge just Don't burst of radiant energy obliterate most of the halflings on board. Oh my god. I, I shout out, I say, uh, Barco, Barco, climb towards whatever's up there. We must find the device that's creating this fog. Let me send help. And, uh, he lifts up like this. And even though there's kind of distributed light, more light coming from the shadow, suddenly, uh, from the fire, suddenly his shadow just stretches out and then leaves from him and collects in a pool. Uh, well, it has to be unoccupied. One, two, uh, four. One, two, three, four. Oh, well, I'm somebody who's yeah, in the fire. How about right here? Yeah. That, that's right good. That's in the fire. That's in the fire. Is that in the fire? So, where so do you want to be? It has five? to be five. So, one, two, three, four, five. Cool. I want him to climb the uh, chain. That's fine. Oh, how about here? Yeah, yeah. Can yeah, I get there? One, two, three, four. Oh, no. How about here? Can you move? Do you want to move first? What's that? Oh, uh, no, because that's a... Can I do a minor action to move shift. and summon? Yeah, M- minor action. Okay. So minor just... action, by the way, I'm getting the eagle to fly eight more. So it's a minor action you can command it to yeah. move. And we share knowledge, but not senses. So I know what it knows. So. 
Gotcha. And so you're able to tell it just to fly up. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, then I'm gonna move, I'm gonna kinda hop down. So basically here. to attack, well you'll have to depend on it. Yeah, I'm depending on its instincts. One, two, three, four, five. Uh, and then I'm summoning a shadow eight there. So my shadow just kind of pulls over there. Absolutely and then these fair. two long arms, hairy arms, reach out of the shadow pool oh and pulls this ape of just dark black fur. You want to show the camera? All right, here. It's sort of a bear-looking thing. <laughs> it just lets out the hey, bear. calm the bartender. Cave <laughs> bear bartender. Cape and bear bartender. I say, uh, climb after... Bernard. <laughs> Bernard. You've had to go with so many just for my name. And uh, it has a climb speed of four. Brandis just narrows his eyes and sighs when he so hears. So it can go as this one. Like he's been called so that before. <laughs> four up the chain. Basically, my plan is to get the, my animal animals army. up there and then just let, let them go. Just let them go. <laughs> Do you, does anyone know your first name yet? Do I know your first name? No. Okay. No one knows. It's on his ID, but he never like. Someone got realized, but whenever that I got, showed at a bar, that I got, got wet the first time he fell into oh, water you, 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 twenty years ago. <laughs> so he gets to move as part of his yeah. summoning. Gotcha. Cool. All right. There's and an animal. The others, there's a bat. There's a. There's a. There's a, there's a, a riding bird? lizard, there's an eagle, lizard, an ape, and a hippogriff. Basically, what I'm doing, Greg, is I'm trying to menagerie they offense. They attack the wrong guy. So like, right. What? That makes sense. What are these guys? <laughs> 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 Brennan is just fighting back, making some animal noises. <laughs> the wilderness itself is against us. Okay. We attacked a zoo vessel. The dogs would go now, but they are all dead, so now it is Hugh. Hugh, excellent. Hugh. Hugh, pour on the damage. Yes, pour on some damage. We will do some sug on Hugh. So first, he takes a. So which one of these two is looking worse off? This guy or this guy? One of them. That guy's got hit a couple times, but I, he. he but this guy got critted, didn't he? Oh, yeah. This guy got crit. This guy got hit twice. The guy that got crit is uh, taking a lot more damage. Okay. The guy got crit is taking a lot more damage. Excellent. So we're gonna take. We're gonna quarry that one. Wait a minute. Can I even? Uh, Actually, they're taking about equal damage. You can core the second closest guy, right? But yeah, but hang on, uh, I gotta make sure. I'm right here. So one, two, three, four. Or one, two, three, four. Are they equally close? Yeah. I'm still thinking about what to do. Four? Yeah, so that guy's five, though. That guy is five. Six. So I can't core. We'll core one, this one, two, then. One, two, three. No, they're right. Four, five. Five and five. Can you come on the diagonal? One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, yeah, they're four, equal, five. so just keep going. Excellent. So we quarry this one then. Or is it clean up? I'll Tell us, yes. You're on the clock. And we do yeah, spikes the manicore. Yes. One on this one, so one on this one. So this one's blue, this one's red. Okay. Five and three. Show your rolls. Let's see what happens. Do you have any re rolls that you can do? Action point re roll? Not worth blowing an action point for a re roll on this thing. That's true. Yeah, we'll say it with the versus reflex. Plus 14 and then 15 with the other thing. is, is doing a re roll for this better than. Because it's only one attack roll, and this is two attack rolls. That's a good point. So it's not better than blowing a whole other power. Yes, so. The first one, he. I have comp. Is this a new round? No, this is my first time. So I have comp yes. advantage. So that's uh, 20. And he's quarried, so that's plus another one. So that's 26 AC on this one. 26 AC against that dude. Not uh, with the combat advantage? You might want to send. That's added in the combat advantage. That's already. Okay. And the other one is. So 18 plus 
five then would be 23. 23 is also not enough to hit. So that misses, that blows. Uh, is he gonna move? He's not gonna move. He hasn't killed anybody. Nature checks, you got minor. I got a, no, oh, yeah, I got a, I, no, uh, no, I got one more minor left. Oh, yeah. uh, well, Corey, the bruiser too, why not? Okay, next up is the bruiser. So what's on this one called, Corsair? Him? Yeah, what he's, was a, it he's a first mate. Let's call, call him Darky. Because uh, he's darker than the other ones. <laughs> this one, then, he has to attack Aurora, so he does. That's the way I like it. The bruiser swings. Four, Is four. anyone next to her? No, she's <laughs> the only one, huh? Uh, the bruiser swings his battle axe in a uh, in a large overhead <laughs> swing down. Woo! All right. It doesn't actually have oh. combat advantage, but it's still 33 versus AC. That's it, yeah. Nine damage and slowed. I'm not going anywhere, don't worry. Yeah. Oh, don't you worry, sweetheart. Although and then he does more damage on people who are slowed. And then That's he shifts back. All I have to do is I like the idea that he this way. his hammers so hard that he's blowing up. <laughs> <laughs> he's tiny small, legs, like, yeah, like, he swings and forearms. just can't even keep his feet like down. Dalman, you're up. Damon flies ten squares. Wait. One. Keep going. One, two, two. Keep going. Three, four, <laughs> five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Right at ten squares, Damon sees that the fog opens up as he gets here. As there's like there is a pocket of uh, of an area where there is not thick fog here, and he sees. Do I see? Oh, that's I where the battle mat was. I was wondering about that. Uh, the Yargo! Uh, and Damon lets out Yargo! Wait, but it's 2D. <laughs> it's, it's like side view. You can't run on it. Because he's coming up here. That's why we can't see it right now. It's, it's... Damon sees. You know when you, whatever. Whatever. When you keep doing the side Damon is right, and then you right here uh, on, off to the side, right? Yeah. And sees Yargo's ship, a huge airship floating with a large chain attached to the bottom of the ship. And he sees several um, he sees several halflings looking over the side, <laughs> ready to attack him. Okay, bring it. Uh, so if that was a double uh, move. You got a minor left. You, well, no, I I know a single move. T- oh, ten, ten. Single. Oh, cool. Uh, where is Okay, so the chain goes, I'm assuming, into some sort of opening. No. The chain appears to be passing through the bottom of the ship. Just almost looks like it's attached to it, but you even see it kind of wavering a bit, just moving. Weird. Through just the metal. passing right through the metal. Can I do an, uh, a perception check? As my action is determine if it's an illusion that I can fly through? You certainly could. Actually, you would make an insight check against uh, oh. illusions. Insight check against illusions. Okay. Then I will roll that. Just fly into it. And I'm splat. I, get, I think. Do you get double for six side, or which one are you doing? I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> make a call because one's gonna be a twenty, and if it's my perception, it'll be a twenty-five. If it's your perception, it'll be a twenty-five. Yeah. Uh, it is. Um, my the other one will be a twenty. Illusions. I believe in you. I don't believe this shit. I don't believe it for a second. 
Yes, yeah, uh, insight checks are always against versus illusions. Okay. 20 versus this illusion. It does not appear to be an illusion, as far as uh, Damon can tell at a quick glance. Cool. Uh, trusting my instincts and always moving forward. How many guys are on the uh, on the deck waiting to attack me? Uh, you see at least a dozen. Damn. He mentally thinks to himself, I can only take eight last night. But you saw what Aurora did tell him. Yeah, but he, said, he says, Brandis, I'm about to do something reckless, so you better get up here fast. And heads in. Alright. Yeah, so he's gonna move ten more squares and land on the ne- deck next to some of them. He's landing on the deck? Yep, next. Alright. Lift. Oh dear. We need to slide this off of the table here, so let's clear off some of the table. Is this okay, the, should I put this away? Is this the Argo? What? Yes, put that away. Careful. Positioning Positioning matters, guys. Don't. Don't. Remember, I say never to move that like that. You have to roll it. Lift it up. Lift lift it all the way out. The cup. Yeah, the cup is what I'm saying. Roll it from here. Yes. Here you go. Let's move that, let's move that here so I can have it more close to me. This one was here. No. There you are, go. Yeah, there. That's right. Ah! So just fix Whoa, those guys. Here it is. Who we got? You came up that side. Right, well, what am I? Who's on the deck? <laughs> a lot of guys. You'll meet them all in a moment. Each one has a name and <laughs> you have to introduce yourself. Woo! Put them all around. Over there. Okay. Oh, thank you, sir. You have your own awesome powers. Nice little slot guy. Up here, too? I'm not surprised. Up here, Greg? Or, I mean, all, just on this middle or up here, too? Oh, yeah, all around. Now, we're in the slot, you know? And as he comes up, he sees several guys over here with ropes, uh, holding ropes, looking like they're about to jump the edge. Okay, these guys. Okay, jumpers. Um, so I come up. What do I see on the deck? Do I see anything that's obviously? Basically, there's guys right here on the edge of the wings. Gotcha. They're about to jump. Oh, good. Let them jump. <laughs> they want to end it. Say again. Uh, is there anything that obviously looks like the device? What device? Like uh, we we suspect that there's a device that's controlling this. The weather. Like, the controlling what? The, 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 oh, the weather. The chain. The fog. The fog. Just, just exactly. the fog. Yeah, yeah. Is there any? No, you don't see. You don't. There's nothing. I mean, below deck. Okay, there's nothing or obvious. Or above deck. It might right. be in that that. Um, the side deck. Thing. Uh, and then, is there like any portcullis going down? Uh, yes. Through there's a door there that clearly leads to um Another to level. the underdecks. Okay, these are like race platforms. I'm just trying to get a sense of what these things are. These are um these are like gates, kind of like this, where you can like see down, right, but not um uh but they're they're closed up, uh, and these are raised up boxes like this. Gotcha. Uh, in that case, Damon will 
Coming. Just like your ship, this is uh, five so there's feet There's a up, big dome thing up. at the back? Yes. There's a big um, there's a big box here, and you can see <coughs> windows. You can see windows where all the uh, the dark areas are. In fact, you can see in. And this is uh, where the ship is being piloted by somebody. Uh, kill them. So Damon will move in here. I mean, I'm going to pass up this. <laughs> Landing on KLR, and as he concludes his turn, he's going to assign five damage to this guy. And already whipping his blades around. You're dead. This oh, guy, because he's, he's on KLR. Gotcha. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't know if he's a uh, what's what he is or what that does. Five damage. Uh, so. He is a minion, and he will die. Yes. I was really worried that these were all non Where the hell did he go? Uh, okay. And they're all tiny too. So Damon <laughs> cresting the the. the the, the bridge is kind of like Kalar almost kind of like leaps over the edge in kind of like kind of spectacular fashion and Damon just with a sword already ready just cleaves into the first guy sending him to the deck as he uh as he uh as he uh, turns towards the other assailants and goes ha we've got a 10 year old mage you are taller than you bring it on alright it's true it's so true that's what he does and he waits then They're all archers. Oh god. Uh, <laughs> that's uh. <laughs> hey, no better place for me to be than right off the boat where I can just be like, eject. <laughs> you take 27 ranged attacks. The first oh. mate here uh, moves. <laughs> Ten. Shit, uh, moves this way. Fifteen. Next what to him. Er, actually, he goes here. And he throws. Or he swings his blade forward as you see a bolt of thunder and lightning shoot oh, okay. out from it towards no. Aurora. No, so be it. Ah, okay. Not my friends! 33 versus reflex. Uh, yeah, definitely hits. That'll be 20 lightning damage and you're not prone. What did he hit her with? Lightning. He swung and it was uh, it was big like <clears throat> bolts of lightning and storm, kind of like a cloud Jeez. formed out. And just Yikes. shocked her with lightning as it hit her. First mate! We know it's the first mate! And she is a prone. What's a prone? It's like a piranha. It is. At the end of the turn, you can hear cracking of wood and uh, and creaking as you hear splitting wood coming from below deck. The ship has lost another hundred hit points. Oh my God. She makes a save to prevent Oh, that's right! You do, you can I make do. a saving throw. Thanks, Dripper. Oh, no. oh. A six. Did not get it, so she does go oh. prone. Uh, at least I got a chance. Internet tried to save you. <laughs> Internet killed the television. The ship is now at 800 hit points as you hear it cracking, and the captain yells out. He says, Arr, Godspeed, Damon! Or Godspeed, Damon and Brandis! We don't have much time! Yeah, let's abandon this ship and take over that one. There are a shitload of guys up on that ship. Yeah. The like, he's like, not really concerned about it, but he might soon face the consequences of not being concerned and about it. And they do not all look as scrawny as the one he just killed. I would certainly hope not. Or else, we would just take this ship and be like, bye, you. You. Bye. Alright, he's still chewing on my leg. Uh... Any of them that I hit have to attack me. Yes. He. Not that I'm encouraging damage to myself, I'm just saying. If they want to attack, they have to attack him. Oh, you can't go there. So. That's the chain. He 
shifts there. That's actually a pretty good spot. You can't get flanked from there. I can. Yeah. She's well, no. Oh, I can't. You're right. You can't. Excellent position. You got the chain thing behind you and the Back fire to, to your wall. left. Of course, if the fire spreads, you may not be in such a good spot. She's learning. Yeah. Dude, you are struggling with that. No, I mean, so he is here, and he uh, swings out with uh, as he almost as he spins around and goes into almost a dance with his blade as he swings it around and it just spins around unnaturally, and it's unnatural. Here you go. Um, I'll take care. Here it is. Uh, a 23 versus AC. No bananas for you. And he can shift three squares after the attack. No. Oh. Wait. Yes, I am prone. Or he... Up. Yeah. Uh, yes, because he can shift through friendly. Yes. So he shifts there, and then that one makes the same attack as they both go into a simultaneous blade dance. Oh, Two. I don't uh, know. That that. That'll be a 32 versus Ooh, that AC. Does, that does hit. Oh, yeah, you betcha. It lands with a devastating attack for 30 damage, and you are dazed. Oh. That's only 29 damage for me. <laughs> oh, wow. I really could use some healing. And after the attack. <laughs> about that. Yeah. He uh, shifts three squares. Uh, and then shifts up here as his move action. Up a step. Oh, okay. Yes, upstairs. This is only five feet up. Yeah, yeah. So that's no problem. Bastards. Well, once I get my turn, I can second wind and get myself a little bit up, and I'm good. Yes. He just like goes into a dance, spinning around, slices Aurora. How much do you have left? Twenty-seven. Where they'll go. Those are those were encounter powers, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Use those again. Uh, those are the Corsairs. It is now Brandis. They really didn't like me oh. killing everyone on board. I know. They took offense, I think. Mm. One. So I'm, so I'm dazed. Slowed. So, okay, so this okay. chain. Prone. Real quick as a refresher. It comes up to the edge of that ship, yes. just like flush to it. You were saying it like it's it's it is clearly moving into the thing because it's like kind of swaying a little bit, but just moving through the metal up as if it does not exist. Almost like it's magical. Yes, it is. I mean, it is clearly some sort of magical thing because it's moving in a way that's completely unnatural is, to is normal it, physics. Is it moving enough? slow enough that Again, I will? Are you fun enough? No. <laughs> Um, are, is it moving slow enough that I will, uh, that Coral will be able to crawl from the yes, chain absolutely. in the middle? And how far is it from the bottom of the ship Damn. to, is it that distance there? It's the exact middle. Yeah, this is really cool saving throw So if you were to come up in, I can't if you were to come up, uh, um, to no, attach to the no, chain, no. you have to move, like, this distance over to the edge. So you have to crawl along the underside of the boat? Yes. Okay, so... Core. One, two, three, four, five, six, and, and that is this square boat. as well. Okay, good, good. I was worried, I was trying to figure out how to transfer there. Six, so I'm here. Yeah, you were basically on the bottom of the ship in the middle. Um, you could just put your dude yeah, I'll there not, if you just, want. Just have me use Brandon. Give myself Yes, so to mark where you are on the other side. So there's six. Yeah. Um, oh, that's on the bottom of the ship. And you yes, can yeah, And it's solid to you. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, so I'm not actually. Do you want, should I just leave that there? Do I have a die here? I'll just put the die just because, as a mini, it's just gonna be confusing. Um, yeah. Oh, so crap, I keep forgetting. Corva is now on the other side of the ship. When I'm surrounded by that. Point, in this weekend. spot, um, I haven't seen. I can't. I mean, I'm not in yeah. the sight of anything, so I can't do a nature check on on any 
on any enemies, no. Okay. Unless a um, plane comes around again. I double moved. I don't yeah. want to run. I mean, do you guys think I should run? It would get me four more squares. I'd be able to get onto the ship. I don't see where you are. Right here, the dice. Yeah, but you'd be getting onto oh, the, the ship with combat advantage against you and no turn. Yeah, I feel like with the I'd say. Well, he'd be getting onto the edge of the ship just right here. Oh. Like he still has to climb all the way well, up. I there. don't know. There is that fucking wait, wait, fighter jet said... out there to consider. Okay, so you're saying I have to go to the that edge here <laughs> and then climb up there? Yes. Okay, then you're so it's like a. There. See, this is the I'm underside. Yeah, okay. So it's rectangular. It's, yes, it's very it's kind of flat on the bottom and then goes up. Not like yeah, a normal I'm, I'm gonna run like this. Uh, so I got four more squares. So that was the edge there. Yes, um, dude. When you get flush with the edge, can you use the jump power to jump all the way up onto the ship and just come up with a big grand as up? I don't think you would have a move action left. We're not dead. Well, I've gone now. I have two more. Now I'm. It's in the middle of part. Though jump is part of movement. Yes, but the the distance that you jump is part of the movement. Um, though no. it does break down. So are you running? Oh, yes, I am going to be running. Uh, oh, yeah. I, to there with two more. So move so move him two squares out. Two squares north. Oh, so you were basically right, right here on uh, the edge of the ship. Uh, yes. So you can move your Although he went diagonal. He's closer to the wing. I'm yeah, well, you're wherever you want to be. The back. You want to be towards the back of the back ship. Back wing. Basically, yeah. I'm right under. Because uh, he wanted to. Oh, yeah, you're right here. Oh, yeah, this is reverse. the wing is like. He doesn't want to have to I don't think we ever showed. <laughs> yeah, this is reversed. Um, okay, yeah, sorry about that. So, someone needs to check. Dang, it's a, it's a while to get up there. Um, and I, yeah. Turn over. That's it. Woo! Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm granting combat advantage. But I'm also adjacent to a wall. That's, yeah. Now you're adjacent to a wall. Now I'm adjacent to a wall. Yes, you have one action point. I think I'm going to need it. I wasn't going to use it on your turn. Don't pick. It's because you ideally want to do this and then the nudge just walk away. It's going to be second nature, dude. It's my turn. Uh, no, it's actually not your turn. It is going to be Aurora's turn. But going back, you can't aim for that. But first up is the glider. Let me give myself a chance to heal. That's okay. I'm going to try to heal myself and get myself up. This time, I need something for the glider. It is huge. How about that? Yeah. It is huge. Huge? That's a 3 by 3 Yeah. You find something. It flies by uh, oh, overhead. Yeah, let's use huge. a dragon. How about this? Oh, this is even better. <laughs> it flies like by to here and shoots at Damon on deck with three huge, and you see on the front of it, like, like so, almost like the nostrils of a dragon as it shoots out three quick uh, bullets. You see, like, it's a huge, like, ballista bolt that shoots out, and then a new one goes and appears in its oh. slot. It goes boom, boom, boom. Asshole with the fucking semi automatic. Are halflings like the new gnomes? <laughs> so, the volley of bolts. Maybe Maybe half- Here is the first one. Uh, uh, I think I'm got. Ah, they got me. 31 versus AC. 11 damage. Okay. I got that. Just, just, just oh, I stole your pencil. This is yours. Just dodge one of them, dude. Uh, I got this. It's cool. Yeah. Next. That, oh, ooh, got me. 35 versus AC. Hold on, man. That last one better miss. 10 damage. Okay. Last one. Oh, yes. oh. 21 versus AC. So you did, not, you did not go prone. No. <laughs> Alright. Next up is Aurora. Okay, so Aurora has to stand up. Firstly. She's, she's prone. She's dazed as well. 
So just standing up is going to use it? Yes. Can she attack? You can attack. That's ridiculous. You can attack while yeah. prone. Although Dude, no one's adjacent to you. Kind of fun. So you have to do a ranged from ground, and I think you take an extra minus from attacking while ranged while prone. That's yes. all I can do? No, no, no. You, you, you can attack from, from prone pretty f- fine. So uh, no, just, minus two penalty no. to attack. So all attack rolls, rolls while prone. Okay, oh. I'm just going to I was thinking of them attacking take a second yet, wind on the ground. Yeah, for range you get a bonus. Ah, as your minor action? Yeah, and then okay. you can stand up, then or you can just... Up. Well, you cannot, because uh, it'll be your one action. Okay, but so you can save and try but to you have a, you have a plus to all your defenses when you second Yeah, that's do you, ha- do you have something that allows you to make a save early on in your turn, or...? No. No. Okay. I, w- I wish I did. Um, I have a Divine Metal, but it only works like, on not me. Yeah. Yeah, it's for other people. Which is isn't great that, and all, but... Is, uh, isn't that a thing that Warforged got, <clears> that you do the checking at the beginning? don't really care. Yeah. All right. Really, wait, hold on. So Aurora, then, I have to, then I have to do all my saves too. Um, I don't think you actually have anything that save ends. Like the days doesn't save. Ends. I'm pretty sure the days is just till the end of your their next turn, which is good for you. It means it only lasts for one turn. Uh, yeah, only to end a turn, and then your what was your other effect? Prone, which Prone. is not a save thing. It's actually yeah. not too bad. I'm back up to 52. I'm not bloodied anymore. Yeah, and you will not be dazed on your next turn. You still want me to heal you? Yes. I need to get to you, though. Kala um, is up. Da- are Druids leaders? Druids are not. No, they're controllers. Oh, but I gave him some healing. It's, uh, oh, it's melee touch. You do have to heal. Do you remember when I played with him? You could go one, two, three. Oh, yeah, I remember that. But I had him in the name that I wanted to vote. That's a whole lot of something. You mostly did just fun with your cat scratching the No, he went, bye, bark beast. That's right, I did bark beast. That was a body, so it's rough training. That's a body, so one... Two, three, four. I'm still moving next yeah, to him. Yeah, you're That's still moving problem. next to him. Trying to see if there's any way I can get to Aurora without uh, broking. Well, if I don't you think, unless you go all there is no way because of the yeah. way you are with him or through the fight. Oh, yeah, you, you could. Yeah, if you just want to move away, you'll provoke from both of these guys. You can yeah, try. Don't worry about do you have it. acrobatics trained? You can try to roll oh, high enough acrobatics oh, trained to get out of there. So. Oh, I have an eleven acrobatics. I, mean, I don't know what the DC is going to be set, but that's what, something you're going to try to do. What is the acrobatics versus? You could, uh, um, it's not an official move, but if you're going to try to kind of like tumble out of there, tumble out of there maybe sort of switch partially into your animal form you to kind of like throw them off, you could do it, but it would be a difficult DC. It would be, it would be 24. 24, so I'd need a third. And if you fail, right you go prone in the square you started. Oh, should I risk it? Yeah. Okay, well, first, as a minor action, um... Uh, I have a question about the eagle. Second. I have a question about the eagle. Can the eagle see these guys up here? Where it is right now? Yeah. Uh, no. Okay. It has to get to here before the fog, before it can see through the fog, and then it will be able to see guys. Okay. Then, then we're gonna take the opportunity attack, and you can definitely get to her. Oh yeah, you can just take an opportunity attack. What is my? Can he cut the corner on this fire? You gotta decide soon. Twenty-six. If I go through you that can fire, cut what happens? You, uh, you will take damage from the fire. But he can cut corner without you can cut that damage? Corner, yes. But it's still provoked. Oh, but okay, just one. No matter what. Provoked from two, from both corsairs. Yeah, this guy and that guy. Okay, oh, yeah, then I'm going to kill you next turn. Okay. Uh, I say, I made an oath to never harm anyone with anger in my heart. But I never made that oath as a lion. 
<laughs> and he All reaches right. back and he pulls over a hood, and you see the hood is growing teeth as he does it. As he does it, the hood That's... transforms into the head of a lion. And he grows a bulk and just muscle spring up underneath all his robes as it turns into the the dark hide of a dark lion. Um, so that's that's just deep, what he's doing. Dark, dark, deep, dark lion. Um, and then his other two minor actions, he's gonna have those guys uh, run, which he, they can do as minor actions, right? So they can they can run as a minor action. Can I have him run as a climb? Like his, uh, a move action. Well, I can, oh, yeah. I, as a minor action, I can have them run. Or one of them If run. they have a climb speed, oh, then we, yes. just, we rule that yes, they can. Yes, we're, we're yeah, ruling okay. that you can run so the, at plus the two. The eight can climb four, so he's going to run... So he'll go like six. Yeah. What are their instincts, too? Uh, if I don't command them, they're going to attack the nearest... But guys. right now they can't see anyone, so their instincts, yeah. they just stay where they are. And the problem is, even if they could, the nearest guys were down there. All um, of them get up there. And my other minor action is that um, the the eagle is gonna fly up. Why not? Eight. How many? Uh, another eight. Uh huh. Six, seven, eight, which puts it right here. Yeah. Good. Now, can he see up here? Uh, yeah. We'll assume that he's kind of okay. off to the side. So, he can now see enemies up here. So basically, a next round, I can let him just start doing things. Okay. Awesome. All right. Let's when get. The Nashi <laughs> approaches Company Argo's vessel. Yeah, what's going, on, what's going on with the fires? Uh, they're not spreading. That's good. Yeah. Yes, the I, sh- I forgot to say that at the end of the last round, as the um, as the half the crew is working on kind sand of bringing wagon. up sand and throwing it down, they're able to just barely stop the spread. You see, this pitch is expanding, uh, is expanding uh, clearly magically as it is Ooh. just growing out from its uh, out from its area. Yeah. They're able to keep it at bay by continuously fighting it back. Oh uh, the other half of the crew is fighting and actually need to roll a... No. None of the crew die that turn because on that turn, they were all forced to attack Aurora and could not not attack her. Oh, uh, nice. Ordinarily, there's chance for crew Aurora to die every approves. round as they fight. Um, Aurora, protector of the little peoples. From the little peoples. Awesome. So now what? Donate to Haiti. Is it me now, or not yet? Or is it... No, I don't know. I, I think uh, I think it's Hugh's turn. Because he should probably kill some guys. Or it could be dudes, or it could be somebody else. I don't know. Alright. I'm sorry, what was the question? What's happening now? Kalava finished his whole turn. Yeah. He moved and then moved <laughs> everyone else. Now it is... A bunch of guys on deck. Okay. Let's do it. A few of them move in, uh, shifting around like this. This guy leaps, or this guy moves over here and leaps down next to Damon, and they shift in like that. All right. As this guy leaps in, I will react to his approaching me. All right. With a. Nasty little attack. Um, going to do. Yeah, so a flash of steel on his buttock. <laughs> oh, straight one. Straight one, alright. Misses him as the thugs with their. Um, so he would take five damage, or five damage is given to him. 
with their cutlasses come in with combat advantage. So first, uh, two of them that are on opposite sides of Damon. Yeah. Uh, as they are attacking him directly. Yeah. Do you get the straight the Ooh, five damage on whichever one you attacked? Thirty-seven. It was a minion that may die. Uh, no, minions never die. They never take damage oh, on, on miss. Never That's take right. damage on miss. That'll be nine damage. I react, and as an opportunity attack, attack him. For as a, an opportunity attack. Opportunity attack, I attack him. Gotcha. So, that's going to be a 23 versus AC. 23 versus AC is not enough. Okay. Uh, the next one gets a 38 versus AC. That hits. The next, uh... The next one there is a. Uh, How much damage do I take? Oh, another um, same thing. Okay. Whatever it was, nine damage. This guy react and, and attack him as well. As an opportunity attack. As an opportunity attack. Uh, okay. On a hit or a miss. Uh, so that's going actually... to be. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fine. Okay. Uh, it's going to be a twenty-nine versus AC. That one will hit. He is dead. He's a minion. Woo! Alright, the next one ah! is... Oh, oh, God. He grabbed me. <laughs> He's taking you down with him. The next one is a Corsair with a long sword as he attacks with combat advantage. Wait, uh, the last guy didn't attack with combat he, advantage? The last guy did. How many guys have combat advantage? Only two had combat advantage. That right? guy died. The guy that was here, you swapped their positions. No, put that guy back. Okay. He is attacking you with combat advantage. 28. Gotcha. 28 versus AC. Okay. That does it. That does hit. It deals 28 damage. Okay. Ooh. And then he shifts three. three. Oh my god. Alright. He shifts three back as he comes in with a quick longsword. And it's because of his combat advantage that he deals extra damage due to getting a kind of a sneak attack while, the, while you were killing one of them. He right. comes in with an attack. So that and the shift. Gotcha. That and a shift, <laughs> which is head. part of his attack. Right. Because he has combat advantage. Uh, that is all those guys do, and then these guys all leap over the edge. Oh shit! And you see them just leap over the edge, holding on to ropes, and then they are they are disappear. I was gonna say that was a lot stranger than a second ago. Yeah, leap over the edge. <laughs> We're being boarded. <laughs> all right, Hugh is up next. Hugh is up next. Uh, Hugh. So as a oh, never mind. Never mind. What is this right here? <laughs> this funny notching. Like, is this a square one can stand in? Can you the stairs? No, like, this is. I thought the ladder. Oh, I'm not like sure what ledge. this is. This is a ledge? Mm hmm. Like, you see how this ledge here? This is uh -huh. like a ledge. It expands this way. So, so can I stand here? Is this up in the air still, or this down below, or what, what's going on with this? Square? Those are. That's, um. Uh. Ledging. No, it's, uh, ropes. You know, it's not that. It's not that. No, it's ledging. Oh, it's just a ledge. Yeah, and you can stand on that. You can stand on that to here. Here would be precarious. Okay. Uh, he shifts backwards. Okay. To there. Am I still five feet up, or am I down low now? I'm five feet up. Or, I don't know. It's curious where I am in regards to everybody else. It probably doesn't matter that much actually. Uh, and he takes aim at the two fellows he was shooting at before, and does cut and run. Although he doesn't actually do any running, because he just doesn't need to. Brandis. <laughs> That's him as a lion. <laughs> Alright, so you're attacking? Uh, this one and this one. So okay, this one is so blue, this one is red. Gotcha. 
Ah, better rolls. That'll 15, totally do. That's probably almost definitely going to hit. Uh, 15 plus 18. Yeah, that'll that? hit. What's the other and one? And the other one is 18 plus 9. So what is that, 27? 27, and that will hit because Bruiser's got low defenses. Awesome. So we do... Uh, on the first one, he gets 1d12. Uh, who's looking worse between the two of them? Who's looking worse between the two of them? I think we already asked that. They haven't been damaged Yeah, they, they've then. been damaged about equally. Okay. So, we'll take that one, and where's my d8? That one. So, uh, the black one, the first mate, he's going to get my quarry damage as well, which rolls pitifully low, unfortunately. So, 13 plus 4 is 17 plus... Eight is twenty-five. Twenty-five versus uh, the. That's the damage. The first mate. Twenty-five. First mate. Gotcha. And then the second one takes uh, slightly better. He takes nineteen. Nineteen damage. I got it both. Okay. Then it's all turn. Cut and run, and we will activate Cobra Spitting Stance. My miner, and that's my turn. All right. The bruiser. Then uh, you are slowed. Yes, he shifts in. And then prone. Don't forget. So whatever. Do I get wait, wait, who was? Uh, right, the no, you get a penalty for being prone. No, was the slowed one of the saving effects? Second. Was the slow a saving oh, effect? No, the slow is not a saving whatever. effect. Whatever. Play, play. Okay. Ranged attacks. Range. Okay, I, yeah. I got it. I got it. Let's just. All right, uh, and he comes down with an executioner's swing towards Aurora, uh, taking advantage of her slowed state, oh, and gets a, a twenty-seven versus AC. Now I get plus two to my defense, so does that x out the? Uh, uh, are you prone? This is his total am, attack. If you get a plus two to your defense, take that okay. into account. All right, um, I do not get hit. You do not All get right. hit. What about the? Prone effect. Is she still prone? I, that's already accounted for. Yeah. Okay. This cool. is his total attack I, uh, bonus. Yeah. So, um. I wouldn't have gotten hit as anyway. He swings but down with his executioner's swing. I roll out of the way a little bit. Uh, ah! Just <laughs> barely misses as Aurora rolls out of the and way. Axe gets wedged that is his whole turn. Wood is, right next to me, and Axe gets wedged in. He pulls it out. Movie-ish. Damon. It's me. Nice. Grab onto the. Ah. Damon. Suffering grievous wounds uh, from the last onslaught. Did you get hit a lot? But it is yeah. this is expected. Turns to the. Uh, let's see. Turns to this guy behind him to take him out as he brings up some of his uh, his uh, yeah brings up brings up kind of some of his healing winds. Chancel it into the air sword and swings down for a healing strike against this guy. Alright. 18. So it's gonna be. Oh. It's gonna be 35 versus oh, AC 30, against 30, this guy. 35 AC, that'll definitely hit. Alright, as he does, he activates the power of the Lightning Sword, which deals 2d6 damage to every uh, everything in, t- in three squares. In three squares. How much damage? 2d6. Alright, those other two guys are both minions. I forgot to roll for their attack, but okay. Okay, so. Uh, yeah. The lightning sword with one huge swing both uh, steals the life force of the guy in front of him and explodes in a burst of electricity that just lasers like holes through the halflings and blows them back. Uh, it also hits that door there. 
Oh, huge. And uh, what does the door do? Well, nothing, but it is a barred door. Oh. It's where you need to go to get below deck. Oh, huge. You use that with lightning? So, well, it was, it's within two squares, so it, it dealt damage to it. Cool. How much um, damage? And how much damage? It deals 2d6 damage. So, how much damage? Just, let just you know. Four damage. Four I damage. A, I need a pencil. Boom. Uh, Thank you. As a minor action, oh boy. he spends. He activates the power on his belt to spend another healing surge. As a divine, Wait, the divine breath of life flows through him freely. Healing his wound and uh, and uh, empowering his resolve, and Damon got off his secret. Not yet. Uh, that was just uh, a standard and a minor. But why is he there? Oh, he just he just fell off. Okay. When I knocked it over. Um, I was wondering if I could use a move action to do a similar thing down here and send Kellar after this guy to like suppress. Aren't you mounted? Yeah, I would send her out. Off. This thing is not there anymore, is it? Didn't it it like, is there. It's yes. flying oh. by and blast off blast, but it is there. Yeah. If you are mounted and you try to send Kalar somewhere, you will go with it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to... I'm going to get off and do it, but I want to I want to do that kind of mechanic. Send her you after You want to roll it. a nature check to try to command her to, to do... If you want her to attack, it's going to use up one of your standard I, I don't want to do attack. I wanted to see a center out after it in the meantime while I'm doing my thing to do some sort of suppressing. Okay, so you can dismount... Uh, yeah, I can dismount as a move action, right? It's a standard action to dismount and mount. Oh, uh, well, then I cannot. Remember, but... he had took that whole feat, like, to yeah, 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 make yeah. it a minor. So then I will... I will shift back and... Put yourself where you actually are. You're right now on nine squares. I like nine squares. <laughs> I will go right here. Okay. And I will end my turn... Uh, Adjacent to this, dealing five damage to the door. Five more damage to the door. All right. As it gets caught in my gales of whirling dervish. Oh, I have an action point. Action okay. Point. Can I see through the gate? Can I see through the the bars? What bars? I mean, this is the a barred bar door. door. It, yeah, it's a oh. barred door, as in reinforced it's with bars. Can I see? It? Can I see? It? Is it open? It also has no. A it's a closed okay, door. Yeah, that's why I'm making sure. I didn't know if it was like a portcullis type thing. No, no, thing. it's a door. Gotcha. With metal reinforcement. Gotcha. It is clearly protecting the inside intentionally. I am. Uh, yeah. I'm the ship looks like a ship that, despite flying and most people not being able to get to it, is still built not to be uh, accessed. boarded and accessed. Sure. All right. Uh, down below, the first mate. Is that an alright view? Dan, is that an okay view of the... You see, the first mate take uh, take yes. his sword, and he, uh, as he yes. swirls it around, he points it at Aurora. By first mate, you mean not our first mate? This first mate, that's what I've been calling him. He's okay, the first and that's also the first mate. Yes, so. he is your first mate. This is the enemy first mate. Okay. And he swirls his sword around as you see a vortex form, oh and God. he swings it oh. to the side as uh, Aurora feels uh, feels the energy of a storm attempting to pull her off of the ship. Oh, jeez. Now, that's a ranged attack, so it has a minus to my proneness? Yes. It is a ranged attack, and here it is. Oh, I don't no. want to go overboard. Oh, no. 
34 versus reflex. You have a 35 reflex, right? Yeah. Good uh, thing you have that 35 reflex. Yeah. Good thing it's in the uh, 40s. That, yeah. And it I'm slides the her mass. this way. I have not untied myself. Uh, and then it hits the end of her rope as she's kind of rolling ah! and sliding to the thing, and the rope goes taut. It's also her. only a slide four because I'm a dwarf. True, and that uh, is that would still be off the boat. Three, yeah, it would still be off the boat by one, but the rope holds tight. Oh. But go ahead and Ow. roll a saving throw to see if the rope snaps from the force. Oh, jeez! The rope snaps, oh, but it keeps on. her on board for this attack. Nice. Uh oh, unroped! Unroped! Tie it back this together! This is the dwarf's greatest fear. Yeah, it pulls you with amazing like force uh, oh. against the rope yeah. as the rope yeah. frays and comes apart. But she she stays on. Anyway, ow, no damage though. First mate. Ah, first mate overboard. Then <laughs> the great sea captains of the five companies. The uh. The Corsairs here. There's a reason they call this them. This is Kala in his uh, yes. form, line form. He shifts this way, okay. and this one moves oh, it down geez. there, provoking an opportunity attack. Yes, attack, 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 attack. Uh, is it just a standard Ten. attack? It's right here. Uh, no, my I can savage says, rend. I can yeah, use yeah, savage rend. I have a ten. Yeah. My team so plus fifteen though, right? Or do you yes. just use seven rend? Crush it. Oh jeez! Seven plus fifteen is uh, what? You get combat advantage. And combat advantage. Uh, yes, we get combat advantage against everyone here. So twenty-two. Yeah, twenty-four is still not enough. Yeah. So they surround Kala in his lion form as they both attack with their long swords with combat advantage. Two standards. Twenty-seven. And here they are. First one. Woo! Only a that 22 miss. versus AC. That's good. 27 AC. And the second one? Ooh, that's worse. That is. That's not. 31 AC. That one hits. You got 13 got. damage. Okay. Oh, boy. And they have combat advantage. Oh, no, they have combat advantage. And he yeah. does not shift. He is happy where he is. Ugh. Uh, then it will be Brandis. Double damage. I'm like... So am I still prone? Because I dragged. Yeah, you were dragged prone across the edge of the field. Uh, so my current conditions are prone and pissed off. And unleashed. Just strong. You just need Purrish. So you're now on the edge of the boat. You oh, Aurora's up. as brave as yeah. they go. She's just Smexy. laying down. The I won't be able to actually... Oh, the lion's, lion's freaked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now he's... Okay, you know, so Barandis. like tidy whities on now? Yeah. He's right here. Well... One. Lion Speedo. It's a little Dr. Manhattan thing going on. A Leo Speedo. Four. Five. Get up there, Brandis! They need you! Eight. So I can get. Give me Cora. Alright. So I can basically get here, still mounted. Still mounted. Brandis is up on top of the ship, right next to Damon. Both on their mounts. Um. Uh, it's two so moves. It's unfortunately, it's a double move to get me up there. Are you sure you don't want your um, yeah, back yeah. against this wall? Sam, Sam has had a paper for him stat. Actually, there's no, there's no wall. Had a paper? Well, there, there wouldn't be. I mean, there's a railing. Like Does that count? Uh, does it count? I, it's a wall. I mean, a wall is not because it's a big, tall, hard thing. It's because no one can get behind you. Tactically, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Sure. Um. Yeah. I mean, that's. Pushed off it. 
I think a wall and a ledge are very different. I mean, they're different, I but I mean, tactically... Right. So it just counts as a wall, let's keep moving. Okay, no, it depends if there's a railing. Um... Uh, that, that's, I don't yes. have any minor action. Oh, yes. we'll nature check on this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just bummed it took me so long to get up there that, uh, there we go. Hey, 24. Now you're here. 24 nature on that guy for check. 24 nature on that guy is enough to know that he is a Corsair, identical to the ones on the bottom. And you can tell that, uh, this one over here is also a Corsair. They okay. look different from the rest of the, all these little dudes? There's little, yeah, they're the golden wielding all sorts. Aurora thinks at them, I wouldn't concentrate on just wiping out every pirate. You guys have a job to do up there. Yeah, I think Aurora wants us to wipe out all the pirates. Every last one oh, of them. The boat the takes another hundred yeah. damage as Damn the it. drill. I mean, it's it's almost it seems like yeah. it's functioning like a drill as it's cracking, and you hear wood cracking more as oh, the uh, yeah. and the captain shouts out. He says, "It's drilling down to the bottom." Yes, that should be a yeah, first. You guys Arr! need to get in there and break yeah. it in there quick. Yeah, yeah. you got a plan for that, right? <laughs> says, I'll hold them off. Um, my damn is like my plan. Yes, I've got this. I don't know. A good smashing might be all it needs. No, that's I, I mean I have a ten in thievery. Should I? Maybe I don't know. Three of the crew members die. No. As they are fighting, uh, fighting the corsair. Die and the first or fall. Mate. No, die. So mark no. the thing. Oh, Blendon and Kevin. I mean they're fighting. They're fighting alongside with you. More guys come up on the deck to replace those fallen, but they're getting. all the Fifty-seven. That is the worst nine. Um, what? Nine hundred fifty-seven. Three die. Wait, nine sixty. Oh wait, that's right. That's, that's a smiley zero. face. That's what the sad. hell is that? <laughs> like that smiley face turned into nine hundred sixty. <laughs> like on the first no, round of combat. You are down to ninety-three. We <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, then we have nine hundred fifty-seven left. Because we have a thousand over here. <laughs> I wanted so much more crew than ninety-three. <laughs> All right, so. The thousand uh, crew aboard this Nazar. <laughs> it's sinking I to the like weight that. of the crew. As more crew are coming up to replace the fallen and continuing to fight alongside, you can change their orders okay. in between. Right now, they're giving you combat advantage against I all think the enemies. This is good. And, and I, holding I, off I'm the guys fighting. Good man, you should die for us to get this shit done. They have flying machines. Then, from above. Just a nod of yeah. Oh, so By the time I act. I'll help bash it down. Oh, no, okay. I, I will oh, get out of the way. Boy. I'm just gonna buck it up and then send you it out. You might want to get out of there. Oh, so you're not gonna think there today, too. You might want to whip it out. You can't, you want to. I'm saying, like, I, I would not great. No, I'll help bash it down. Whip it a whole bunch of guys holding, uh, holding cutlasses in their teeth fall, uh, you know, slide down from their ropes onto the deck of your ship again, and they take them ready to fight imminently. Get off then, my boat! The glider, um, the glider picks up speed, flying overhead from you guys, and uh, you see it starts firing much more rapid fire as it does a strafing run overhead no! against both of you in a three square in a three square line directly. So place underneath your dudes. Okay. And it creates rough terrain as a whole bunch of ballista bolts just stick into the ground. Ah. And it hits everybody within that zone. So here is against uh, here's against Brandis. Oh, it just automatically hits. That's nasty. No, no. Well, I mean, it, no, it still has to roll a hit. Oh. 
Volleyball's uh, four. Yeah. yeah. Second eight. Nine, so that'll be twenty-three right? versus AC. Not yeah. enough. Here is against Dalman. Uh, no, I'm sorry, that's the wrong attack. We'll use the same bonus, but uh, it's actually two less than that versus reflex. Yeah. So, uh, and then here's the damage. Ignore the attack roll. Uh, the damage is 16 damage. Here is against Korva. Yes. Oh! She thought it was a snack. 30... Damage against oh. Korva, and here is against Kalar. She's a level three creature. <laughs> it's not even fair anymore. Nineteen damage. That's like eighty percent of her health. No, it's not huge. Okay, nineteen damage, and that is now rough terrain in those three squares. Okay, and it flies way out oh. here. Uh, is ten squares past you guys? Okay, so we'll just keep it here, but it's ten squares away from you guys. Okay. All right. That ship is now Aurora is up. How much help do you is have? Is she actually up though? No longer slowed. No longer dazed. No longer well and prone. No longer prone. But she standing stands up. up. All right. Status effects. Status effects. Ah, furious, and she's no longer. She no longer has a plus two to her defense. And she looks around, and she's just dizzy um. and all pissed off. And she looks at the end of her rope that is now severed, and she goes, "I guess it was about time to cut the cord." She chucks it. And oddly enough, the rope, the rope completely unravels from her waist, and she's like, hmm. Yeah, maybe we should switch places. Got lucky. Um, well, she she goes, she says, hey, how about a change of scenery? She she yells to you. I'm a lion. And then he roars in response, and she can only take that as a, a, a yes. And so she, she shifts to the side here. Right, stand up, shift, attack. Uh, stand up is a move action, so you can't also oh. shift. Then I guess she just attacks this guy. She could also move there and take one opportunity attack. Also, sorry. Uh, go for it. Finish your attack. Yeah, she will. She'll take. Okay, so she takes one opportunity attack from that thug. Uh, where is the thug? There he is. It'll be a twenty-four versus AC. No. Not enough. All right. Uh, she is attacking the bruiser. What are you doing? Immediate reaction when these guys fell down, my spinning sense. I take an immediate opportunity attack on people who move closer within me. Yes. So I shoot this guy. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Probably hit him. Doink. Shoot from the hip. So she's going range after the He pulls out a very yeah. small crossbow that he keeps on his waist. He goes, Where's psh- that? Range back. basic. Uh, 18 plus 13. Yeah, that'll hit. The strength of the great bow causes him to swing wildly from the rope and then he falls into the water. No. So his arrow hits him with incredible force. He tries to hold on and then just bleeds out in midair and falls. No. Oh god! All right. No, that's her inside man. It just sprays blood all over the deck. Oh. Which does not put out the fire. No, oddly enough. Not quite enough blood. So Aurora finishes now turn. that Aurora's moved and she she's closing in on this bruiser guy who just so rudely attacked and nearly maimed her. Um, and she. Uh, brings brings her hammer at, down at him, kind of. You know, he's he's a halfling, so he's a little bit shorter than her, but not by much. And uh, she intends to knock his block off. Clean your clock. A uh, seven, 27. 27 versus AC. That will hit. Yes. Um, considering combat advantage, I guess that does. Oh, it's even more. Yeah. Yeah, even more hit. 
And Damage. she's using the benign transposition skill, so she will actually be moving at the end of this as well. Okay. Uh, bu- 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 it's a 2d10. Work the bag. Uh, no, no, Remember, you really re-roll did. ones and twos. Oh. Really? Yeah, quite yeah, a brutal two. Oh, seven. So, a 13, or blah, 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 blah. That's cool. A 20. Brutal. Yeah, 20. 20. 20 damage. 20 total damage. He is now bloody. He sure is. And secondary attack. Um, Which is versus... Once I get within melee range. So, I'm switching places with Lion Man. Boop, 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 boop. Nice. All right. Now I am in the fray. All of a sudden they. Skew, you, okay, all right. I'm enveloped with with white light, and so is the lion. And suddenly, that they they begin to re- to like reappear in the opposite places where they were. All right. And I can, my uh, I have enemies within melee reach, so I can make a secondary attack against one of them. And which one of them was? Uh, which one of them was hitting me? Uh, what do you mean? One of them was... Or any of them... Oh, these two were the ones who were mean who hit you those before the, for 30 damage. Yeah, those are the Corsairs that are doing... Okay, so they're she's real gonna, nasty. She's gonna turn to whichever one looks like he got hit. I think they're both this full. This one. Okay, well, she's gonna... No, turn no one, one of them, them is, is taking injured. hits. Okay, so she's attacking that one, whichever it is. It's that one. This one? Yeah. Okay, so she's gonna attack him. All right. Because now she suddenly pops in and goes, surprise! Roll the attack. Uh, roll. Do diagonals still count with like it's just one? one. Just one. Come on. Oh, yeah. 19, that'll hit. What's uh, 19, the damage? Uh, so it's 2d10 again, I think. Yeah. It's two, 2 weapon damage plus charisma same modifier. So. Yeah, that's two, so yes. same thing, 2d10. Uh, nice. 10, 10 plus 9, so 19 plus another 5. Twenty-four. Just five. Wait, wait, wait. Plus Go five down damage. here. No, look down there. That's the total. Oh, but why is this safe? Because that's five? just telling you that's the. Yeah, use a bunch of other stuff. That's all your weapon you damage and everything else too. Yeah. Get her. So nineteen plus ten. Twenty-nine that's damage. Twenty-nine damage. All right. Oh, and, we are, we are, and now we're, she's we're, back. Second floor. And better. This is round two. This is the back. second board in galaxy. Ever. All right. 29 damage, What's going and on that is your whole turn. That's my whole turn. Kala. Okay. Uh, that new position. Okay, wait. First, uh, minor action. And she's uh, like, get the bruiser! Uh, that, uh, the, he's running up the, the bear. Chain. Uh, the shadow. How much did he go? Oh, so uh, it's six, six, right? like this. It's a shadow ape, actually. A shadow ape, not like my acid apes. All right. Yeah, watch out for the acid. Acid apes. Uh, he is climbing up the chain. Uh, uh, so he's apes. just continuing to acid apes. Um, okay, oh, this is one of the tough guys, right? Uh, yeah, he's yes, bloody. he's the bruiser, and he is blade. She told him all. I'm thinking I should just name a strafe. Finish Get that out guy. Of here. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. Nice. Destroy him. him. He's pretty Turn easy around. to hit too. Jack it up. Action point. Jack it up again. Okay. Um. I just appeared there and just with this a deep roar, I gr- grab onto him with my claws and just uh, bite into the back of his neck. I'm Howie. using latch on, so Go it's wisdom versus reflex plus the move action. Alright. Uh, 25. 20, 26, 27. Yeah, 27 because of combat uh, advantage. Against AC? Against reflex. Against reflex, that will be plenty. 
Okay. As he cool. is a slow, he's a slow brute wielding okay, thing. Battle axe. Uh, he's already a halfling, so it's humongous. So I grab <laughs> him, by the way, and then I also shake do him. Give him a shake. 2d10 plus wisdom. Alright. So plus 8. Break his neck. Yeah, the total uh, damage is on the bottom of that. Maybe. Like Just 12 points shape. of damage. Maybe. But uh, he is grabbed, and he Six takes a uh, penalty check to escape the grab equal to my dexterity modifier. Alright. You're so grabbed. He took his damage. Is that your whole turn? Uh, I get a plus one to attack rolls against bladed enemy, plus one d ten to damage rolls and beast form enemies, granting combat advantage to you. So an extra d ten. Nice. Another one. Oh, all right. One extra point of damage for that feat. I'll take it. Okay. Next is. Oh, I uh, wait, and then this guy is on his own, so he's gonna go towards the closest. Uh, okay. he's gonna move. Towards the closest bad guy, and that's all he does. Uh, that would okay. probably be towards that, that little guy, blue fellow, wouldn't this it? Guy yeah, here. he moves adjacent. I thought he was towards the front of the ship. Adjacent to an enemy. Oh, he is towards the front. So it'll be this guy. You can see him around the wing. If it can, it has fly eight. Uh, that enemy right, grants combat advantage until the end of the next turn. Right. So he goes one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So he moves the guy moving here. towards that. As more like a guy right here. Okay, so. cool. He right here. So he's still cool. Okay. All right. Sweet. Then nice the thugs attack. Sweet, man. You don't give me nothing. Uh, one of them moves here, trying to attack up at Q. Uh, and these three all attack Aurora, while these ones shift towards. And you notice that these halflings, it's when they are goblin. fighting in a group, that guy brought uh, lunch. When they are fighting in a group, they have the ability to kind of use each other to use each other and uh, and they're definitely harder to hit as they kind of move around and yes. move around in a crowd very easily. Nice. Uh, so this one actually moves all the way around here, provoking opportunity attack from you. Yeah. Melee basic. Uh, Nine plus. Plus uh, 4, 15, and then 16, 17, right? Yes. So 26? 26, not enough. So they get into position. That first thug attacks with combat advantage. Combat against who? This is against him. I thought they don't get combat advantage because we have... He, uh... No, we yeah, have, we have combat advantage. They can also get combat advantage. He's not bloody. 33 he? versus AC. Yeah, that hits. That'll deal 9 damage. Okay, cool. The next one without combat advantage attacks Kala. Uh, for 26 versus AC. Um, that oh, would have hit, except I leveled up. Oh, yeah. All so right. That doesn't hit by one. The next one attacks. Ooh. Yeah, that'll be a 25 versus AC. Yeah, yeah. Also, it does not wiki, hit. Wiki. The yeah. uh, the three that attack Aurora. This will the first. all hit. 33 versus AC. I know, right. I know my DM. 99, or 9 damage. 99 damage? What the, the fuck? The next one damage is, is a on the wall. 32 versus AC yeah. for See, 9 damage. Like and the next one is a 2. 24 versus AC. Uh, that does not hit. Does not hit. Yeah. So the first two hit. And then the guy swinging up from below at Green Q. 24. Green 24. It's a hard position for him to attack from, so he takes a penalty. And Pony rolls badly anyway. And gets a 21 versus AC. Awesome. 21. Back down to bloody I go. Alright, Hugh is up next. Uh, did he move closer to me? Sorry. He did. He did. Uh, so oh, I only get one immediate reaction per round. Is that how yes. it works? Okay. So you couldn't do it again. Spinning okay. Viper. 
That's sad. So, if you say it's me uh, now, or it's your turn. It's my turn. Hugh shifts back to here. There. Wait, I'm still within one range. And we still got Uh, okay, hang on. I can pop. I'm up a square, but I'm still adjacent to this guy. Is that correct? Uh, you are up a square, but still adjacent because it's only five squares up. You're like diagonally adjacent. Right. Okay. Um, can I go here? No, not really. Uh, that would be precarious. What's precarious mean? If you got shot from there, you could potentially fall over because you're only like on half a square. Uh, It'd require like an acrobatics check to stay up. Else can't do that. I had something I wanted to do, but I want to do this. Uh, let's do half of it then. Okay, that's fine. Uh, we'll do evasive strike then. All right. Actually, no, we won't do that one. We'll just do nimble strike. Uh, so I shift one. Kills it. It doesn't work. I have to do evasive strike. Okay. Uh, so do evasive strike. So we shift. Four. So one, two. Uh, that's a post, isn't it? Yeah. You can stand next to it. We can't move through it. Three. That's fine, I guess. And you're doing that before the attack? Yeah, that's how it works. Okay. Okay. And we're attacking this guy. Well, what does he look like? He's one of the thugs with the 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 cutlasses. Okay. Kind of a waste, but I'm hoping maybe fire, fire damage. That's the point. The fire uh, arrow, huge. With a fire arrow, he well, attacks. Fire burst arrow. All right. Yes. Get him. It's sorry. That's the wrong thing. Two fire burst arrows. You're trying no, to no. Oh, no, it's just one arrow. Combat it's advantage. Just one attack. Oh right. Combat advantage. So 28 AC against Is the thug. And you ignore cover. Uh yes, because I have my arrows. Then you glass. just barely hit him. Awesome. Uh, is he a? He's a minion. He's a minion. So he dies, and everybody else adjacent to him takes 1d6 damage. Roll the damage, and it just, as the fire arrow shoots forward, it just, it burrows inside the guy's body, and then explodes outwards, uh, launching blood and guts in every direction, and completely burning those two thugs to death. And to all creatures adjacent, so hit all creatures adjacent as well. Don't worry. I was going to yell the game to dive. Wait, wait, you were just fire. She has five fire resistance. She's my, like, and my my shield just starts to glow, and then I look over. I'm like, oh, fire! Resistance to fire. It does kill a crew member. I was gonna yeah. yell to him to yell to to go stir. Okay. Yeah, he can move, but I forgot to. Um, so these two take four damage. Got it. Is that your whole turn? Uh, I have was a move standard with also a minor. Act. We will uh, Corey. Let's Corey this fellow right in front of us. Nice fire burst. Yes. Oh, and that's one less fire burst. Is there an eagle? It's that's a great eagle. Give it some sailor. It's pretty great. Fire yeah. Needs to be kissing its ones. Like hairy arms. So, uh, I'm sorry. You were doing coring this one. Got you cored him. Gotcha. And that's it. That's it. The bruiser is now bruiser. in the jaws of uh, in the jaws of Kala's lion not form. It does not. However, the bruiser does not even attempt to escape. Uh, as he's just holding it. He takes his battle axe and just attempts to swing it in at Kala's side. Actually, oh, that you, being my bruiser. Yes, you can, yeah, you can definitely attack. Bruiser, you just you can't move hit. away. Yeah. Got him by the like back of the neak. neck. He's like, Meh. He is actually going to 
Loser, more like a loser. Yeah. Uh, closer. Oh, my halfling shouldn't have been hit by you. Oh well. Uh oh. I always forget their temporary bonuses. Ah. Um. But that is yes, my fault as the cheap. battle axe swings in with combat advantage. So plus two. Ooh. 25 versus AC. That doesn't hit. No. Not enough. Kalaz holding him and unable to. Uh, the guy's unable to get a good swing in due to the pain <laughs> from being. The lion. I'm, I'm holding him like this. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and that is the bruises turn. It is Damon now. Damon. Damon turns. Quarrying the door as he focuses <laughs> on it. Uh, that door's going down. Almost willing himself through the woods, he brings up furious gale force winds that begin to tear and claw at the wooden surface. Yay! Did then, I check to make sure the door was open? Or was it open? <laughs> it was from the other side. Is the door open? We already No, the door's not discussion. open. We already had this discussion. It's Thanks. Just Uh And he, uh... Lays at, uh, lays waste to it with his scimitar of the twin strike. All right. You also, you uh, use strength checks to try to bust it down. Athletics. Uh, well then. Do you trust your athletics? Would you rather just do some gale force? I would like to do some gale force blasts. Um, so it's going to be twenty-four and a uh, twenty-seven versus AC. The twenty-seven will hit. Okay. Doing nice 11, 19. Hold on, 19 plus 5, 24 damage to it. 24 damage to it. And for the miss, 5 more damage to it. Give me the total amount. Uh, These are two attacks. I have to, uh, that's why we give it to you separately. Uh, okay. Uh, whatever. Uh, so 20, 29 four, damage total? Yeah, 29 damage total from those two attacks. <coughs> it. Uh, you crack uh, an opening in it through the metal reinforced bars, and it looks like uh, it is almost uh, almost destroyed. Could I see through it to teleport through it? Yes, you can. You can see through Boom! it. Um, you want to finish up this door while I take my shit? Take. Press it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to go shit on that thing inside. All right. So, uh, using an action point. Whatever. Damon teleports <laughs> through the door. Huh. Teleports through the door? Yeah. Does Damon teleport like Alright. Uh I'm seeing so it that's, in that's the side. That's before my standard action, so I get to teleport three squares. Wait, before your standard action? I get, oh, this is an I attack. Get, I get a three, yeah, I get a three square teleport <laughs> before <laughs> after I take the action for my action point. Yes, there you go. Bam. Perfect. I actually died. Okay, so I'm gonna go. Teleport in here. Uh, this is another door. That is another door. And that's stairs going. Stairs going down. Stairs going down. Anyone in here? Uh, nope. You don't see anyone in this immediate area. Go uh, go go! Gotta go down. Mm, gotta check the door. I will tell. I will tell. I will check here and uh, see if I can open. See if chest the door is right. locked. Then I will use my... Opening a door is a minor action. Do you have a minor action? Yeah, I have a standard action. To... So you're going to use that to try to test the door. Oh, I, can use... I can't test the door? You already Testing know it's it's, it's a minor action. Well, well, you already told me, so I should probably spend it. No, no that's fine. Uh, well, then I... Just keep that in mind next time. Okay. Well, then I know where the thing is, so I got to go for it. Well, I'm yeah, going to yeah, move. Yeah, I'll, I'll get the door. Two, three... It's almost gone. 
for. So I want to go down. You move your turkey out of the way. Yeah. I, Here we go. The under part. You're here. Here, let's take that end piece and stick it over here. Uh, so as uh, before I go down there, as a move action, can I do that thing with, with Kel- Kalar to go after and suppress yeah. that guy? Do a nature check as a move action before I go down there? You're doing what? I want to use a nature check to send her after that thing. Uh, you have a um, minor, you have a move action? Yeah, yeah a move action. Yeah, I did a standard... Attack. Yeah, I do have a move action left. You have a move action left, and yes, go ahead and use uh, a nature check. Okay. Uh, critical. Yep. That will be enough. Kalar takes flight, moving towards the. Uh, Kalar? Kalar. What did I say? Kalar. Oh, it's cool. To use the Kalar. It's cool, it's enough. That's my He's going to harass. Free bird. And um, down here, I can go. Ah. Uh, Oh my god! How, far, how much move is to get down the stairs? Do I see anyone here? I guess. Uh, it goes this is one, two, and then another move to go back because it's a spiral. Yeah, I had two left, so All right. I went. Okay. Down here, you see, uh, down this hallway appears to be a uh, like a large uh, um, mess hall. There's a bunch of uh, chairs, and there's nobody down here. Fuck yeah! This is weird. Um, and then down these hallways is the rest of the ship, and these appear to be like crew quarters. This is some sort of Damon goes to like call and he says, "No, I know Brandis is on the way. Turn over." All right. He does five damage to the staircase. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm actually I hate this ship. Yeah, I fucking hate this ship. I should have take this ship. Yeah. Great idea. Uh, All right. The first mate down here, which was this guy. Yeah, that's him. Uh, is going to. He shifts this way, seeing uh, seeing his ally in the clutches of the uh, of the lion. <laughs> he <laughs> he holds out his sword as a burst of thunder shoots forward at thunder punch, and with a huge force, the first mate's thunder burst shoots out. Oops. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah! Uh, wait till it hits. Okay. That doesn't hit. Okay. 21 versus reflex. Uh, 24 reflex. And it recharges on a 6, so it only has a 1 6 chance of him being able to use it right. next round. Ah, uh, first uh, made Thunderburst. Ren. <laughs> Not Ren. First <laughs> Ren's at the bottom. Thunderburst over. The Corsairs. Uh, now, did you mark the Corsairs? No, you didn't. She marked. She attacked one of them. They're all subject to my. Divine Strange! Well, not anymore. Were. You just use the new attack that did that? Probably not. No. Okay, they will. They better attack me though, because I'm gonna kick their asses. Uh, they can't really move away from you, and they are already have combat advantage with you, and so they are actually pretty happy to continue to attack you with their combat it's advantage. It's a mutually beneficial relationship. Here you go, first one. No! Oh. Only a two. So 21 versus AC, not enough. Uh, green 21, green 21. Next is a. 33 Ooh. versus AC. Red 33. Red 33. And that'll be a 14 damage, and he can shift 3 because he has combat advantage, but he will not because he is still Happy flanking. Where he is. I need. I need. Um, uh, Tashi is eating something. Why is she not eating something? I know. What is this, Oh, you like the plate? So, uh, does Brandis next? 
Brandis is always ready. Brandis is also, gonna do... Also, real quick. Uh, oh, at the top of this round, and the top of the previous round, this is the... Oh, do more damage? No, so we just need one more. So, uh... The, the hip, ship hit points are now at 600. Really no! And how many enemies are on deck? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And none of them are marked. For that gem of a joke, I will. Four crew die while uh, fighting with the, uh, while helping you fight, because they're just, they're fighting offensively, going all out as, uh... Only 950 to go! As a few of them get stabbed through by the thugs' cutlasses, and the, uh, the blast from his thunderburst while, um, while Kalal was able to resist it, one of his allies (laughs) next to him just gets launched overboard by his blast of thunder. and I leap out of the (laughs) way. Yeah. And it, you see it just rips mm. off his arm as he flies oh into the thing. The incredible amount of force. Maybe the, the cold blast. water will keep it cool until we can treat him. <laughs> the uh, the, uh, the captain, you <laughs> see, he's struggling to uh, he's struggling to control the ship as the uh, as the wheels. You just see him, and he goes, he goes, Arr, it's it's ding through half the ship. We don't have much time left. We don't have much time left. We're almost bloodied. The ship is bloody. The ship is bloody. Uh, now, uh, oh, so the bloody ship. We're at the top of a round. It is twelve oh five. Need to know um, how much longer people can go. I don't want to keep going until people are so tired they can't play anymore. Uh, so you tell me. I have another rock star. I'll you share tell me it how late really you tired. can go because uh, I would rather not finish this next week, but we will if we have to. I don't want like last week where people got so exactly. tired. Exactly, and and that's my thing is I I could go for one more round, um, but I'd much rather be playing at at full capacity. Let's do one more round. Yeah, one more round. I, I can definitely do one more round. When it comes to more than that, then it's up for discussion. I don't. Okay. Want, I don't want. So to stop for now. sure, one more round. Brandis, go. Okay. Um. Then. Uh, okay. So I was trying to figure out how to do this. Here's some logistics for you. Charge right. it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Boom. Don't. So move action to get off there because. I finally got rid of that power and finally have a use for it. <laughs> so I can't. So it's mo- dismounting is a move action, right? That's just a standard. I think he said a standard. Or great, it's dismounting move or standard. Dismounting is a standard action. Standard action. I will double check, but it's a uh, double door though. Remember, that's why you originally had taken that feat to make it so you could dismount as a. Minor. Yeah, I thought it took it down from a move, but all right. I will double check. Nah, it's all it's fine. I'll count as a standard for now. Um. Then what I'll st- I was gonna use an action point anyway, so this is this is fine. Um, so instead of charging, so yeah, standard action. Now I'm gonna dismount. Okay, I don't really care at this point. Um, right. I dismount as a standard move here. Action point. Instead of charging, I'm gonna use master stroke. All right. Door. Strike it. So that is plenty of AC. Wow. Um, good lord. Twenty-five. Versus AC? 25 versus AC is enough to hit the door. Um, I think. That? Yeah, terrible. Call it enough. And then I rolled. Son of a bitch! How much damage? 18 damage. That is enough to finish breaking down the door as it flies off of its hinges and slams into the other door uh, on the other side there. That is clearly uh, um, the quarters of some officer. Um, Brandis jumps off and then. Uh, and, and just. Pushes through the bolts that are here and and kicks open the door. He he, he kicks in. Do you have a minor action? Maybe you should tell 
her to have our backs and try to maintain this little zone. Just, um, Eat anything that gets in close range. Yeah, yeah, minor action. I'll do a, I mean, can I do a, a minor action major check just to stay there and bite stuff? Um, it's probably your instincts. 28. Anyway. Yeah. 28 nature to continue doing what you normally do. Yeah, suppress um, the deck. Uh, maintain the beach. Yes, what Brandon says is, Corva, uh, don't let anyone by. And so, yeah. So, Standard move, standard. Viva Corva! Yeah, I, I, dang. It's a move that I could have charged and then action point to run down there, but whatever. Hey, look, it was worth that it. About the, as quick you got up that chain. Yes. Yeah. Alright. Next. Oh, and don't forget, yeah, it's, it's uh, rough terrain there, but I guess you go. Yeah, I have. I, I, I only moved from. I could have I dismounted to here. You five foot stuff. You see the glider. Turn around and fly, uh, fly wide, taking a couple shots at Damon. Uh, Kalar is staying along with it, harassing it, but not really doing any significant attacks. Yeah. Um, and it it's fires quick. three quick shots in its volley of bolts. Here is the first one. Thirty versus AC, uh, twenty-eight versus AC. 28 versus AC? 28 versus AC does not hit. <laughs> Next is a... I mean, I was against me. 38 versus AC. Barely. Oh, that hits. Yes, that hits. Alright, that will be 16 damage. And I don't vote because And the next is a 30 versus AC. Um... 30 just barely meets. That's the saddest thing ever. it all? So 15 damage. I'm going to use immediate reaction on the second one uh, to uh, uh, reduce it by 8 damage. So what was it, 16? It was, the second one was 15 damage? Yes. Okay. This is, yeah. the, this is the third one. Yes. Okay. So That's 15. what I meant. The second one that hit. The, the third second one, one. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, well, no. Was the first one that hit 16 damage? I don't remember. Okay. I thought it was 16 damage. Um... Minus 8, so 8 plus 15, 23. Alright, cool. Gotcha. And uh, Kalar's harassing it. It tries to fly by, but its uh, movement gets slowed down. It's kind of just hitting it and throwing it a little off um, off balance as it is staying there over the uh, over the airship. Oh, it cool. does not appear to be able to hover. It continues to to move like a, right, right, right. Like a plane. Nice. A lot like a plane. And... Aurora is up. I think it's a plane. Alright. Looks like a plane. plane. Smells like a plane. Shoots like a dick hit. Oh, yes. I will put the plane in the trophy. If I shift here, will they be able to attack a Marumi? Um, That is an opportunity attack on a shift. If you shift there, no. Okay, I'm going to shift there. And with this shift... A mighty shift indeed. uh, Um... And kind of with a flick of her wrist, sw- uh, swings the hammer around her in a circle, and kind of a little arc of light follows the hammer, kind of like mm. an echo, and starts to expand uh, in a ring around her as a, a, a burst of uh, energy comes out, attacking everyone within uh, close burst three. All right. All the bad guys, that is. So, starting with this guy. I, uh, 26, 7, 8 versus reflex. 26. 8, 28. 28 versus reflex will hit. Woohoo! 
Next, this guy. Okay, 16, so more than that. Okay, that'll hit. This is against these two guys? These two guys. Okay. Uh, next guy, he'll, he'll, take, All right. he'll take a little. A, uh, another 28. 28, that hits. Uh, next guy. Let's see. Him. That guy. <laughs> That'll miss. That misses. Uh, this guy. A hit. That hits. This guy. Uh, six. So then how many of you? That's a three, whole right? 21. 23. Yeah, 23. 23 reflex. will hit with combat advantage unless you already accounted for that. 23. Uh, did you count? Did you add combat advantage? No. So it's 25. It hits. Oh. And then this is too far away, right? Yeah. It's within three? Yeah, within burst three. Okay. These are minions, and Ooh. they die. You missed none of them, right? No, you missed no, this guy. No, I missed um, this guy. Oh, you missed that guy. Yeah. So roll damage for the two Corsairs and the first mate. Okay, nice. so the first Corsair takes 2d6. Don't they all take the same? No. Is that a burst, or what? Um, do they? Yes, they all take the same Close damage. Blast? So yeah, 5 they all take the same. Yeah. plus 10, 15 damage. 15 damage. Okay, and that was against uh, first mate, not the bruiser, and, both corsairs. And the thing you notice about in this burst three zone, which um, you are actually in. First mate is bloodied, and uh, this guy's bloodied. Ooh, nice. Let's just turn over there. Um, everything with, within this zone is actually kind of shining in a unnatural sort of way. Like everything just became opalescent and lacquered. In a kind of unusual, Ooh. sparkly way. Lacquered. Um, uh, which is it's still shiny, like everything is kind of glistening. Um, oh, let's get the. <laughs> and I uh, just want to mark that zone somehow. Alright, we'll mark the zone in a bit, but let's move on to the next person's turn unless mark you're doing something zone. else. Are you doing anything else on your turn? Um, that What's was the zone an do? attack. You have a miner left. I'm gonna, to I'm gonna drink my health potion. Because you could challenge two people uh, because you can attack I drink them all. A, can I drink my health potion? You could also and do, that. do that. No. I thought that was a minor. Each of those is a minor. Oh, and you have two miners and a. You have a standard move minor. And you did your move. So you moved. Your you standard was to attack, and now you have one minor left. I, you have an action oh, point left? Oh, I did left. move. I forgot you moved. I moved. Yeah, you shifted to, to uh, be, uh, hit more people with your thing. Ooh, I, unless I, action point? Yeah, I have. Um, unless I can get guaranteed that I'm going to get a heal. I can't guarantee it. Then I'm just going to drink my health potion. Not going to mark them. Okay, drink your health potion. Kala is next. Okay. And we'll mark that zone for you. Uh, that guy's bloody. Plus, He's just just. Is it three by three? No. Gonna seven, try and seven. finish him up. He's just doing it's a savage rend. Wisdom versus reflex. So he's got this guy in his jaws, and he throws him into the air and just rakes him with his claw. Oh it would have broke the uh, grab too if that guy had pushed you. But Plus 15. Oh, it's a wide. Man, that. Ouch. You've been getting. If I use down. an action point, can I do it again? No. Uh, you can use an oh, action yeah, point to take another standard attack, action. But that is it. I'm going for it. I don't like this guy. Do My it. Yeah. Has been really well. Do better. I command you. I have a tough time getting free from my teeth. And then I throw him again. Hey, that's better. 
16 plus 15. So 31. 31 versus reflex. Yeah, that's reflex. everybody. So everyone. 31 versus reflex. That'll definitely hit. Oh, wait, 30. Well, within the zone. Yeah, that's still hits. Roll the damage. Okay, so it's going to be 1d8 plus 8 plus 1d10. Come on, guys. Ah, d10. What are you doing here? Uh, so that's 9 plus 8 is 17 points of damage. 17 points of damage. All right, he is hurting. Okay, good. And then with my minor action, I'm commanding... Mr. Dude, uh, the Shadow Apes climbs six more. That's Shadow Apes on the way up. Someday he'll get there. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six. He's out of the fog. Is he close enough to see these guys? No? Shadow, uh, Shadow Ape is. Yes. Okay, you're on your own, Shadow Ape. Next He's right there. They're on your own, Shadow Ape. Who's adjacent to that dude on the edge there? Yep, no, well. And as combat advantage. He's flying straight up, so. Yeah. There you go. Uh, And that is my turn. Alright. Oh, wait, I can take a uh, a five foot shuffle. Yeah, you can take a five foot shuffle. Um, Will will that drop the hold? Uh, You gotta stay adjacent to him, otherwise, there's a check. I'm just gonna shuffle like that. Let's move a little away from those guys. These guys um, move those three, move those two guys adjacent to the, uh, the bird over there. And um, then this guy charges. Actually, he moves here and then starts spinning around, uh, starts spinning around and coming in with uh, his blade, just starts coming in from all directions as he he dances with the blade coming in uh, on Brandis, who just knocked down that thing there. So I am worried. The blade dance. Get that was the one that oh. did like a buttload. Ah! Oh, oh. Critical. You're dead. That will deal 37 damage and daze. Ooh, no. Uh, oh, fucking hell! Yeah. You already used one of my reaction powers. I would have used my much better one to reduce it for much more damage. Ah! Uh. Hindsight. So he shifted yeah. before the attack. That is. And I can't even do like yep, a strike it. back thing or something. And 37. Totally that, that guy there charges Corva. Ooh, that hurts. Ah. Uh, How you doing? What a 19. Corva gets charged by 19? a 19, right? thug for a 28 versus AC. Uh, uh Corva. Corva, that hits. Yeah, yeah. Nine damage. Minus Those three nine. over there all uh, attack the bird, the bird okay. uh, the on the edge there. Uh, AC is 27. Oh, the first one is a critical. Um, days, right? No, Corva's days. For 13 damage. Okay, that's fine. No, the guy that hit me. Yeah, oh, the next one oh, I thought he Corva. is a 33 versus AC. Yeah, it hits. Nine damage. Okay. The next one is a 28 versus AC. Uh, 28 hits? Jeez. Another nine damage. Okay. They'll come with their colors. Just seeing this, is it a firebird? No, it's no, a... No, it's just a... It's a great eagle. I'll that's right. You. It's a huge eagle. They're just slicing at it, seeing it come that's over that's the that's edge that's here. That's it's just a great eagle. It looks like this, right? <laughs> Jesus. Why would they say With sailor tattoos. <laughs> I, I would attack that Which if it started to aborted my ship. What's uh, the deal here? What's um, the deal? You see my beast? The, uh, he goes, 
the, these guys Internet, here this is move what, like, over. Great Eagle looks like. <laughs> Internet. Oh, great and powerful Internet. So uh, those four guys there all take daggers and throw what? them up at Shalahar. <laughs> Where did they get their daggers from? Yeah, and you, Brandis uh, can hear uh, Yargo, the voice of Yargo, shout from uh, from the flying machine saying, Get this thing off of me! And they throw their daggers up. Oh, oh that's Yargo. Oh, yeah. I mean, unless there's... First one is 39 versus yeah, yeah. 18. Yeah, Kevin, I would love to concentrate Nine on damage. Oh, one will hit. Okay. A one will hit. Stop them! Well, if they actually roll a one, it misses, so... Okay. Uh, the next one is also nine damage. Yep. The next one is also nine damage. Okay. And the last one is also nine damage. Gotcha. They all hit? He said a one will hit. Yeah, but they have plus 20 and she has 21. Kalar is a level three mount. (laughs) Oh, she should upgrade with him. Well, that's that's in his plan. I'd love to buy the upgrade. Um, That's not at the moment uh, feasible. Yeah, the the next level up hippogriff is... Is much yeah. Cora is no rock star either. I mean, the next level hippogriff <laughs> is the most expensive on. thing in the game. Uh, <laughs> it's like a couple of million, <laughs> it's half a million gold. <laughs> so uh, it's I, one rare and massive dwarven but see, gem. But see, I figure that's if you bought one pre-trained and everything. The fact is, you are these two also charge Corva. Probably get half off if I got an egg. No. Those two charge Corva, and here they are with their bonus. The first one is a 37 versus AC. She has 18 AC! Oh, okay, so 9 damage, and the second one There's is... Less. <laughs> oh, that's right, got the fighting. second one is 9, nine more damage. Uh, how much Wait, do they do 10 on a charge? Extra damage? One extra? No, one is no, it's more than a hit. Oh, just a hit, yeah. How much we damage was there? 9, nine, nine, nine. Yeah, I like, we've spent so long getting that is, animals up here. That is all of them. It is now Hugh's turn. <laughs> it is now Hugh's turn. <laughs> oh, Hugh. Your okay, how how dead are people looking down here? This guy's bloody. This bloody. guy's pretty hurt. Like really bloody. Uh huh. This guy's bloody. Uh huh. And that's all I know. All right, we are going to do. Let's do split the tree on these two ugly little people over I mean, here. What are people saying on mine? Tagging. Second. What are people saying online? Uh, lots of stuff. I don't read the chat most of the time. It's too distracting. It is uh, distracting. The first couple weeks yeah. I was reading the chat a lot and oh, found that I kept missing what people were saying. So, so. I'll give you an example. Oh, it's D&D? <laughs> a lot of people come in just browsing Justin TV and so they don't I can know what play we're on playing. Sundays. Yeah. So people tell them about it. It's because they're religious. Alright, so on the first mate, I respect their religion. Uh, we have combat advantage Easy. still, yes? Yes, so that one is a... Uh, 20 plus 7 plus these chords, that's 28 AC on the first mate. Uh, on the first mate, 28 AC uh-huh. will hit. Excellent. Uh, and then... Combat advantage. That was yeah, in there. Did it. Right. I didn't roll that high. We're missed without And then on the second bruiser, luckily that was the red one, so... Uh, combat advantage, 20, 26, plus he is also quarry no. 27. That will also hit. Excellent. Woo-hoo! Those are... Fat damage. So they each take two d twelve plus thirteen, and one of them gets the quarry damage. We'll see which one dies first, and then we'll—if any of them die—and then we'll apply the quarry damage. That's well, you got to choose before, technically. Uh, it actually says at the quarry damage, you can apply it at the end of your turn if you have multiple attacks. Oh, well, excellent. Cool then. Yeah, if you Not- make multiple attacks in a round, you decide which attack to apply the quarry damage to 
to after all the attacks are rolled. Cool. Oh, after all the attacks are rolled. Uh, that's um, fine. Damage too. I, I, I don't care. Okay. So on this More one, tactical. his damage takes for the first part. So that's Whoa. 13 plus 13 is 26. 26 damage, and this is against the first one. First on the first mate. mate. Okay, 26. Gotcha. And then on the bruiser, he takes. Oh, oh that's much better. Uh, is that a ghetto 20, crit? No, no. Almost. Well, almost. Uh, he takes 23. 23 no, damage. Excuse me, 23 plus 13, plus so 13. 36. I was 36 say. damage. Uh, are either of them dead? You should die. No, the bruiser oh is uh, real close. Oh, bruiser is real close. We'll apply the quarry damage to him then. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, 14 damage. Ow! And in Kala's teeth, nice. just gets pelted with the arrow, piercing all the way through him. He just goes limp. One's uh, about to miss, he gets and forced. he's moving the way. So he gets I like hit. that he gets forced further into my mouth, and I accidentally swallow it. Oh, I told it halfway. The great arrow just... Hide the fedora! The great arrow hits him right through the neck, detaching it completely, and the head goes into Kala's dire lion's mouth. Excellent. Upon the bruiser's death, huge archer's glory. Archer's blows an action point. Blows an action point. Blows an action point upon using action. One one of my attacks drops a target to zero or fewer hit points. I gain an action point, which I must spend before the end of my next turn. I'm going to spend it now. Gotcha. Have you already used your regular action point? No. No, because you can only still only use one action point. Yes. Right gotcha. I still not use my action cool. point. So, then he's going to blow his other daily attacks on the run on these two. Nice. All right. Ducks. Uh, and only Come one of them is quarried. I believe this is the one who is quarried. This so, bloody. Okay. No, yes. I have a minor. Days. So this guy's dead. You need any attack, you're going to make two strengths. Right. Yeah. Yeah. One or two targets. Yes. Okay, so let's do blue. You tell me to go. Let's do blue on this one, who is quarried, and red on this one, who is not. That's true. We got bigger fish. Oh, yes. Not bad. Okay. That could hit. What are the totals? Blue. So blue is. Uh, 32. That's yeah. enough against AC. And then the other one, yes, against AC. And then the other one is 28. They're against both AC. Hit. Excellent. Woo! So, nice. blue takes, and I've already done quarry damage. So, right. blue takes. Ooh. So, that's nice. low ones. 2, 5, plus 9, 14, plus 13, uh, 27. 27 damage to uh, this Corsair right here. Gotcha. And then the other one takes... Better! That's much better! Okay, so 11 plus 12, 23 plus 13, 36. 36 damage against the other one, and he is looking worse for a weather. He was already bloody, and he is quite Yeesh, low now. And I can do all kinds of moving yeah. stuff, but I'm really comfortable where I am. They're company Yargo. So I, I have don't know what move left. crazierly. Uh, so like one of my guys is dead. The so bruiser is dead, and then he's gonna go ahead and quarry the other corsair. All right. With his miner. The bruiser is. Dead. And then he's got a move, which he'll go ahead and everybody else is done. Who needs to get done? Let's do a no. That's it. Let's call it good. We're done. You're doing nature check. Let's do a nature check on the corsair. 
How about that? <laughs> 17 plus, I think, 12? Yeah, I think it's a lot. Yeah, uh, plus uh, plus fourteen, so that's thirty-one. You know that the uh, that all of the halflings get a plus two bonus to their AC and reflex if they have one uh, um, ally adjacent to them, and plus four if they have two or more allies adjacent to them. You also know that the DM is terrible at remembering that and has never once applied those entire combat. Wow. Um, you also know that they deal extra damage on uh, combat advantage, and that their will is by far their weakest defense. Okay. Cool. Mm. Yeah, that's why you punch them in the will. I punch them in their will. Oh. Real. Ah. Also, if anybody has any ranged that. attacks, or at least, I guess, you two, oh, Damon okay. is up next. If either of you have ranged attacks that you use, be sure to tell me, because I can shoot someone when you do. I will let you know. Stick the plan. Damon falters for a moment. I must go back for Brandis, but then he says, there's no way anyone shorter than my knee could bring down a brute of a man like Brandis. Onward! Well, I'm gonna run this way. One, two. As soon as you turn that corner, Uh-oh. a halfling. You come around the corner. Okay. A halfling charges oh my forward God. Ah, with a battle axe. Speaking of, yeah, it just took like three of our party members to bring down one of those guys. Okay. He. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> the bruiser. Oh, jeez, that's another bruiser. Those took a few bruisers. hits. Throw him out the window. Boom, only gets a five. Run by him. Ignore yeah. him. 21 versus going. AC. I cannot oh, take wait. opportunity attacks on my turn. Correct. Okay. Nor immediate actions. Also, you were running. But that just grants combat advantage, right? Mm-hmm. Which, oh, so it's an extra extra two. 23 versus AC. That is it. He's got right. little legs. I run him. Um... Yeah, yeah, so he swings as he comes. He does, however, take a minus big chunk to any attacks he makes after he moves. Because of he's running. If you are well, running, running. I'm running. Yeah, if you're running, five, you take a minus yeah, yeah. five. I'm not trying to attack this guy. I just want to get yeah. by him. But now we got to fight him. I mean, no, go through. I don't know. I can take. I can take more opportunity attacks. I guess I can just keep resting. Yeah, priority number one. You can only take. All right. You can only make one. Of, you can only one make one. Yeah. So, give it to me. Uh, oh, he still gets uh combat advantage. Never. Oh, you're lucky. Twenty-one versus AC. He's just like whoop. <laughs> I like you run over. All right. Like, he's like, oh, you must be in a so hurry. Can't take Adrian more. Peterson, bitch, and keeps going, and makes it all the way to the door. And he gets there, and pff, the door is locked. Oh, shit. Damn it! But it's it is not metal door. reinforced. It's, it's a. It's just Plus, a wooden door. Apply five damage to it. Five. <laughs> <laughs> My turn's not done yet. Yeah, I will do. Strength is that a double I- move? No, that's a single move. Eight squares. Wow. I All ran, right. I ran. That's why so I ran. you still have your uh, your standard action. Oh, so your standard action, you can make a strength check to try to bust it down. Athletics check. Uh, bust it down. Applied strength. Just fucking pick up some speed as I go and just throw my shoulder at it. Damn it. Right, yeah, do it. B- uh, bows his head and fucking guns it. Critical. <laughs> oh. Damn it. Just it never completely. stops moving. You yeah. just keep going. Moving. The door just comes <gasps> off this hinges straight forward. Dale is really a big guy. He flies thirty-seven. Like, like, maybe I don't hit it as well, but I hit it right. Into a pile okay. of now, I would say that crinkling that door kills the guy <laughs> in front of the door. Yeah. Blam! Uh, just, oh, it just oh, falls oh, over and smashes smash. a halfling uh, <laughs> onto the ground. Killing him. Into a pace. As four others are holding, uh, are holding cutlasses. <laughs> okay. And they're all like, uh, oopsie. 
Do you so do you was that a standard or a minor to be able to use to be able to knock the door down? That's a standard for sure. Okay, that's fine. And then I will, as a minor, like oh, heal myself. Greg, is that no, no thing need. in the middle? Is there a door anywhere? I don't because I don't see one drawn on there. Uh yeah, there's a door right here. Yeah, as a minor, okay. I will quarry. No, I won't quarry. What should I do? No, I won't do it. I will, okay, I'll just do a nature check on mm, on this guy. All right. Boop, 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 Roll please, it. Or? Uh, 29, 30, 31. You know that the bruiser's weakest defense is its will by far. It's a 19. <laughs> okay. Um, and you uh, you know it's AC and fortitude are highest, but again, he's a brute. Defenses are fairly low anyway. 24 is his highest defenses. That's why um, I always went for the brute. The, yeah. uh, <laughs> you also know that his executioner's swing can so only target slowed creatures and does exceptional damage. Uh, yeah. He also has a deadly encounter power. Uh, like that. Don't like that just at all. a regular attack. Is that that executioner All right, axe? and then as I take a quick no, look over my shoulder at, at the bruiser, I, uh... I take a quick stance to uh, see if I can uh, to prepare for the latest onslaught, and the defensive winds come to my aid, blowing this guy away Woo! to send him to wherever his brother went. Valhalla. Yeah. He just flies against the, the wall and hits it and falls over on him. He's not even looking at the guy. The wind just like just slashes Hala. out and the guy just like falls back with like a jugular. Like, Ew, gross. And falls over to bleed quietly to death. All right. And Damon's ready for these assholes. The I'm first gonna, I'm gonna punch mate. These jeans. What is this die for? Oh, that's, yeah, that's it's her a circle. Zone. Yes. Everyone gets a plus one of their defenses in there. Plus one defenses. He shifts over this direction, trying to put some distance between him and the arrows that have been piercing him. Uh, and he. Good luck with that. <laughs> He's uh, he tries to recharge his Thunderbird power. Like Twenty squares. And yeah. does not. So he will attack with his storm blade as he swings it forward, and you see thunder. uh, You see, uh, hear thunder shoot shoot out from it, and uh, and it gets engulfed in lightning as he swings at the tiny dire lion. The tiny dire lion. Well, yeah, someone pointed out he's tiny for a dire lion. Ah! But he looks like a dire lion. He's just a small version. Yeah, it doesn't fit. Isn't a small version Uh, of a dire lion a lion? Um, Alright, so this is a. This is the first mate storm blade, and he does not have combat advantage. Uh, the first is AC. Like if you see the mage difference, it's only a 24 versus AC. Not enough to hit, as Kala's form is very hardy, and the lightning does not manage to catch and just hits the ground around him. She has a giant black Oh, nice. Storm blade. Meanwhile. How is that first mate still up? I thought you. Fucked it up on that first. Right? No, he's a tough guy. You hear more. He's the first mate. I mean, come on. Yeah. First fall, mate. Ooh. You hear more cracking and creaking oh, no. as uh, as you hear wood splintering, Hurry, followed by a, you can even hear a huge gush of water start to uh, start to go. Ryan, get your dinner plate. You hear shouts to the coming up through the thing, saying, "We're taking on water!" Bailed. We should just send all the crew members. As your ship is now bloodied. Your ship is now splintered. We should take over that ship. Abandon ship! No! I should, yeah. There are more guys pouring up on board. You just have to hurry. 
gotta get that chain off. If they have as big of a ship as us, but they're all half the size. It's a larger ship. How many? Uh, oh, a larger ship. Yeah. And they're half our size. It's like a whole fucking colony. It's a, it's um, a halflings. Halfling, halfling. Also, yeah. <laughs> how many guys are on board? One, two, three, four. Only four? Mm-hmm. Are any of them marked? No, because you drank a potion. Three more get oh, run through as the Corsairs, when they're sorry, attacking Aurora, spin around and stab a couple of the guys as they just, you see their blades shoot right through their hearts and they fall Where right are the captain the and the first three mate more, you said? The, cap, three the more. first mate is directing all of the crew. He is, the ones doing stuff, he's just like yelling tactics to all of uh, you, mate. all the crew, keeping them operating uh, pretty efficiently, while the captain is, or uh, the captain is holding onto the wheel as it's as you're now taking on water, it's becoming harder and harder for him to keep control. And when you hear that last crack, the entire ship lurches Ooh. to one side. Suddenly, everybody needs to make an acrobatics check yeah. to avoid being slid What's the to the side. Or, do we know the challenge rating? Oh, no, uh, that, the difficulty that, is that, 21. Oh, no, acrobatics. Oh, I got 22. 14. 16. What is that ring I have, dude? Which ring? The one that's the Dwarven Lord one. It prevents you from being slid. At all? Excellent. I will probably use that. Yes. Um, It slides everyone four squares that away. Do you three squares? And what do you get? Oh, yeah, 22. So you passed. Yeah. I'm alive. You will go three squares. Oh, and some of the crew... Oh god. Three of the crew fall overboard in <laughs> no. to the water. Oh, Mike! Uh and Aurora, boom, boom. Oh, we're going to go outside. You have to like, interview not, 17 exceptional it. people or hold 17 tournaments. And tournaments. you are uh, right on the edge here, roll saving throw. Because it's not completely an edge, you'll get a plus two bonus. Oh, yeah. your saving throws. Yeah, my saving throws are shitty. Aurora goes over the edge into Aurora. the water. I mean, Right. Breathe it. Just breathe the water. Just let it breathe. That's true. You, you can, can breathe the water. That's really useless <laughs> to hey, me right now. Hand over hand until you find the drill the hole and you become <laughs> in At the least drill. I can breathe for five more minutes. If the water's going in strong enough, it'll probably just vortex you off. <laughs> you just go through the <laughs> Shoot right out the hole here. Um, so you're you're on the edge of the ship, but you're managed to hold on to the edge of the ship. You're not just going straight into the water. So I can use my amazing athletics to get back up. Now you're talking. Yeah, you can climb up the side. It is fairly easy. Athletics so the ship is built. Can you switch with someone? I already did that. Um, I wouldn't do that to anybody. Well, failed. Anyway. You failed. You're I failed. Slide. I use my ring. Hugh activates the extraordinary power of a magic ring, very rare in this world, and. Uh, calling upon the power of the dwarf lords, uh, his he becomes more stout for a moment as he has not slid and then stands upright again. Uh, everyone else, oh, but the enemies also. Do yeah, make that's checks. right. Go for Terrible. Uh, this is the first mate. Oh, I didn't want to go overboard. The first mate only gets bitch. a three. Uh, <laughs> first mate, go. And that will not be enough. Here's his saving throw. And he fails to save the throw. <laughs> Get the hell he out of here! He lurches and Ew. falls off the edge of the ship as Ew. well into Ew. the water. And just is like <laughs> the, the, the the thug um, rolls oh a seven, and the thug's acrobatics is right. plus eleven, so that'll be eighteen. Only eighteen, not enough. 
He also oh goes God. overboard with a saving throw, passes the saving throw, so he is just prone right there. Okay. And the two Corsairs, the first one gets an 8 plus a <laughs> 11, is only a 19. He goes overboard. He ah. passes the saving throw. Uh, uh, <laughs> all caught up in the <laughs> And wow. the he last really one was. rolls a 1. He doesn't even get a saving throw. Oh, but he has not enough squares. Yeah. Wait, it was four? Four yeah, squares. Four. Then he does go overboard. Or is <laughs> like, oh hell no. You really and draw with his... a fucking short straw to go on a, the attack squad to that boat. Light on fire, drill a hole through it, and then we're gonna jump down and attack it. Wait, yeah, the... they are falling off. Light on fire, drill the hole, and then attack it. The this guy that falls over does not manage to grab the edge of the ship with his critical <laughs> failure. He just completely tumbles. Head first into, into the water, and he goes swim. splash. But Davy like, Jones, ah! Aurora can even make an opportunity attack on him Baby as he falls. Davy Jones, Logan, attack him as he falls. Ah! <laughs> well, she doesn't know if he just, just jumped over the attacker or what. Swims back to the surface, and you just what well, fourteen? That'll probably uh, hit. Hold on, uh, <laughs> so awful. Plus. Oh, I almost oh, where fell. Where is my melee? Hold on, I know where it is. It's on your shoulder. And uh, then it lights way out. Plus 13, and I never so that's woke a up 20... again. Seven. Seven. 27 is enough to hit just barely. <laughs> roll your damage. <laughs> uh, 1d10 plus 6. You're so happy to be in the water. For a second, she's actually this like. This is the funnest battle we roll two. got forced to take. Ha! Yeah. Ten. Ten. That's so much better! Yeah. 16 damage? 16 damage. And with that, he is she bloodied. Just, she just smashes his head no, against no, the yeah. so, He falls over the edge. So she's holding on to like some netting on the outside, and she just sees this guy jump, jump, splash down, and she just goes, ah! Just takes her hammer and slams. Don't splash me! And slams, <laughs> slams his head against the side of the of the ship, which oh. has those like huge scales. So it just yeah. mashes his head. Oh and God! She goes, ah, I hate this thing. <laughs> So he's bloody so now? So unhappy about being in the water. Well, she's just taking it out on this guy. <laughs> Absolutely, he deserves it. There might and he be. will not survive now, because even when, even though she won't be able to yeah, attack him the next she's time, channeling he's unconscious now, and is like sinking into the water. Channeling a hostile environment into the enemy. Uh, so now the Corsairs go, as he desperately struggles to get his orientation as he is sinking. He... Well, he rolled a nine, and is... Too bad he's not a human. Maybe an athletics check to try and climb up the boat or something, or...? He makes an athletics check to try to stop from drowning. He just, like, completely fell in. And he barely succeeds as he manages just to get his... Oh, you don't want to do that. Get his head (laughs) above water. He's better off drowning. And he tries to swing his, uh... He tries to swing his weapon at Aurora, and it takes a minus two in water, which yours should have, um... Uh, it's still would have. It's still would. She rolled well enough. I did. Uh, the Corsair's well. long sort of out combat advantage. Woo wee! And he just oh. hits me right back. He hits you right back for only oh. eleven damage. Yeah, only eleven. I have thirty-three hit points. Oh. Nothing is only. He hits you for eleven damage. Ten. I know. I know. See you. The other one is prone. Uses his oh, move shit. to stand up and then charges. Oh my god! Kala. Uh, he has no combat advantage, so he just gets plus one from the charge. He gets a Ooh, 33 versus AC. That'll be 14 damage. 
It's getting pretty dirty down there. Dude, they need they really need first mate Hogan to step in. I know. You should have had him going into Hulkamania. I mean Bing Bing! It is now Brandis' turn. Brandis needs to get going on. That last round took about forty five minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it did. I gotta work yeah, in the morning. So I, I gotta get going. Alright. We will finish this fight. Uh, yeah, I ask what I see in this room before yeah, we You can't see anything in that room. There's just a door. These doors. No, there's a, as I said, there's a door right here. Oh, oh didn't okay. draw it. I, well, didn't, I didn't drop it. Well, she asked and I answered. It's, uh, I didn't hear that. Yes. That's fine. Yeah, there's a door right here. That and you important. do know from where the chain was going up. That's about where so I'm Let's just remember where everyone is for next time. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So, we'll take photos stairs. of the board yeah, and uh, reconstruct Ooh. it next week to finish this Ooh. climactic moment in the battle as the ship is half dead. Damon is working his way through the underbelly <laughs> of the ship alone, surrounded by yeah. enemies. The, the glider up here is shooting at Brandis while he is, I believe, dazed from the. Yeah. Daze. The I got a heal on store. I got heal ready for myself. So if three, I, uh, if we can, someone write down like status effects that are on people, like you're dazed.